Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. The Office Christmas Party Setup By Makes. I have a bone to pick with you, Betsy said as she stepped into my office, pushing the heavy glass panel door closed behind her. As the door clicked shut with a subdued thunk she leaned against the front of my desk, putting her hands on the edge and leaning toward me. The red satiny blouse with several buttons open exposed the deep V between her two full creamy white breasts. It was impossible for me not to notice the cute pink freckles that peppered the round tops of her breasts and disappeared down between them. Okay. What's the bone? I asked the sharp 30-something mechanical engineer. As the senior project engineer for the company I had the opportunity to work with most of the engineers over the years, some of them better than others and some better looking than others. In Betsy's case, her appearance was every bit as sharp as her intellect. If she weren't 15 plus years younger than me, I might have been tempted to accept one of her less than subtle attempts to get me to date her, if nothing else to actually see out how far those sexy little freckles went. I leaned back in my chair, putting my hands up behind my head, preparing for whatever problem the fiery little redhead was bringing to my desk, a problem that must have been of my making from the sound of her tone. Funny you should use those words. You turned down Denise, she said simply. Oh, that, I said with a sigh. Yes, I turned her down. I told you that I'm not ready to start dating again. I'm way too old for those kinds of problems. She was right, though. When the senior secretary for the engineering department tried to convince me to go with her to the company Christmas party, I said no. She did her best to try to change my mind, but ultimately the answer was still no. Betsy pushed off the front of my desk and stepped around to my side of the desk, leaning her butt against it and sticking her legs out as she rested her weight against it. The black pleated skirt exposed her creamy white legs from the two-inch heels all the way to just above her knees, her hands moving to her lap as she half-leaned, half sat on the edge of my desk, her legs only a few inches from mine. It's been how long? Three-plus years now since you lost your wife? Let's face it, it's long past time you got back on the horse and find yourself a good woman to make you happy again. I haven't seen you smile more than half a dozen times in nearly four years, she said plainly, making me glad that the heavy door blocked the content of our conversation if not her relative proximity to me. Betsy, I appreciate your concern, but honestly, I'm too old to start dating again. Hell, what woman would really want an old fart like me? I'm too set in my ways to change, and most women aren't going to be interested in accepting all of my quirks. Really? She asked incredulously. You've had how many of the ladies here ask you out now? Let's see, I can think of at least six, not counting me, and that's just in the last few months. Now you're turning down Denise too? That can't be because of age, she's only a half dozen or so years younger than you are. I'm just not ready to date. So don't think of it as a date. Think of it as, escorting her to the party. Yeah, like a date. What makes it not a date? Well, for starters, when it's not one guy and one gal. Fine, I can fix that. You can escort both of us, Denise and I, to the party. She said firmly. And this isn't a date? I asked, shaking my head. Meets your criteria. It's not one gal and one guy. And you can make all the guys jealous when you walk in with two beauties on your arms. Betsy. I protested, planning on saying no just the same. I'm wearing a dress that's all about this short. She said, using her hands to pull the material of her skirt up her legs until the hem had inched up her creamy thighs until more showed than was covered. Betsy. I said, looking at the mostly glass door, concerned that someone might look in and misinterpret what was going on. Oh? Shorter? She asked with a devious little smirk, inching the skirt even higher. Like this? Betsy! I said, staring now at her thighs as she inched the skirt even higher. I couldn't seem to tear my eyes from her legs, except of course to notice a little flash of pink higher up between her legs. You might as well say yes. I'm not stopping until you do! She said, scooting it even higher and moving her legs apart slightly as she did. You don't want me to be sitting here on your desk with my skirt all the way up to my waist, do you? Well, maybe you do at that. She giggled. Betsy. Michael. You know darn well you aren't going to claim sexual harassment. If you even think about it, I'll counter with how you stare down my shirt every time I come in here. 
she said, the devious smirk never leaving her face and her hands inching the dress even higher, the hem now so high that the pink panties were clearly visible. I could see the lacy pattern on the front, and little bits of white skin peeking through. I could feel my cock bulging out my pants as it hardened at the sight in front of me. Betsy, stop, please. I practically begged. She inched the skirt even higher, tugging it up so that I could clearly see the whole front of her crotch, the lacy panties letting white skin of her mound show through as well as little red curls sticking through the lacy material down a bit lower. Then say yes! She hissed playfully, spreading her legs a bit wider apart and leaning down toward me, her free hand reaching for my lap and grabbing my cock through my trousers. See, you're turned on. Your body hasn't forgotten what to do with a sexy woman. Oh, damn. I groaned at her touch, something I hadn't felt in a very long time. Okay, okay, I'll take the two of you, but on one condition. I said in defeat. Sure, what's that? That you don't keep coming in and trying to seduce the hell out of me. I said sternly. You don't like what you see? She asked, letting go of the bulge in my pants. She slowly lifted one foot up and eased it across my lap, setting her high heel on my chair on the other side from where she leaned against the desk. With her legs splayed much wider than before, she leaned back down and squeezed the even bigger bulge in my pants. Feels to me like you do. Oh crap. It's just not professional. We have to work together. I protested, my mind screaming to reach out and touch her as I tried to resist the temptation. Honey, I watched you go from a happy, vibrant, intelligent, sexy man to a sad, tired man. I want to see you back to that happy, vibrant, playful man. Seems to me that you used to flirt with me quite often. I miss that, she said, letting go of my cock and reaching for one arm, pulling it down off my head and guiding my hand to her thigh. I always found your flirts to be sexy and playful, even that time you slid your hand up under my skirt when I dared you. We both knew they were never going to be anything other than flirts, but now, well now if you want, they don't have to be just flirts. They could go farther if you wanted them to, she said, pressing my hand on the inside of her thigh and then sliding both our hands up her thigh until my fingers were pressing against her pink panties, the heat from her obviously wet pussy soaking into them and making my already hard cock grow even harder. Just think about it, okay? She asked as a quiet knock tapped on the door. Abruptly Betsy stood up, smoothed her skirt down, and then turned and bent over again, looking at my computer screen as if studying something intently. Amanda, one of the CAD specialists, opened the door and stepped partway through as one of the other engineers walked past. Amanda gave Betsy a quiet nod and then turned to step back out of the office, leaving the door ajar. We'll pick you up at your house at eight for the party. Only two days away now, so don't forget, she said as she straightened up. Then almost as an afterthought, she leaned over and gave me a fast peck on the lips with her red lips before she turned and walked briskly and businesslike from my office. Just before she disappeared completely she turned and leaned back in. If you want it shorter I can do that too. She said in a businesslike tone, even though I knew exactly what she meant. No, I think that length will be fine. I answered as Amanda stepped back into the office. She stood there against the glass panel in the door, waiting for Betsy to pull her head out and walk away before turning to face me. While I might, maybe, be able to see my way clear to go out with Betsy, Amanda was another issue completely. She was a young black girl, the emphasis on young. She couldn't be more than mid-twenties, even younger than some of our kids. Well, now my kids, now that my wife wasn't with us anymore. Don't get me wrong, I thought Amanda looked very nice. Well, extremely nice. She always wore short skirts and snug shirts and dark stockings, even darker than her light coffee-colored skin, and very high heels. Today she had on a choker of white pearls that contrasted against her darker skin looping around her neck and hanging just down inside the gray blouse she had on that matched her short skirt. Now that I looked at it, it had to be a one-piece button-down, neck-to-hem dress. So did you finally say yes? Amanda asked quietly as she stepped to my desk still holding a folder in her delicate hands. How did you know what she was asking? I asked back in surprise. Were you her lookout or something? I asked her bluntly after a few seconds pause where my mind finally put the pieces together. In reply she just grinned at me, dropped the folder on my keyboard and then turned on her heels and walked out the door, swinging her hips sexily as she crossed a few feet to the door. She didn't have many curves, but the ones she had she knew how to highlight. That included a tight round but that stuck out a bit more than her maybe cup breasts. I picked up the folder and opened it, finding several blank sheets of paper in the folder, answering any lingering doubts that I had just been very effectively set up. Well, Betsy was a very intelligent young woman who had a lot of drive to get what she wanted. I guess in this case, it was me saying yes. 
The next day I found a calendar schedule item requesting a time slot in the early afternoon to do a project funding review with Denise and Sandra, our financials wizard. I responded to the request and arrived at the conference room at the appointed time. Denise. I acknowledged as I stepped into the conference room. Denise was already seated with an array of papers spread out on the table. I could tell she had on some sort of powder blue dress, the parts of which I could see over the top of the table looked quite becoming on her. It had a significantly deep V down the front where the material crossed over itself as it wrapped around her body. I could just see the edges of a similarly colored bra peeking from one side of the dress, the whole outfit tastefully showing a considerable amount of her C-cup breasts, and the cleft they created being pressed together by the bra. Sorry I'm late. Sandra said as she scurried into the conference room with her laptop in one arm and a stack of papers in the other. Sandra was a very petite woman, probably in her mid to late thirties with a distinctly Asian appearance. She typically wore very conservative, although snug-fitting outfits, and today was no exception. She wore a gray pencil skirt, a white blouse with ruffles sticking out the front of the gray jacket. She used the black heels to kick the door closed behind her as she made her way to the end of the table to set down her armload of stuff. I had to admit that even in the professional outfit, her hair up in a bun high on the back of her head and her dark-rimmed narrow glasses, she looked quite interesting. But as far as I knew, she was married, and well, she was a lot younger than I was. Maybe Betsy was right. Maybe I didn't need to think about dating again. I guess three years is a long time without sex, but dating, that was hard work before I met my wife. How much harder is it going to be just on the high side of 50? And dating someone at work? Was that a wise idea? My mental meanderings were cut short by Sandra pulling her jacket off, revealing the long-sleeved, very thin, silk blouse. I could easily make out the whole shape of the tan bra she had on under the blouse. Come to think of it, this is the first time I'd ever seen enough of her to even guess at a bra size, but based on the size of the cups and the extremely tiny straps, I guess she was maybe an A or maybe a small B cup at most. So, at the current rate of outflow on the Boeing contract we are going to go way over budget on the mechanical side and we need to figure out where to reallocate funding from. Sandra said, sitting down and getting immediately to business as her computer flashed to life in front of her. Two hours later she finally closed her laptop, happy with the results. I'll leave you two to take care of the rest of the paperwork. Sandra said as she stood up and slipped on her jacket. She looked at Denise and then at me. I'll see both of you tomorrow night then. She added with the slightest bit of a smile before turning and heading for the conference room door. She left and closed the door quietly behind herself. What was that about? I asked Denise quietly as she slid over closer to me so we could look at the paperwork she still had on the table. Well, the party of course. Denise said innocently. Now where were we? Oh yes. We need to look at this part of the schedule. She said as her leg pressed against mine. As we talked I could feel her leg moving slightly against mine, distracting me from the schedule. Goodness, it feels hot in here doesn't it? She said suddenly reaching for the front of her dress and tugging on it to wave it in an attempt to get air circulation down it. The process also pulled the material away from her body sufficiently for me to be have quick glimpses down her dress and see her over full bra cups, the very lacy material allowing me to even see the darkness of her areola and the bumps of her apparently hard nipples. I did my best not to stare, but the sight was definitely giving me a hard-on. Finally she released her dress, the now tugged-on material not nearly covering as much of her as it had before, much more of her creamy breasts, and lacy bra cups now exposed to my view. If I had a hard time concentrating before, well now it was damn near impossible. I think I need a drink of water. She said as she got up and walked to the little water cooler in the corner of the room. Would you like one? Sure, thanks. I answered, watching the knee-length dress pull tight across her but as she bent over, a slight raised outline of her panties visible through the otherwise smooth material. She stood back and walked over to me, a cup of water in each hand. I'm going to have to have maintenance check the air conditioning in here. It seems to be much too warm. She said as she set down the cups. She hiked the front of her dress most of the way up her thighs and sat down next to me again, her leg pressing against mine as she rolled her chair next to mine. Yeah, it is hot in here. I answered, suddenly feeling very warm as I looked over at her. I couldn't help but see down the front of her dress again, and realize that her nipples were probably as hard as my cock at that moment, a fact I was trying hard to hide. So what should we do now? She asked as she leaned back in her chair, tugging on her dress again. I began to realize that the dress, a wrap-around type of thing, was gradually being pulled farther and farther apart across her chest as she tried to fan herself. I was very glad that the door was closed for fear someone might see in and think that something untoward was going on, 
which it wasn't, I didn't think. I couldn't help but stare as the flapping dress alternately showed and hid the whole front of one breast with each flap, the outline of her nipple and Ariela obvious each time I saw it. You're staring, she said quietly. Uh, yeah, sorry, I said dumbly, quickly looking away from her chest back to the table. That wasn't a complaint, but if you want to stare, at least you can compliment what you see. She said with a quiet laugh that was almost a giggle. You do like what you see, don't you? Um, well, yeah, of course. I stammered, blushing at being caught looking at her that way. Well, then just say so. I don't mind. Personally, what I see is pretty good looking too. She answered. Huh. She nodded down to my lap where my practically rock-hard cock had my slacks pushed out into a huge tent as it tried to stand erect, but was constrained by my briefs and pants, pointing down my leg. That looks terribly uncomfortable. She said quietly, pausing her fanning to hold the top of her dress apart so that I could easily see both lace and closed breasts. Uh, yeah, a bit. I answered, trying to cover myself with my hand. You could fix it. I wouldn't mind. She answered with a grin. I wouldn't mind one bit. That probably wouldn't be a good idea. I mean someone could walk in on us and then where would we be? Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. The occupied sign is out and Sandra locked it on the way out. She answered with a devilish little grin on her face, swinging her chair to face me as she pushed back from the table. But if you'd rather, I'd be happy to rearrange things to a more comfortable angle for you. Denise. Seriously? Here? I mean I agreed to go to the party with you, but I didn't say I was going to have sex with you or anything. I said in shock. I wasn't asking you to have sex with me, and I wasn't offering to suck your cock, but of course if you want me to all you'd have to do is say the word. I'd be more than happy to. I know it's been a very long time since anyone did that for you. She said as she undid the belt buckle of her dress. She stood up and allowed the belt to unwrap from around her, the dress falling open all down the front as it did. She stood for several seconds, allowing me to see the gap up the front and the strip of white skin running all the way down from her neck to the tiny blue bikini panty she had on. She swept the dress aside, allowing it to hang from her shoulders down both sides of the chair exposing her entire body to me as she leaned back in the chair again, her legs slowly spreading apart to allow me to see anything I wanted. She wore nude-colored thigh-high stockings, the frilly top stopping only six inches or so from the tiny blue panty she had on, which from this angle showed a very definite wet spot low on her crotch. Her body appeared firm and toned, and well, to be honest, quite sexy for someone in their mid-forties. Her lacy bra cupped and squeezed both breasts, each large enough that it would easily fill my whole hand, and each with a large round darkened areola with a hard nipple almost perfectly centered in each one. For a brief moment I considered reaching over and undoing the bra so that I could see her breasts without the lace covering blocking the view. I saw her lick her red lips with the tip of her tongue before those lips turned into a slight smile. She shrugged the dress off her shoulders, letting it hang over the back of the chair, leaving her in just her heels, stockings, panties, and bra. This really isn't appropriate. What if someone comes and wants to use the room? Michael, sweetie. Do you think I don't have all my bases covered? Annette will ensure that we have privacy. She said quietly before leaning toward me. Now how about you let me make that more comfortable, since we're doing a little show and tell. I moved to stop her as she reached for my belt, but she gently moved her hands to mine and pulled her chair up so that one of her legs was between mine and one of mine between hers. She pulled my hands gently from my belt and rested them on her knees before moving her own hands back to my belt. Feel free to touch anything you desire. She whispered as she undid the belt in my pants and then went to work on the button and zipper. Goodness, I might have to have you stand up. She said as she reached down into my pants and briefs, trying to coax my cock from its bent position. Come now, stand for me for a moment. Let me help you get this more comfortable. I really shouldn't have, but at that point it was the first time a woman had her hand on my cock in over three years and resistance at that point was quite thoroughly futile. I stood up and my pants freely slid down off my butt and down my legs, stopping only when it came to her knee. She shifted her hands and eased my briefs down as well, pulling down until my cock popped out and stood erect, pointing at her face, bouncing in time with my pounding heart. Damn that looks like a sexy cock. She cooed as she pulled my briefs down farther. She let go of them and then leaned her face toward me, wrapping both hands around my long thick shaft and closing her mouth around the couple inches still sticking out of her grasp. Oh fuck. I groaned softly as she swirled her tongue around and around my head, her head starting to bob on my shaft more and more disappearing into her mouth with each stroke. I moved my hands to her shoulders and then idly stroked my hands up and down her back as she made love to my cock with her hot wet mouth. 
Up and down my shaft her lips went, her tongue teasing the bottom side of my shaft, one hand following her lips while the other moved to my balls and began massaging them. My fingers found the clasp to her bra and played across it idly a few times before going back to stroking her back. Feel free to undo it if you'd like. She said, pulling her mouth from my shaft long enough to tell me. Sexual arousal can be a powerful thing, and at that point I was very aroused. I reached for her bra clasp and quickly undid it, coaxing the shoulder straps off her shoulders. One arm at a time she allowed the loops to slip off until the bra fell to the floor between us, allowing her now bare tits to hang freely below her. I reached down past her sides and cupped both breasts, reveling in the feeling of a soft breast in my hand again, my fingers stroking her rock-hard nipples as her mouth plunged up and down my shaft. Oh shit, I'm going to come. I groaned quietly, trying to hold back the sudden urge I was feeling. I expected her to pull her mouth from me not sure what she was going to do with the cum I could feel building inside me, but instead she seemed to suck harder. Denise, I'm going to come. I warned again, thinking maybe she hadn't heard me the first time. Unable to hold back the flood any longer, my body was suddenly overwhelmed by the urge to push, which I did, driving much of my cock into her mouth, causing her to gag as the first shot of my hot cum lanced into her mouth and throat. Again I expected her to pull off and cover my cock with her hand or something to contain the cum I couldn't hold back, but she simply aimed my cock to the side of her mouth and sucked each shot of cum from my cock, swallowing down the copious flood. She kept stroking and sucking until I felt myself start to soften in her mouth, only then did she release me and sit back in her chair again. Goodness, you stored up a lot, she said with a grin, wiping a little cum off her face where it had trickled down from the corner of her mouth. I'm sorry, I said, trying to pull my pants back up but feeling like I needed to sit down at the same time. Sorry for what? For coming in your mouth. I tried to warn you, but I guess I didn't give you enough time. She leaned toward me again, sliding her chair in as far as she could, pushing me down onto the chair so I was sitting again. She reached her face toward mine and gave me a soft, gentle kiss on the lips. If I had wanted to pull away I would have. I chose to take all of you in. Oh, I answered stupidly. Hasn't anyone ever done that for you? She asked quietly, her hands moving to mine and drawing them up to her chest again. No, not really. I answered, suddenly feeling guilty. That was something my wife didn't much like, giving me oral sex. She must have seen the change in my expression and leaned forward as my hands slid down to her thighs. She scooted off her chair toward me and straddled me on my chair, her panty-covered pussy resting against my softened cock and her soft tits pressing to my face. If your wife loved you even a smidge as much as you obviously loved her, you would understand that a woman always wants her man to be happy and if she can't be there any longer to do that, she would want him to go on and find what happiness he can. Oh, she'd understand it wouldn't ever be the same, but she would want you to try. Denise whispered to me, stroking my head as she sat on my lap. I know she would, but it's hard to think of being with someone else. I answered. I know, sweetie. But for a few moments you let go, and I could feel you enjoying me. I'd like to help you find that enjoyment again, if you'll let me. She practically whispered. I've been thinking about your strong hands stroking my body for so very long. I almost can't believe that it's happening now. I know it's a lot to ask, and trust me, I don't want to push you too far too fast, but would you mind using your hands to pleasure me for a few moments? I'm so turned on that I know it will happen fast, but I really, really would like to feel your fingers stroking me. I looked up at her eyes, her green eyes soft and inviting, not the hard strict eyes that I have seen in the business setting so often. No, these eyes were almost pleading with me. Stand up. I whispered. She almost immediately complied, allowing me to reach out and hook my fingers in her panties and slide them down, exposing a small matted tuft of brown curls above a pair of full fat outer lips, much of her soft inner lips protruding invitingly out even though they too were pressed tightly against her fat outer lips from being trapped by her panties. I pushed the material down farther, and she stepped from them, leaving her in just her stockings and heels. I circled my hands around her butt and pulled her back to me, coaxing her to sit back on my lap. It may have been a long time since I had pleasured a woman, but I certainly hadn't forgotten how. I slid one hand down between her legs and gently stroked one finger along her wet lips while my other hand pulled her body closer to me. I moved my head and guided her body to me so I could close my lips around one of her nipples, gently sucking it deep into my mouth while my other finger stroked again along her wet lips. Oh my yes. She hissed quietly as my stroking finger pressed deeper between her lips, finding the entrance to her tunnel at one end of my stroke and her hard clit at the other. Again and again I stroked, sucking her nipple and flicking my tongue across it to tease it. Her hips rocked slowly in time with my strokes while my finger stroked her wet spread pussy.
And that feels so nice. So gentle and sweet. She murmured quietly. I was almost surprised when my fingers banged into my hardening dick, surprised at how quickly I had again grown hard, and surprised at how turned on I was finding myself again. I continued to stroke her pussy and suck first one and then the other nipple, my hardening cock soon pressing against her ass as I stroked her. She too could feel my hard shaft pressing against her pussy and ass and she began to rock herself, sliding her pussy back and forth across the top of my shaft while my fingers concentrated on her hard protruding clit. I'm so close. She mumbled, sliding herself back farther on my lap so that her lips were sliding back and forth across my bulbous head at the end of each of her short strokes. As I worked on her clit with my fingers, her hips rocked harder, her orgasm slowly building within her. She pulled her chest from my face and leaned back, moaning loudly as she rocked her hips, driving her pussy back and forth across my cock. I didn't know if she planned it, or if it just happened, but either way, happened it did. As she leaned back she slipped back just a little farther, my head pressing between her wet lips and then suddenly sliding upward, engaging into the entrance to her tunnel as she slid back toward me again. She paused briefly, almost as if she were surprised to find the feeling of my cock where it was and then with a low slow moan, pulled her hips toward me with her feet wrapped around the chair, driving herself onto the full length of my cock. Oh my god, Michael! She moaned as she sat with me impaled within her. She moved her legs to settle her feet, still in her heels, on the floor and then began to slowly lift and drop herself on my lap, sliding her pussy on and off my shaft with each new stroke. Oh fuck! I groaned as she rode me, her actions quickly pushing my buttons and working me up the slope towards another climax of my own. I reached my hands from her thigh and pussy, out around her ass and lifted her up, turning to set her ass on the conference room table. She leaned back until she was supported by her elbows, her legs spread wide and sticking in the air on either side of me. That's it, baby. Fuck me. Let me feel your big fat dick slide in and out of my hot little pussy. She groaned softly and sexily. I started stroking into her with abandon, my hips slapping against her bare ass and my cock sliding in and out of her sopping wet pussy its full length, only my fat head remaining inside her before the next plunging stroke. Oh God. I'm going to come again. I grunted as I felt that feeling deep inside that told me I couldn't stop what was about to happen. That's it, baby. Come for me. Come with me. I'm almost there, going to come any second now. She panted, little trickles of sweat running down her body, the perspiration making her whole body glisten sexily. Oh shit. I grunted as my body spasmed, driving my cock forcefully into her so hard that she slid a few inches on the table. I felt the first gush of my hot cum lance out into her pussy, soon followed by more and more shots of cum. She moaned loudly her whole body trembling and shaking on the table as little spasms ran up and down her nude form. I lost track of how long we stayed like that, her leaning back, breathing heavily and me standing between her legs with my cock embedded inside her. She pushed herself up and wrapping her legs around me so that I wouldn't fall from her pussy, reached for my neck and pulled herself up against me. She pressed her lips to mine in a hot wet kiss that soon degenerated into a game of hide and seek with our tongues. You know. She whispered during a break in our marathon embrace. I've wanted to feel this for almost two years. I'm glad that I finally did. Yeah, this kind of got out of hand. I answered. Oh, sweetie. It didn't. It just became what we both wanted at that moment. It doesn't mean it was right or wrong or anything else. It just means it felt good, and we both filled the need each of us had. Hell of a way to start dating again. Is that what we're doing? I thought we were just having some really intense interpersonal relationship training. She said with a girlish giggle. Okay, I'll bite. Why interpersonal relationship training? Oh, sweetie. She said leaning toward me and kissing me on the lips again for several seconds. You were just learning how to help provide for the needs of your coworkers. She said with a grin and you did a wonderful job at that. Okay. I said with a shake of my head. But we better get dressed before we get interpersonal out of a job. If you insist, but I thought you like seeing my naked body. I do. I think it's quite sexy. Em, that's much better. Maybe we'll have to have planning meetings more frequently now. Especially now that I know how well you work to satisfy your coworkers' needs. She said as she released her grip around my legs. She pushed me gently back and then slid off the table, picking up her panties and quickly stepping into them. Gotta catch the flow of you before it drips all the way down my legs. Goodness you have a lot to contribute. Uh, yeah. I answered a bit stupidly, pulling up my pants while I watched her dress. 
I realized suddenly that I was actually disappointed that she was covering up her body. Well, at least it appeared to be time to try and have sex again. Betsy walked into my office the next morning wearing a knee-length navy blue dress and stepped quickly around to my computer without asking. I need you to look at this. She said as she bent over next to my chair to type on the keyboard. She quickly tapped into the company file server, browsed to a file and entered her password to access it. I need you to help me decide which pair of underwear to wear to the party. She said quietly as she opened the file, showing pictures of her midsection wearing a tiny red thong and a very tiny bikini panty that was cut so low you almost couldn't call it a panty. Damn. I whispered, looking at it. How am I supposed to choose? For that matter, why am I supposed to choose? Well, because I want to know which you like better. Should I wear this one? She said, pointing to the tiny bikini bottom. Or should I shave off the rest of my curls and wear this one? I was well stunned. Huh. Which do you think? She asked again. For the party tonight? Shaved or not shaved? I don't know. I guess I don't know how much you have down there. I answered. Why don't you find out? She said quietly. I dare you to slide your hand under my dress and find out. She had dared me once before to do this, and that time it was to see if she was actually wearing bikini panties or what she called granny panties. I didn't think she figured I would, and even though it was several years ago, before I lost my wife, I did slide my hand up under her skirt, telling her that she shouldn't dare someone to do something unless she was willing to have them do it. She simply responded that she was always ready for me to feel her up. I presumed the dare was intentionally set to do the same thing. I moved my hand from the arm of my chair to her left leg and then slid my fingers slowly up the inside of her thigh, pushing my hand farther and farther up until my fingers found her very wet and very bare pussy. I curled one finger on her mound, stroking back and forth across her curly pubic hair, feeling the extent of it, while stroking her pussy lips with my thumb. I pressed my thumb between her lips to the entrance of her tunnel and then slowly pushed it deeper, letting it penetrate into her as far as I could. Oh damn. I didn't expect that, but am that's nice. I wish you would have fed me your cock yesterday like you did to Denise. I'd love to feel that inside me too. So does everyone know Denise and I are screwed in the conference room? Oh no, just a few select people. Girls talk you know. She said, wiggling her hips to rub her thighs against my hand, my thumb still buried deep inside her. Well, maybe one of these days you will. Oh, don't tease me like that and not do it. Just take me. Doesn't matter when or where, just surprise me and take me. She breathed heavily. Why in the world would you want to have sex with an old fart like me? First, you're neither old or a fart. Second, I think you're a very sexy mature man. Third, well, sometimes working close to you gets me thinking about you making love to me. And that gets me so turned on that sometimes I have to go to the ladies' room and finger myself until I come. She said quietly. I sat silently, not at all sure how to respond to that admission. She turned and looked past her body toward me. I didn't mean to scare you, but you asked. So back to panties, which ones? I'd kind of like to see you with a little bit of hair. I answered quietly, still in shock. Done then, she said as she closed the file, her ass wiggling a little to move my thumb around inside her. I'd better go, unless you plan on taking me right now. I'd love to feel you fuck my hot pussy right on your desk. Um, oh yeah, I said, pulling my hand from her pussy. See you tonight, she said cheerfully as she walked away. Damn, I said to myself, realizing I was sitting there with my thumb and half my hand covered with her pussy juice. I walked down the hall to the restroom and washed my hands so I wouldn't be sitting there for hours smelling her. After those two pictures, it was going to be hard enough to concentrate the rest of the day. Denise asked me to check and see what you are wearing, Amanda said as she walked into my office. Slacks and a shirt, why? I asked in confusion. No, to the party, silly, Amanda said rolling her eyes. You aren't planning on standing up Denise and Betsy, are you? I suspect I wouldn't live to tell the tale. I answered jokingly. But just the same, slacks and a shirt. I don't have much of a party dress. Why, what are you wearing? Oh, a little black number I have, incredibly sensual, soft as a baby's bottom, completely backless all the way down to here. She said turning around and running her fingers across the top of her butt cheeks. Guaranteed to turn on any man. Wow. Sounds pretty spectacular. Oh, it will be. She said as she stepped around my desk and squatted down bringing her face much closer to the suddenly hardening cock I was trying to hide with the desk. And the best part is that you can see what's under it anytime you want. All you need is this little key, she said, reaching out and setting a small padlock key on my lap, 
her hand closing over it and my hard cock at the same time and giving it a squeeze. Ah, uh, Amanda, whoa girl. I'm twice your age. Don't you think you should give this to a nice young guy closer to your own age? I said, gently removing her hand and picking up the key. You know what they say about older men knowing all the right moves. After what you did to Denise, well I'm game to try it. She said with a huge smile. Besides, the harder you try to avoid me, the more and more I get turned on. And if I'm not attracted to you? I asked defensively. Michael, Michael, Michael. I'm an intelligent girl. I know exactly why you always pull your chair close to your desk when I'm in here. Just like now, you get a huge heart on thinking about my sexy little body, mentally undressing me and stroking my soft skin with your eyes. And yeah, baby, knowing what I do to you just makes my pussy tingle. Aren't you afraid of getting into trouble, sexual harassment, and all that these days? You know I was at first. I worried that you might be offended, but then Betsy had me play lookout, and I saw what she did. I saw her pull her skirt all the way up and slide your hand to her panties. Oh yeah, by the time she left I was ready to climb onto your chair and ride you like a stallion. But I waited. Now, well I want you to know that I'm not wearing any panties at all today, and you can touch me anytime you want. She said, standing up and pulling her already very short skirt up to expose her completely shaved mound and chocolate-colored pussy. Oh damn. Put that down before someone comes in. I hissed quietly. Oh, a little danger is fun. It just makes the juices flow a bit more. She said as she flattened her skirt back in place. Why don't you come by my office later and see just how far you can take it? She said, wiggling her ass as she walked toward the door. She paused at the door, leaned out and looked up and down the hallway as she lifted the back of her skirt up over her ass. She bent all the way over, her feet a foot or so apart so her shaved pussy pushed out at me while she pretended to pick up the pen she dropped on the floor. Oh damn. I breathed as she stood back up, smoothed her skirt down and left without another word. What the hell was happening? It was bad enough that Betsy had taken our flirts to the next level and well, Denise took everything to the next level, but now Amanda? What and why? I rubbed my face in my hands, trying to shake the image of her bent over in front of me and the absolutely sudden desire I had to step around the desk and stuff my cock into her pussy. Since Denise rode me yesterday, it seemed like everything I thought about turned into sex. This wasn't any way to conduct business. You can't go around screwing coworkers and expect things to not go south. Tonight had bad written all over it. By two in the afternoon I had decided that I needed to quench the fires that Amanda seemed to have cooking for me. With a sigh I picked up the key she had left in my lap and headed down to the engineering floor, weaving between the cubicles until I arrived at Amanda's. She was sitting back in her chair, half hidden by the huge computer screens on her desk, chatting with Cynthia, another of the CAD specialists. Oh, look who's here, Amanda said with a grin. She blew me a quiet kiss, held her finger to her lips to ensure I stayed quiet, and then proceeded to tip back in her chair and wiggle her hips, pulling her skirt up until her bald pussy was showing to both Cynthia and myself. Amanda. I hissed quietly, worried about who might come in with her like that. Amanda just grinned back, spread her legs as wide as the chair would allow and began to stroke her pussy with one finger, letting it slide between her soft feathery pussy lips to dip deep between them. I'm not here for that. I tried to say quietly. I wanted to bring this back down. I said holding the key back out to her. Oh, I see. She said quietly. Not interested in holding on to that asset? She asked, not bothering to cover her pussy as she stood up, her skirt still bunched around her waist. She took the key from me and stepped up next to me, and leaned against me, using her free hand to guide my hand to her bare pussy. She gently ground her pussy against my hand, making little moaning sounds as she stared at me, her look pure desire. What do you think, CYN? Should I let him give the key back? Uh, not a chance. Cynthia said from where she was leaning against the cubicle wall grinning. Cynthia had been here for several years, and I guess she was at least six or more years older than Amanda. Like Amanda, she seemed to revel in the look she got wearing very short and very tight outfits, her extremely long blonde hair, all the way down past her ass, and frequently hanging over one side or the other of her ample chest, was usually well brushed, but left free to float around her sexily. Every time I saw her recently, I seemed to think of Lady Godiva riding naked on a white horse. Cynthia could easily play that part and look incredible doing so. Cynthia, you're not helping. Don't blame me, Michael. I'm just an observer. She said, holding her hands up in a defensive manner. But the look on her face told me she was very interested in how this was going to turn out. Amanda took the key from me and moved it to her teeth. Slowly she stepped around in front of me and began unbuckling my belt, 
the key sticking out toward me as she continued to hold it in her teeth. With my belt loose, she undid the front of my pants, and for some inexplicable reason, I stood there and let her do it. She pulled my pants apart and tugged my briefs out away from my body, leaning in with her face to drop the key into my underwear. Now you have to take it with you, she said grinning, giving my suddenly hardening cock a few strokes through my underwear before she began putting my pants back together. She finally stood back up, smoothed her skirt down, and stepped back around her desk, standing there with a devilish look. Right. Right. I said with a sigh. You win. I tossed my hands up in defeat and walked out of her cubicle, headed for the men's room to dig the key out. It was seven o'clock sharp when the doorbell rang. Clearly Betsy and Denise weren't to be deterred. Hello, girls. I said as I opened the door and stared. Denise had on a long flowing floor-length powder blue gown that hugged her curves like it was painted on, the dress mostly backless, except for a variety of ties zigzagging back and forth across it. The skirt, flowing over her hips and then to the cement of the front stoop, had a split up the right side, and I presumed the left as well, running from her blue high heels all the way to the middle of her hip. A tiny slit of white skin showed plainly as she moved to come into the house. Betsy had on what I could only describe as an itty-bitty red dress that went incredibly well with her auburn hair and creamy skin. The front was a halter top that seemed to be split all the way to her navel, eliminating any possibility of a bra, and the skirt portion was spandex, clinging snugly to her down to not quite mid-thigh. She had on red four-inch heels that brought her height equal to mine and rust-colored stockings that disappeared up under the dress. The tiny bumps and lines that showed through the form-fitting skirt made it clear that they were real stockings with a garter belt holding them up. You're wearing that? Denise asked in surprise, looking at my dockers and button-down shirt. Yeah, why? Sweetie, she said, stepping into the house and right past me. The first thing you need to learn about dating is that you have to look the part, not old man fuddy-duddy, she said as she disappeared down the hall. Well, come on. Let's see what we have to fix you up with. You heard her. Betsy said, turning me and pushing me down the hallway in front of her. We stepped into the bedroom and Denise was in my walk-in closet, digging through what I had in there. Oh, this looks better, she said, walking out with my suede sport coat, a white turtleneck and a pair of dark brown dress slacks. I just stood there looking, not sure what to do. Well, are you going to dress or do you want me to do it for you? Oh, let me. I haven't gotten to see yet, Betsy said, reaching around me from behind and undoing my belt. I can undress myself, I said, moving her hands and undoing my pants the rest of the way. My pants slid down to my ankles and I bent over to untie my shoes. White briefs. We'll have to fix that too, Denise said, walking to my dresser and opening drawers. Oh, what do we have here? She said, holding up a pair of dark blue silk boxers. Nice, Betsy said, as I kicked off my shoes and straightened up, working my pants off over my feet. While I was unbunning my shirt, Betsy slipped her hands into the waistband of my briefs and started to push them down. I caught her hands, stopping her before my hardening cock could spring into view. I am capable of undressing myself. I said quietly as Denise stepped around the end of the bed toward me. You didn't have any trouble undressing me the other day. You aren't going to deny me the opportunity, are you? She asked sweetly, tossing the boxers over her shoulder onto the bed and reached out for the buttons of my shirt. I'll be happy to help too, Betsy said from behind me, trying to push my underwear down again. Betsy, I said, stopping her again, but not before she had my cock sticking out. What a spoil sport, she answered, finally letting go of my briefs. Well, at least I can watch, she added, stepping around me and settling on the bed sideways, reclined back on her elbows her legs hanging over the side. Well, the view looks pretty good too, Denise said, finally getting the last button on my shirt and pushing it off my shoulders. You've kept yourself in good shape, she added, sliding her fingers down my chest and firm stomach, not stopping until her fingers stroked the length of my heart on. She moved her hands back to my briefs and then slowly lowered herself to her knees, pulling my briefs down with her. I stood there, feeling a bit embarrassed to be naked in front of the two of them, Denise reaching for my heart on and wrapping both hands around it. After stroking it several times she stood up, with a smile on her face, and stepped to the bed to get the boxers. She knelt down again and helped me step into them, slowly pulling them up my legs. She leaned forward and closed her lips around my cock, sliding her mouth down my shaft, and back up again one time before sliding my boxers the rest of the way up, finally covering my cock. Much better than those whitey tighties, Betsy said from her reclined position on my bed. Lots sexier. Most certainly, Denise added, holding the white turtleneck out for me. 
I pulled the turtleneck on and then slipped on the dress slacks that Denise had also picked. A few more minutes and I was properly dressed, belt, wallet, shoes. What's this? Denise asked, pulling the small key from my pocket. Oh that? Something a friend gave me to hold. I said, slightly embarrassed at the discovery. Oh really? Wanna share that friend's name? Denise asked, slipping the key into my pocket. Uh, not really. I said, blushing a little. Well, then I suppose we should go to the party. Denise said, holding my sport coat out for me. Much better now, don't you think, Betsy? I would say he was passable. She said with a grin. Don't want him looking so hot that the other girls try to steal him away, do we? True, but certainly, shall we say, dashing? Denise said, looping one of her arms through mine. Come along now, sweetie. We have a long evening of fun and frolic ahead. I let her lead me down the hall, Betsy following behind, turning the lights out as we went. Chilly would be an understatement. It was flat cold outside. I wondered how the girls managed the cold in the skimpy dresses they were wearing as we trudged through the inch or so of snow that had fallen earlier in the day. I stepped to open a car door for Betsy, allowing her to slide into the back seat. She held her hand out for me, inviting me to sit with her. Get in before I freeze my nipples off, Denise urged, pushing me slightly to climb in with Betsy. The door closed behind me and Denise quickly walked around the car and slipped into the driver's seat. I was actually surprised how much room the little foreign four door had in the back seat, space which Betsy didn't seem at all interested in utilizing. She seemed much more eager to utilize the same space I was, snuggling her body up tightly to me and wrapping one of my arms around her shoulders. She snuggled down, pulling my arm around her farther until she could slip my hand into the halter top of her dress and down onto her bare breast. Oh, that's chilly! She giggled as my hand cupped her bare breast, her rock-hard nipple pressing into my palm. Given the number of years we had been teasing each other, it was almost a surprise that this was the first time I'd really been able to play with her bare breast. Once or twice she had me touching her breasts through her clothing, and one time she flashed me a nipple, but this was, well different, and pleasant. As my hand warmed she reached for my other hand and drew it to her lap, sliding it up her leg to the top of her stockings and the tiny panties she had promised to wear. If you make them all wet you can take them off of me and keep them. She whispered. I'm yours to play with all night. I don't know what to answer to that. Answer that you'll save some for me too, Denise said from the front seat as she drove down the streets headed for the highway. What? Am I supposed to collect panties tonight or something? I asked with a laugh. Actually, that sounds like a good idea. Why don't you see just how many women are willing to give you their panties, single or married? Denise asked. Although you might have trouble getting mine, since they're all still at home in a drawer. Oh damn. I mumbled, realizing from her statement that she was in fact naked under the dress, the backless nature not allowing for a bra and the high-cut sides not allowing for underwear. That would certainly give me plenty to think about when I was dancing with her, which I assumed she would want. So Betsy, just why do you want me to make your pussy wet? Isn't that uncomfortable to walk around like that? Oh sweetie, you've been making my pussy wet every day for four years. It just wasn't appropriate to act on that until recently. She said, hugging my arm tightly. My only regret is that I didn't manage to sample your wares with my pussy before Denise did. Well, age and experience do have some rewards. Denise called from the front seat as she merged onto the highway. And to think, I set you up too. Betsy answered before reaching up with one hand and turning my head toward her. She spent the next several minutes kissing me hotly, her tongue teasing mine and coaxing it to follow back into her mouth. As her kiss drove my level of desire up, I couldn't help but slowly stroke my finger back and forth across her panty-covered crotch, finally worming a finger under her panties and stroking her soft, wet lips. She moaned softly into my mouth as my finger stroked across her excited clit, teasing her even more. Take him off of me, she whispered, undoing her seatbelt and lifting her butt off the seat. I tugged and pulled on the panties until I could finally pull them down her thighs, leaving her ass and pussy completely bare. You know, every time I bend over I'm going to be showing you my pussy now. This dress is way too short to not have panties on and bend over. I guess you're going to have to be careful where you bend over then. I whispered back with a grin. You are such a dirty old man, and I love every second of it. She moaned as my hand no longer blocked by her panties, slid up her thigh and my finger pressed between her wet lips. I stroked up and down her slit, letting my finger dig deep into her and then stroke along her pubic bone until it came to her clit. Back and forth across her clit I would flick my finger before pushing deep down between her legs again. Oh fuck Michael. Are you trying to make me come? 
She moaned as I ran circles around her clit with my finger. Uh-huh, I answered softly. She lifted herself off the seat again and scooted her skirt from under her, lifting it all the way up to her waist so everything was exposed. I could see the small red garter belt that connected the dark red silk stockings in the strobing light of the passing street lights. Her little tuft of hair was cut into a cute little heart, with the rest of her mound and lips shaved bare. She spread her legs wide, hooking one over my legs, and sinking down on the seat to let me see everything I wanted. I slowly pushed a single finger up into her deep hole, driving it in and out of her slowly while she reached for my belt and began frantically trying to undo my pants. I have to fuck you. She moaned, trying to get my pants apart. I want your hard dick inside me when I come. At that point I wasn't even going to think about arguing. Hell, I'd had so little sex in the last four years that if it hadn't been for Denise's little seduction in the conference room I'd be afraid I might have forgotten how. I quickly undid my seatbelt, pants belt and pants, pushing my pants and silk boxers down to my knees. Don't make a mess on my seats. Denise called from the front as Betsy crawled over me, straddling my lap facing me. She easily guided my rock-hard cock to her pussy and then slowly let her weight down on it, letting it slide slowly into her tight pussy. Oh me go to my go to my god. She mumbled over and over again as she took more and more of me into herself. With a little moan of pleasure she began to gently bounce on me, driving herself up and down my shaft in short choppy little strokes. As good as her pussy felt, I also wanted to see her tits. She teased me with them so often that I wasn't going to pass up this chance, I simply had no idea when it would come again, if it would. I reached up and undid the fastener around her neck and let her top fall free, exposing her tits, which were already bouncing sexily as she worked up and down my shaft. Her breasts were creamy white with tiny red freckles sprinkled down from her neck to her belly, the number declining as my eyes traveled down. Her areola were almost perfectly round and easily as large as a silver dollar, centered on the front of her grapefruit-sized tits. They and her nipples were identically colored deep pink, drawing my attention to the hardness of her nipples, each sticking out almost the thickness of my finger. I cupped both bouncing orbs in my hands, letting her nipples protrude through my fingers. Oh yeah? Play with my tits, baby. Oh fuck you're going to make me come any second. Oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck. She moaned loudly as her legs trembled on each side of me. Squeeze em. Oh lord, I love having my nipples squeezed when I come. I leaned my face forward, sliding my hand down to cup her breast and leave the front bare and drew her nipple into my mouth gently squeezing it between my lips and flicking my tongue across the hard tip. Oh, S-H-I-T. She screamed loudly. Oh, shit, oh, shit. I could feel her pussy contract around my cock while she tried to continue bouncing on me, the additional tightness and the erratic strokes pushing me toward my own climax. I'm gonna come. I grunted, releasing her nipple for a few moments before sucking it in again. Yes, do it. Fill me with your fuck juice. Come on, baby, give me your whole load. Fill my cunt with your hot cum. Oh, H-H-H-H-H, fuck, I've waited so long for this. Oh, shit. I grunted as my body jerked trying to drive my cock deeper into her, even though my head was already pressed as far into her as I could fit. I felt my first shot of cum lance up into her, squeezing around my cock inside her pussy and flooding her with hot cum. Why yes She screamed at the top of her lungs, her whole body dissolving into jerks and tremors on top of me until she finally sagged into me like a rag doll. My cock continued to twitch and pump more into her for what felt like an hour before I felt like I was finally getting control of my own body back again. Oh damn baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She mumbled in my ear kissing my neck and earlobe. Oh God, I wanted that so bad. I wanted to do that the other day in your office. Just pull your pants down and fuck you in your chair until you came deep inside me. Oh damn, you feel so good inside me. It's a good thing you didn't. I whispered back. Oh? Why, couldn't handle it. Uh, if you screamed like that the whole factory would have known what we just did. Oh yeah. She said with a giggle. When I get excited I get kind of loud. So I noticed. I answered, sliding my hands around her back letting one stroke her back and the other her ass up under where her skirt had fallen back down. You two should probably dress, we're almost there. Denise called. Oh yeah? Betsy said with a grin. I'd better put those panties back on or I'll be leaking you down my legs all night. While I wouldn't mind it, it would certainly telegraph what we've been doing. I handed her the panties back and she rolled off my cock quickly leaning back and sticking her feet in the air to work the panties over her high heels. She slid them up and then went to work fixing her dress back up while I worked my boxers up over my flagging cock and then worked my pants up. 
Hope you two are decent, because we're here. Denise said as she pulled into the circular drive of one of the big hotels downtown. We are. Betsy answered for the two of us, looking like a Cheshire cat that just got the proverbial mouse. The valet opened the door, letting me climb out first. As Betsy slid out of the car, her skirt slid up again, nearly to her waist, exposing herself from her knees to the top of her mostly shaved mound, the tiny red panties not quite covering all of her curls and clearly showing a dark spot along the crotch. I smiled as she adjusted her stockings, pulling them back up to nearly her crotch in front of the valet, and then smoothing her dress back down. That was a very naughty thing to do. Denise whispered to Betsy across my body as she looped her arm through one of mine, and Betsy took the other. I figured it was the best tip I could give him. She answered with a giggle. Now, sweetie, I'm the designated driver tonight. Feel free to indulge in whatever your little heart desires. Denise said to me as we walked across the flagstone atrium. Anything? I asked curiously. Anything or anyone. I'm sure there will be a lady or two who might want to. Liven up your party. Not a good idea. I answered. I have to work with these people. Uh Uh-huh. And what happens at the party usually stays at the party, as long as it doesn't get too vulgar or you start messing with the wrong husband's wife. She said with a slight laugh. Last year one of the girls down in shipping decided to try and put her moves on an extremely good-looking young woman. Only problem was, it was the VP of sales' new girlfriend. Oh. It was. He didn't know that his new girl was also into young ladies until the two of them were found in a dark corner with their hands under each other's dresses. Well, I'll try to keep my hands under only the right dresses. I answered. And which would those be? Yours and Betsy's? I asked questioningly. Uh Uh-huh. If I were to guess, there are more than a few that would like to see if you'd feel them up. Tell you what. I'll give you a blowjob a day for every pair of wet women's panties you can bring home tonight. You're kidding, right? Uh. And Betsy's and mine don't count, because she already gave you hers, even if you did give them back, and I'm not wearing any. Oh, this is going to be fun to watch. Betsy said as we walked into the brightly decorated ballroom, a number of heads turning to see us. With Betsy in her sexy little red dress on my right arm and Denise in her erotic blue one on my left, we attracted a significant amount of attention, mostly from the younger guys, probably wondering how I managed to score two beauties, but also from quite a number of ladies. One in particular, a tall willowy blonde in a strapless evening gown stared at me all the way across the room to where the three of us decided to sit. Slow music was already playing and a large crowd had gathered, some around the bar, some around the table scattered around the room, and quite a few moving gently on the dance floor. So would you like to ask me to dance? Denise asked quickly. Huh? Uh, sure. I stammered, caught a bit off guard. I figure I need to get mine in early. I suspect you're going to be busy much of the night. I don't see why, but if you say so, I said, holding my hand out to her. I led her to the dance floor, and then did my best to not step on her feet as we did a slow waltz-type step. This simply won't do. Too much space and not enough touching. She said quietly, sliding her arm around me and gently pulling me towards her until our hips were touching. Her chest was gently brushing mine as she swayed to the music, coaxing me to move along with her. Much better. She cooed, leaning forward and putting her chin on my shoulder and letting her head rest against mine. She slid her arms around me and hooked her hands up over my shoulders from my back to hold the two of us together snugly. Very much better. She whispered. Been a long time. I know, she whispered, but you're doing fine. Kind of like having sex. Once you learn, you never forget. And Lordy, you didn't forget. What do you mean? That little, um, meeting we had the other day? Best orgasm I've had in years. Glad you enjoyed it. I answered. Oh, I did. And I hope too many more times if you'll let me. Well, between you and Betsy, I don't think I'm going to have to worry about being bored anymore. You don't know the half of it, sweetie. She whispered. What's that? Nothing. Just thinking out loud. She answered with a smile. She pulled her head back and slipped her arms from around my back and moved them up around my neck. She lifted her head slightly to make up the difference in our height and pressed her lips against mine. Her hot breath breathed into mine as she sighed, her soft wet lips teasing mine gently. Damn you can kiss! I muttered as she broke the embrace with the end of the song. Just something for you to think about tonight. Don't want you to forget just exactly how good I feel to you. Don't worry I want. I answered as I led her back to the table. I was barely back to the table when the willowy blonde I had noticed staring at us when we came in began walking toward me. The room was full of people yet she looked like the only one in the room as she strode purposefully toward me. 
She wore a long white dress, extending nearly to her ankles and then up from her slim waist to her full breasts, the dress cupping and lifting them so that the tops were round and smooth, a deep crevice dipping down between them. The strapless dress hugged her upper body, the satin-looking material sliding around her and showing all her curves, the flowing skirt swishing back and forth as she moved, each step crossing the one before. Damn! I breathed as she aimed her path, winding through the crowd with a distinct goal in mind. Well, well, well. Look who took an interest in you. Denise said quietly as she sat down. Good evening. A little birdie told me you were going to be attending tonight. First time in, let's see, four years I think, or is it five? Yes ma'am, five. I answered the CFO. I'm glad to see you're getting back into the social circuit. I know you got flowers and such from the company, but I've not really had an opportunity to give you my personal condolences on the passing of your wife. Thank you ma'am. I said nervously. I might only be a dozen or so levels below her on the org chart, but... Chatting. With someone of this level always made me nervous, especially when it includes personal topics. Ma'am? Really? That's far too formal for a social event. Please, Michael, call me Evelyn. Yes, ma'am, I mean Evelyn. I said nervously. She took a sip of the glass of wine she held, appearing to use it to hide a tiny smile that crept to her dark red lips. So, are you going to dance with me, or shall we continue to stand here making you more nervous by the second? I've heard you can dance, quite well. Um, of course. Please. I said, holding a hand out towards the dance floor. Although I don't know where you heard I can dance, I feel pretty clumsy on the dance floor. She set the wine glass down on the table and reached out to take my hand, allowing me to guide her somewhat awkwardly from behind her. Of course, I wasn't exactly sure who was really guiding who as we approached the dance floor. In her high heels she was nearly two inches taller than I was, which felt slightly uncomfortable as I held her loosely with one arm and used the other to hold her hand as we danced to the slow tune. It seemed with each step she slipped closer and closer to me until her hip was nearly against mine. You came in with a beautiful entourage tonight, she said quietly, changing the topic. Thank you. I thought they both looked quite attractive. I answered her equally quiet. I have to say, you look quite attractive as well. Ah, uh, now that is a gentleman's response. Is that your honest opinion or is that your socially acceptable reply? She asked, the corners of her lips turning up slightly. I hesitate to give you an honest assessment. I answered with a slightly forced laugh. An honest opinion is the only opinion that matters. I hear far too many gentlemen cloak their answers in what they think I wish to hear and not enough gentlemen willing to express an honest opinion. I've heard you are the later and not the former. I tried to be a straight shooter. I answered wondering where she'd even heard anything about me, let alone about my personality. That's what I've heard around the company. So your assessment? You're not going to let me slide by on that, are you? Not a chance. She said with a soft chuckle. But if it's not what I want to hear you don't have to worry about your job. If I would try try and fire you I'd have a revolt on my hands. A revolt? Oh most definitely. I don't know about men's rooms, but you'd be surprised at the things you hear in a lady's room while they're powdering their noses. Like what? Well let's just limit it to you for the moment. It seems someone made it their goal to try and get you back onto the social circuit, and to that end has been talking up your best traits. So much so that I've wondered if she's exaggerating or if, in fact, she had first-hand knowledge. Oh lord. Betsy. I groaned softly. An inspired guess. Yes, Betsy. She said softly. Now, about your honest assessment of how I look. You really aren't going to let me slide on this? Oh, most assuredly not. She said with a laugh. Especially not when I have you so thoroughly cornered. I sighed deeply and then quietly said, as you walked across the room you looked as good as any supermodel walking a runway in Paris. Now that I ask an assessment. Thank you. She answered, seeming to actually blush slightly. So tell me, how has the adjustment gone? I know when I lost my husband that it seemed to take forever before I didn't look down the hall or call out for him. I think that was the hardest part. I'm sorry I had no idea you had lost your husband. I said, looking quickly to her left hand in mine and seeing a large diamond ring on her finger. I heard her chuckle softly. I know what you're thinking and no, I didn't. I still wear it because it keeps the money-grubbing gold diggers at bay. No, I never found anyone to replace him, and I doubt I ever will. But given the right opportunity, I do still occasionally enjoy the company of a compassionate man. I see. I answered, not exactly sure where this was headed. I was silent now that the music had stopped between songs, but continued to hold her hand as we stood only a few inches apart, feeling a bit awkward. 
A much faster song started, what I had always called a bump and grind number. Oh now this could be interesting, she said with a grin, letting go of my hand and turning to face away from me. She hiked the bottom of her dress up to her knees and backed against me, wiggling and grinding her ass against me as the music picked up intensity. Come on, don't be afraid. Put your hands on my hips and move with me. She practically shouted over the significantly louder music. Following her instructions I put my hands on her hips and tried to move with her as she ground her ass back against me. She started to shimmy lower, drawing her body down until my hands couldn't hold her hips any longer, sliding up the satin sides of the dress until my hands were practically rubbing her breasts. She shimmied back up again, sliding her back up my front until her ass was once again rubbing against my hard cock. That's it. Have some fun with it. You're so stiff. Loosen up a bit. I'm not used to dancing this way, and to be honest, with you moving this way it's hard to keep my hands where they belong. I said back over the loud music. Then don't worry about where your hands go. If they go where I don't want, I'll move them. She shouted back as she started to shimmy down my body again. My hands once again slipped from her hips, up her sides each time she twisted her body the front of her dress sliding around so that my hands were cupping first one breast through the dress and then the other. She did this quite a few times before she shimmied up again, the song finally fading away and ending. Who? Hot now? She said, standing in front of me and fanning her face with her hands. This dress isn't exactly made for that kind of dancing. You seem to do okay in it. I answered as a, thankfully, much slower song started. The older, couples that had vacated the dance floor with the last song started to filter back onto the floor, and Evelyn slipped back up to me. She faced me and wrapped both hands around my neck, arching her back slightly and pressing her thighs against mine as she began to slowly sway to the music. This is much better, isn't it? She asked softly as I moved my hands to her hips and followed her motions. I slowly moved us around a spot on the dance floor, the tiny movements of our feet making progress slow, but at the same time, either of us in any hurry to go any place. I'm having a very nice time with you. How about you? Well, aside from being nervous, yeah, I'm doing okay. Why are you nervous? She asked with a smile. Just because I play at work on a higher level than you do? I'm still just a woman, and tonight that's all I want to be. Since I seem to have to prove that to you, what shall I do to prove it? Take you into the corner and make out with you? I nearly choked. I'm sorry. I said as I regained my composure following that comment. You want to take me into the corner and make out with me? Seriously? You can pick from anyone in this room, most of them a lot richer than I am. Rich isn't what I'm looking for. I don't need for money. You have something much more valuable. You're genuine, you're a gentleman, and if you don't mind me saying. She said, leaning forward to whisper to me. I think you're actually quite handsome and sexy. I wouldn't mind one bit letting you take me home with you tonight. That time I did choke, bringing a giggle from her lips. Does it surprise you that someone of my stature in the company wants to be taken to bed by a sexy man? Um, no, just that, well, we don't know each other at all. All I know of you is what I've read in the company news and a few minutes dancing with you. You can't know much more about me. On the contrary, I know a lot about you. I know that you're alone and available. I know that you're intelligent. I know that you're dedicated. I also know that you're gentle. I know that you're sexy. I know that you feel good against my body, and I know. She said before sliding her head next to mine to whisper in my ear that the other day you made love to Miss Fencing in the conference room. I jerked my head back and stared at her deep blue eyes, looking for any indication of what she wanted or intended. Yes, I know. I told you, you'd be surprised what a woman hears in the ladies' room. In this particular case it was about a certain unnamed engineer that took Miss Fencing in the conference room after a meeting. From what I heard, she enjoyed the hell out of it too. Now it doesn't take a genius to put that and your appearance here with her together. She said quietly. I didn't know that what Denise and I did was common knowledge. Oh, it isn't. Just that a certain young lady from the financial department was lamenting that she missed out on what sounded like a very nice little encounter. Damn. I breathed quietly. Don't worry, it's only known in small circles, and in her defense, she was only upset that she didn't stay to partake. But still. But still, so you have a proven track record as a spectacular lover, and with all those other sweet things I said and honestly meant, yes I'd like to take you into the corner and make out, or even better, let you take me home and have your way with me all night long. I appreciate that. I don't think I've ever quite been propositioned by anyone as good-looking as you, in fact, I don't think I've ever been propositioned like this period. The idea is actually pretty appealing. You have me pretty turned on, and I'd very much like to see what you look like out of this dress, 
but I did come with Denise and Betsy. It would be much too rude of me to switch dates in mid-party. I'd love to take a rain check though, if you're willing. You know, I think that makes you even more attractive to me, not less. A true gentleman. Yes, I'll take a rain check. How about a completely surprise unscheduled visit some night me you your house? I think that would be very nice. I answered back to her still smiling face. You wouldn't believe how wet I am right now. I can't remember the last time I was this turned on, and I'm not even going home with you. I'm sorry you're going to be left hanging. That wasn't my intention. I'd do something if I could. Lord, you just keep getting better and better. She whispered. Come with me. She turned, looping her arm into one of mine and then guided me, quickly and purposefully out of the ballroom. She led me down the hall toward the pool area in the indoor courtyard and pool. To my shock she turned and pulled me right into the ladies' room that was near the pool area. Thankfully it seemed we were the only ones in the restroom as she guided me to the last stall, the handicap stall, and tugged me inside, closing the door behind us. You know? She whispered as her hands began fumbling with my belt. I haven't done anything like this since I was a teenager. I'm still not sure what it is we're doing. I said even though I could guess. Just playing. She said as she undid my pants the rest of the way and pushed them down, revealing my blue silk boxers. Oh those are sexy. She said as she used the hem of the leg holes to gently tug them down, sliding them all the way down to my knees, exposing my semi-hard cock. Your turn. She said, standing up and turning around, pulling her long blonde hair to the side to expose the small zipper going down her back. You sure? I asked as I reached for the small zipper pull. Uh-huh. She answered. Don't worry, I won't spoil Denise's fun unless you asked me to. As soon as she felt the zipper slide down to the end she pushed the dress down, exposing her whole body except for a tiny white pant eye and a white strapless bra. Before turning back around to face me, she looked over her shoulder with a wicked little grin and reached behind her back and unclipped the bra strap, letting it snap around her body. She dropped the bra and then turned back to face me, her firm round breasts and rock-hard nipples fully exposed. She quickly pushed her panties down over her hips, revealing a little well-trimmed bush of trimmed blonde curls. She continued to push the panties down until she could step out of them and the dress pulled around her legs. She dropped the panties on the pile and then raised her hands above her head, resting them on top of her head as she slowly turned a slow circle for me. What do you think? I think you must do a lot of yoga or Pilates or whatever. I answered as I surveyed her obviously athletic body. Well, thank you. I try hard to stay in shape. Your shape is very nice. I answered as she came back around to face me and then put her arms down, reaching for my cock as she stepped toward me. Tell you what, you can do anything you want to me, any way you want to. I'm all yours. All I ask is that you make me climax before you're done with me. In exchange, I'll give you a Christmas present you'll never forget. She whispered as she began to slowly stroke my cock. At that point my hands began to think on their own reaching out for her body and wrapping one arm around her while the other hand slid down to the blonde curls. I lowered my head to one of her very firm breasts and flicked the nipple with my tongue, bringing a shudder from her body. Goodness. I can't remember being this excited since I was a teenager. She whispered as my fingers curled down between her legs and stroked the length of her wet slit. Her soft inner lips protruded significantly and were easily spread by my finger. I stroked from the entrance to her tunnel to her hard little clit, stroking my finger across it before moving back down for another stroke. Her hand stroked on my hard cock in time with my finger my shaft growing harder and fatter by the second. Oh, darling, you have such talented hands and mouth. If you do as good with this big cock a girl could be in heaven with you. She whispered. I continued to lick her nipple, drawing the whole front of her breast into my mouth so I could swirl my tongue around her areola and hard nipple, my fingers never stopping their trip up and down her wet pussy. Oh my god. I think you're going to make me come. Too soon. I don't want to stop yet. She moaned softly. Fuck me. Fuck me with this cock. In response I let her tits slip from my lips with a loud slurp and then turned her to face away from me. She quickly bent over, resting both hands on the stainless bar on the wall while she moved her feet apart. I stepped up to her bare ass and rubbed my engorged and excited cock head up and down her slit, spreading her juices on it before slowly pushing it into the entrance of her tunnel. Oehhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhhh
her pussy tightly holding me as little ripples ran up and down the length of her vaginal walls. Holding her hips I began to slide in and out of her, my shaft sliding almost all the way out of her before pushing quickly back into her. Time and again I drove into her. I heard her making little moaning sounds and her legs trembled after only a few short minutes of stroking. But I wasn't going to last long either, and as much as my mind told me to stop and pull out, my cock drove me to continue, and continue I did, until my body suddenly jerked, slamming hard into her and unloading the first shot of cum deep into her pussy. Oh yes yes yes! She moaned loudly as my cock spurted time after time, each time associated with a new spasm driving my hips against her ass and my cock deep into her pussy. Oh lord yes! She squeaked quietly as we stood there, breathing heavily, my cock slowly starting to soften inside her. After what seemed like five minutes she leaned over and pulled some toilet paper from the roll and covered her pussy with it before pulling off of me, catching the flood that it released. She squatted down in front of me and leaned her head toward me, closing her mouth around my softening cock, slowly licking and sucking our combined juices from it. Oh damn! I groaned softly as she continued licking and sucking. She continued her ministrations until I started to harden again, only then letting me slip from her mouth. That was fun, been a long time since I was with anyone I felt like I could be naughty with. She said with a little giggle as she tossed the wad of toilet paper into the toilet. I'm afraid I got lipstick all over you though. Yeah, it looks like it. I agreed, looking down at my partially hard dick with a ring of red around the base. She picked up her panties and then used them to wipe the red from my cock, her motions practically caressing it as she cleaned all traces of her lipstick off. Can't have you go back to your lady friends with someone else's lipstick on your cock, can we? I guess not. I agreed as she finally stood back up holding the red-tinted panties. Well, guess I'm not wearing these again. She said with another giggle. I bet none of the men out there tonight will even realize that I'm not wearing panties, but you'll know. She said with a grin as she squatted down again. She pulled my boxers and pants up and didn't begin to dress herself until she had me fully respectable again. She put her bra on and then stepped into her dress, turning so I could zip it up. Thank you, kind sir. She said with a grin. Then her face got serious for a moment. I truly hope we can do something like this again. You made me feel almost like a teenager again. I like that. Me too. I whispered back. She reached over and flushed the toilet and then opened the door, checking to see if the coast was clear, as if we could change things if it wasn't. She led me by the hand out of the stall to the door just as it opened from the outside. Oh, sorry. A lady said as she stepped into the room, glaring at me as Evelyn led me past her without a word. That was so fun. Evelyn giggled as she led me by the arm back to the ballroom. Anytime you want to play again, come see me. I have an office begging to be christened. You sure that's wise? Sweetie, I'm the CFO. What are they going to do, fire me? Those stuck-up assholes on the board would be too busy fantasizing that it was them to bother doing anything about it. She said with a hearty laugh. She led me across the room to where Denise and Betsy were sitting, finishing some plates of food of various kinds. Ladies, thank you for letting me borrow your escort. I can tell you he is a true gentleman and if I were you, I'd take good care of him before someone steals him away. With that she walked away, her hips swaying, and her pussy bare under the dress, having just stuffed her panties in my coat pocket before turning to leave. Well, well, well. Did you two have fun? Denise asked as I dropped into the chair next to them. I guess you could say that. By the way, did you know that our little exploits of the other day are floating around the rumor mill, only with not so much rumor to it? I asked. Oh goodness. Denise said softly, her cheeks turning red. And she knew? Uh Uh-huh. I answered her. I think I need a drink. How about you too? Just soda water for me. I'm driving. Denise said. I'll come with you. Betsy said, getting up from her chair. On the way back from the bar I got a plate of food and the three of us sat and chatted while I finished eating. So my turn to dance now? Betsy asked with a smile. Sure, why not? I said, getting up, feeling a little more rejuvenated after a drink and some food. I spent quite a few dances with Betsy, alternating between grinding herself against me and trying to coax my hands up under the short skirt in the middle of the dance floor. I finally gave in and spent most of one slow dance with my fingers between her lips, slowly stroking her wet pussy and teasing her clit until she was almost ready to climax right in the middle of the dance floor. Do it. Make me come. She whispered urgently, turning to face me and pressing her tits against my chest as the song started to draw to a close. With a chuckle I slid my finger back under her panties and flicked my finger back and forth across her clit, holding her tightly to me so she didn't sag too much as her legs and arms trembled. 
I felt her chest heaving against mine as I pulled my hand from her pussy and allowed the post-orgasmic sensations to work their way from her body. Thankfully the next song was also a slow song, and we were able to remain relatively unobserved while she regained her composure. I say relatively because Betsy hadn't fully recovered when a pretty hot-looking young woman walked up, tapped her on the shoulder and asked if she could cut in. Sure, Betsy said as she slipped out of my arms. I think I need to sit down for a few minutes anyway. Most definitely, the new young lady said as she stepped up to me. Shall we dance? Uh, sure. I said as I held my hands out to take hers, but instead she slipped right up against me and pressed her rather full chest to me and wrapped her arms around my waist. You don't recognize me, do you? She asked quietly as we started dancing, her hips pushing against mine as we swayed in time to the music. She was only a couple inches shorter than my six feet, but then she had on at least four or five inch yellow high heels that matched her short yellow cocktail dress. The dress, only coming down to mid-thigh, seemed to be made of a relatively stretchy material that clung to her body snugly as it flowed up over her hips and thin stomach. It covered her chest, and then angled up over one shoulder, leaving the other bare. Her dark brown hair was shoulder length but was filled with lots of large curls that cascaded one over another. I'd like to say yes, but I really don't. I answered honestly. Well, that's nice actually. I'd rather not look like I usually do at work. Jeans and t-shirts aren't flattering. She said with a grin. Does that help? I looked at her quizzically for a few moments. Stacy? Shipping? Wondering if this was the same young woman from down in shipping that always personally brought my packages up to my office. Oh, very good. She answered. I'd hate to think I wasn't at least a little memorable. Oh, you are that. I answered, remembering how she always leaned onto my desk and pushed her chest out at me, almost as if teasing me to reach out and touch her. She was also one of the ladies at work that had asked me out in the last few months, Stacy asking me out to a movie, which I politely declined. You just look very different. Different good or bad? Now that's a loaded question. If I say good then that implies that you look bad at work, which you don't, and if I say bad then it implies I don't appreciate the efforts you went to to look very soft and feminine, which you do. So if you don't mind I'll just say pleasantly different. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. She said with a sweet smile. So this might not be a movie, but at least I'm getting to dance with you. This is true. I answered, quite unsure of what to talk about. So I have to ask. Any particular reason for not going out with me? My tits are too small, my eyes too big, that sort of thing. Well, you're what, 25 at most? I asked. Half my age? Oh, now that I ask a compliment. I'm 32. Still young for someone my age. I always felt that age didn't really matter. It was more how you felt about a person that mattered. But I know that you turned down everyone that asked you out, not just me, so I won't be offended. She said as she pressed herself more tightly against my chest. Now that you have your hands on me, how are you going to get my panties off of me? She whispered, leaning her face close to me, her cheek pressing softly against mine. What? How? I mean, what? I stammered stupidly. That's easy, silly. Those of us who care already know what Denise dared you to do. So now that I know, how will you get me to take my panties off? Or are you going to just reach under my dress right here and pull them down? I, I mean, oh geez. You're so adorable when you blush. Just like that time I asked you if you were looking down my t-shirt in your office. You blushed so red, I loved it. Tell you what, if you want to look down the top of my dress now, I won't tell anyone. She whispered just loud enough I could hear her over the music. What you want me to just undress you right here? Oh, that would be bad, wouldn't it? No, I don't think you want to do that. But I do know someplace we can slip away to, if you really want to peek. She clearly wanted me to see, and I had a feeling that if I said no, then sooner or later she'd find a way to give me a good look anyway. Sure, why not? You could be a little more enthusiastic. A girl likes to be wooed into showing her best parts. She said, with a grin, making no move to do anything but continue to sway to the music against my body. You want to be wooed? I asked quietly. Uh-huh. I want to hear how your bedroom voice is. I've heard you're really good in the sack, well at least on the conference table, but I'd kind of like to hear how you'd seduce a sweet young thing like me into your lair of sexual ecstasy. She said with a giggle. Well, that does sound specific. I answered, digesting her comments. All right. I said as I slid my hands down to cup her but through the dress and give her cheeks a gentle squeeze and lean my head closer to her ear to whisper. Tell me, which would you prefer? 
Would you prefer that I take you over behind yon Christmas tree, slowly slide your dress up until I can remove each piece of clothing under it, leaving you nude beneath it? Or would you prefer that I spirit you away to the courtyard, find a nice lounge chair by the pool and lay you in it while I kiss and lick my way up your body, taking each piece of clothing I come to off until you're completely naked and at the mercy of my fingers and tongue? I whispered before gently kissing the base of her neck. Oh, now both of those sound quite interesting, but I'm not quite sold yet. Tell me, just exactly what would you do with my body in that lounge chair? Hmm, after I take all your clothes off, leaving you completely naked to anyone who wanted to come watch, I'd lick and suck your pussy until you couldn't help but climax in a loud noticeable way. Oh, you really wouldn't do that to me, would you? I know how. I whispered back. Em, what would you do if I said do it, strip me bare out there and lick my hot pussy until I came in a screaming orgasm? Well, I guess I'd just take you out there and do it. I am a man of my word after all. As much as I would love to feel your tongue dive into my pussy and lick me to that screaming orgasm, I may have to take a rain check on it. I'm not quite sure I'm ready for such a public display. However, if you'd like to take me behind yon Christmas tree and take my panties off, well, you're welcome to do whatever you want to what you expose, as long as it doesn't get too public. Excellent choice. I whispered, stopping our dance and turning to guide her across the dance floor towards where a number of artificial Christmas trees had been set up in a small grove of trees, each overlapping the next so you had to wander around between them to get through to the other side. I led her around two or three trees, blocking us from view from the dance floor and food tables. So, I've wondered what you look like without those jeans and t-shirts. Looks like I'm going to find out. I said with a grin as I knelt down on one knee in front of her. I reached for the hem of her dress and slowly eased it up, exposing more and more of her bare skin and then the tiny yellow thong panty she had on. I didn't stop there, but slowly pushed the dress up, leaning my face toward her and gently kissing her stomach as it was exposed. I pushed and kissed her dress up until the white strapless bra came into view. We really don't need this, do we? I asked quietly, holding her dress up with one hand and reaching behind her to undo the clasp of the bra with the other. As soon as the hooks were freed the elastic snapped back to shape and the whole bra fell from her round breasts allowing them to sag down a bit, her nipples, now exposed, pointing upward in front of me. I leaned my face toward her breasts and sucked one nipple into my mouth, teasing around the hard nipple with my tongue. Oh, that's a nice surprise. She cooed as she wrapped her arms around my head and gently pulled my face harder to her tit. I released her dress, letting it rest on my head as I sucked her nipple, and slid my hands down her body, catching the strings over her hips that held the tiny triangle of yellow in place, and pulled them down over her hips. I continued to slide her panty down her legs to her ankles. She gently stepped out of them and settled her feet back on the ground a little farther apart giving me access to her shaved mound and lips. Oh, that's nice too. She whispered as my fingers stroked between her legs and across her soft lips. I pressed my fingers deeper between her soft lips, pressing them up between them until I could feel them press against her pubic bone, and then slowly stroked back and forth, letting the side of my finger drag across her hard clit with each stoke. Oh, yeah. That's really nice. She moaned in a soft, quavering voice. But you better stop before you have me coming all over your hand. That was the idea. I said as I pulled my face from her breast, her dress falling back down between us. I'd just as soon save that for someplace a bit more private. She panted as she reached down to me to tug me up. I leaned down, collected her panties and bra from the floor, stuffed the panties into my coat pocket, and then held the bra out for her. I think we'll just leave it here for later. Who knows, maybe someone else will get the same idea and we'll end up with a tree decorated with bras and panties. She said with a giggle as she took the bra and draped it over the branch of one of the trees. You look a lot sexier in that dress without the bra. I said quietly as I lead her back out of the tree grove and onto the floor. I think it's just because you know I'm naked under it. She whispered back. Maybe, but the shipping department isn't ever going to be the same again. Just wait till I walk into your office, throw off all my clothes and fuck you silly. She answered, flashing me a wide grin. You wouldn't really do that, would you? I asked her, suddenly worried that she really might. You know, I wouldn't have, until now. Yeah, I think one of these days I will, and you won't even know it's coming until I start pulling my clothes off. She answered with a devilish grin. Oh lord. I said under my breath, wondering what sexy little monster I just woke up. Well, you have my panties, and I'll have you later, so I'll let some other hot spicy little thing have a turn with you. She whispered before giving me a little kiss on the cheek. You'll have me later? What does that mean? Oh, nothing. She said with a grin. Enjoy yourself? 
she added before she let go of me and walked away, wiggling her ass at me as she disappeared into the crowd. Well, sexy, what are you doing out here alone? I heard a voice say from behind me. I turned and saw Amanda standing a few feet away. She wore a black leather dress, well, sort of a dress. It was a black leather collar, with a small silver padlock on the front. A series of inch-wide strips of shiny black leather extended down from her neck, arrayed around the top edge of the otherwise strapless and sleeveless shiny leather dress. Her breasts were cupped in the dress, pushing up and squeezing together to create a sexy chocolate V of cleavage. The dress extended down to her thighs, the shiny black leather hugging her form snugly, following all her curves. You like? She asked, turning a circle so I could see her all the way around. The back of the dress had a gap about an inch or two wide from top to bottom, tied from side to side with a zigzag of black string. It was definitely clear that there was only the tiniest of black lace panties under the dress, only the thin lace keeping the cleft between her chocolate cheeks from being exposed. Wow. That's a pretty, hum, revealing dress. Thank you? I think it highlights my best assets. She answered with a grin. So back to you. What are you doing out here alone? She continued, stepping up next to me and wrapping an arm around me as she turned herself to press her chest to mine. You still got that little key? You can use it now if you'd like. Oh? Yeah, I still have it, but I'm not sure this is the place. Hmm, well maybe you want to go someplace better. She asked me suggestively, grinding her hips against mine. Other than a bedroom, I'm not sure there is an appropriate place for what you're suggesting. Well, we can arrange that. This is a hotel after all. She said with wicked little grin, her tongue slipping out of her mouth and swiping the tip across her upper lip. This is definitely a side of you I've never seen before. Honey, there are lots of parts and sides you haven't seen, and I'm offering you the chance to experience every inch, inside and out. Um, wow. I, thank you. But I might have to take a rain check on that. Oh, too bad. I was kind of hoping you'd add my sexy little panties to your collection. What collection? I asked innocently. Oh, sweetie. She whispered, reaching a hand into my pocket and pulling out two pairs of panties. What are these? Kleenex? She asked, lifting them to her nose. Oh, definitely not. These smell of hot wet pussy. Just like mine. Oh, yeah? So, how about you collect my panties? All you have to do is unlock this little lock and I'll strip bare for you and put my panties in your pocket for you. I love being naughty. The naughtier the better. I'm not sure I'm quite ready for you to do that right here. Then tell me what to do. Tell me to take my panties off and bring them to you in my teeth. She whispered huskily. Tell me what to do, the naughtier the better. All right. Take your panties off for me. No, not like that, honey. More like go sit on that table and stick your legs in the air and slide your panties off so everyone can see your wet exposed pussy. Fine. Go find a table to sit on and take your panties off so everyone can see your pussy. I said with a sigh. Oh, H, sweetie. That's perfect. She answered with a very devilish grin. She pulled her body from against mine and tugged my arm toward the bar. We wove our way through the crowd on the dance floor to the bar at one end of the room. She half jumped, half hoisted herself up to sit on the bar, the two bartenders, one woman and one guy, both looking surprised. Amanda wiggled her ass on the bar, working the panties down over her ass. She leaned back, sticking her legs in the air, and pushing her panties down her legs. She slid the material up her mesh hose-covered legs and then off, letting her legs spread wide apart to fully expose her pussy for several seconds before closing them and dropping her legs. She slid off the bar and stepped the two feet to where I was standing and stuffed the panties down the front of my pants, squeezing my cock as she did. Thanks. I think that was just, um, fine. Oh, sweetie. If you only knew. I'm so wet and horny. Take me off someplace and fuck me. I'm not sure I'm quite ready for that. I answered, noting all the people still staring at us. But I'm sure after that show, you'll find someone to fill that need. If you insist. She said with a pout. But I'll be around if you change your mind and want to use that key. Maybe later. I said, giving her a gentle kiss on the forehead. All right. I'll be waiting. She whispered before letting go and starting to walk out into the crowd. Fuel. I said with a huge breath. I shrugged at the two bartenders and walked around the bar to the wall of floor to ceiling windows that overlooked the lake far below. I stood and wondered just exactly how she could expose herself so easily like that. I dug into my pants and pulled the panties out of my underwear and stuffed them into my pocket. Well, that was an interesting show. A woman said as she stepped up next to me. She was about my height, a very large set of full round breasts, 
a thin waist and a medium-sized butt, all encased in a form-fitting satin strapless gown. I wondered briefly how the dress managed to stay up and hold those huge globes of creamy flesh, each one the size of a cantaloupe. Hi. I suppose we can go over by the Christmas tree grove so I can take your panties off. I said with a quiet sigh. I was starting to get tired of the constant stream of good-looking women trying to get me to take their panties off. Not that I minded doing it, but I like to enjoy the after part as well. Oh? Now that is an interesting proposition. Let me introduce myself first. I'm Edna Franklin, you know, wife of Mr. Roger Franklin, as in C.O. Franklin. Oh shit. I groaned. I just propositioned the company CEO's wife. She chuckled softly. I have to admit it was an interesting icebreaker. I'm not sure I'd recommend it for everyone, but then it seemed to work extremely well for that young lady in the black dress. I've seen a few unusual things at these parties, especially after the drinks have been flowing a while, but that, well that was a unique show. Who, Amanda? Oh yeah. I agreed, blushing at the idea that I had been associated with her little exposition. So tell me, what makes a girl sit on a bar and take her panties off and stuff them down your pants? Edna asked, turning to face me as she stepped close enough for her big round tits to press against my arm. I felt her hand reach into my coat pocket and draw out the black satin panties along with more. Hmm. Now this is interesting. More than one pair? Seems you've been making quite a collection here. It's really not what you think. I protested quietly. Really? Just what am I thinking? That I'm some kind of underwear kink or pervert or something. I'd have to say I was thinking something along those lines. So if it's not that, just what is it? She asked, holding three pairs of panties in front of me. Well, it's a long story as compared to being considered some kind of pervert by the wife of the company president. Yeah, I suppose that is stupid. Okay, short version. I lost my wife a few years ago and a few of the ladies at work decided it was time for me to start dating again. It seems that part of their little plan was for them to get me to collect their panties. I see, and what were you supposed to do once you collected them? They hadn't gotten around to telling me that part. So far Denise is promising to give me a blow job a day for every pair I collect, but I think they have something more planned if I know them. Well, that sounds like an interesting situation. Collecting panties could be a rather fun way to get to know the ladies, couldn't it? It looks like you've gotten a chance to play with a few already. Have you gotten to do more than just collect their panties? Oh, a little. I answered, blushing. She tucked all the pairs of panties in her hand back into my pocket except for the black pair, which she waved in front of my face for a few moments before drawing them to her own face. Smells like she was excited for more than just taking her panties off. Now why do you suppose she was so turned on? I have no idea. Oh, I doubt that. I have a hunch she knew exactly what you had tucked away in here she said as she dropped her hand and rubbed my semi-hard cock through my pants with the black panties. Now I wonder, if it's good enough for her to sit on that counter and pull them off for you like that, trying to entice you to take her, there or anywhere, maybe I should let you make good on your proposal. Oh, that isn't necessary. I answered, worried about losing my job. Oh, I'm sure it isn't, but the question is, would it be worth my while? She said in a soft, sultry voice, her hand rubbing up and down the growing bulge in my slacks. From what I've felt so far, and the number of pairs of panties in your pocket, it would seem that it might very well be worth my time. Mrs. Franklin. Edna she interrupted. Edna, playing with a few single ladies at work is one thing, but I really don't want to lose my job, and playing with the CEO's wife sounds like a good way to get the boot. Now you either have very little faith in me, or you just don't think I'm good-looking enough for it to be worth taking a chance. Which is it, not good-looking or just no faith that I wouldn't tell my husband? Ma'am, Edna, it isn't your looks, by any means. I just don't want to do something that would jeopardize my career. I see, so if you could, without jeopardizing your career, take my panties off, you would? I felt like a trap was about to be sprung. I thought for all the time I had, the briefest of moments, to find a way out of this that wouldn't cost me. She had to see the concerned look on my face, or the smoke coming out of my ears as I struggled to see if there were a gentlemanly solution. Well then. From your silence it would appear you would prefer not to take that chance. Pity, I was thinking that it might be fun to let you explore my breasts while you strip me naked. Oh yes, it would definitely be more than my panties. If I'm going to let a man have my panties, it would be much more than that. Not that I let just any man into my panties. In fact, you would only be the third, or fourth if you include my high school sweetheart. But if you don't think you're man enough to undress and pleasure me. Here came the other shoe, so to speak. 
There was no doubt in my mind exactly where this was headed. I only needed to wait a few more heartbeats for her to complete the sentence that would put me in an untenable position. Well then I suppose I wouldn't have much choice but to tell my husband about your propositioning me. Such a shame too, with your cock feeling so good I was kind of looking forward to seeing what you could do with it. So, if I don't take you someplace and fuck you, you tell your husband I propositioned you? Isn't that kind of blackmail? First off, I'm not demanding anything, just making a business proposal. You get to undress me and play with the parts you find attractive, and when you're done you get to add my panties to your collection. For me, well I get to enjoy you making me climax and then probably forget exactly where and how I lost my panties. So we're basically propositioning each other? I asked as her hand moved to transfer the black panties from her right hand to the left hand holding her small red clutch. Propositioning sounds so crude. I'd like to think of it as an enjoyable business association. She cooed softly, her now empty hand worming its way down my pants, her wrist trapped by my belt as her fingers closed around my hard cock. You know I haven't been with anyone since I married my husband. It might be fun to play on the side once. I clearly don't have to worry about an angry wife coming to hunt me down, and there isn't much chance of you coming back wanting a more in-depth relationship, so it seems this is the perfect opportunity for a little vacation, so to speak. Besides, feeling your cock has my pussy dripping wet. You're not about to let me off the hook here, are you? Am I forcing you? No, not really. I wouldn't really tell my husband you propositioned me any more than I'd tell him I had my hand down your pants. No, this is purely voluntary. I'd like to think I'm still good enough looking to entice a man my own age to undress me, suck on my boobs and give me a nice orgasm. How about it? Interested? No repercussions? No repercussions. We'll be discreet, have some fun and go our separate ways, and you'll be able to add a pair of very special panties to the pairs already in your pocket. She whispered huskily. So how about it? My pussy is dying to be touched. We probably don't want to do it in the open. Don't worry. She said cutting me off. Meet me in the lobby in three minutes. Don't be late. She said curtly as she slipped her hand from my pants and turned to walk away. I watched her walk along the length of the glass wall, her fanny swinging sexily as she strode away, Amanda's black panties still held in her left hand along with the little red clutch purse she had. She turned and walked into the grove of artificial Christmas trees, disappearing from sight. I guess I'd better follow suit. I mumbled to myself as I turned to walk the direction she had gone. It took me over a minute to get through the grove of trees and to the main door to the ballroom. I stepped out into the lobby and saw her standing at the elevator, waiting. I walked up without a word and stood next to her until the doors opened. She stepped in, turning to face out as I stepped in behind her. The doors closed and she pushed the two-button on the panel. It was only one floor up, but it seemed to take forever before the doors opened again, my own nervousness starting to grow inside me. Messing with the CEO's wife wasn't the smartest thing I'd ever done, and may rank up there as one of the stupidest, which made me wonder just exactly why I was doing it. We stepped out and I followed her down the corridor to a door where she paused. She dug in her purse and pulled out, not a hotel electronic key, but a real metal key, which she slid easily into the lock. She turned the key and stepped through the door, holding it open for me. It wasn't until I was stepping through the door to a large plush office, not a hotel room with a bed, that I realized the name plate on the door said, E. Franklin. President AKR Properties. President? I asked in surprise as she used one hand to ease me forward enough to close the door, the deadbolt closing with a loud thunk. Oh yes. My husband is a busy man, which leaves me plenty of time to dabble in my love, real estate. I own or control over 27 hotels across four states. She said as she walked over to the big wooden desk. She set the panties and her purse down on the edge of the desk and turned to face me. So, what shall it be? The desk, the chair, or the sofa? Or would you rather just throw me on the ground and fuck me in the middle of the office floor? I really don't know. I answered nervously. She pushed off the desk and stepped slowly toward me, taking long seconds to close the gap between where she had been resting her but against the front of the desk and where I stood, barely inside the door. She reached for my hands as she approached and then stepped back again gently coaxing me to follow her deeper into the office. She stopped a few feet from the desk but continued to pull my hands until she had them past her body. Only then did she let go of them and move her own arms up around my neck. I think we're both nervous. I feel kind of like a schoolgirl again making out for the first time. She whispered as I gently closed my arms around her body. I gently let my hands roam up and down her back, from her bare upper back and shoulders to the round beginnings of her but while she stood, 
looking into my eyes, gently chewing on her own lip nervously. I finally worked up the courage to undo the tiny zipper that ran up her back, slowly pulling the little tab down from the top of the dress all the way down to the middle of her back and even over the top of her butt. I slid my hands up her back again, feeling bare skin from the V of the dress to the strap of the bra around her body. I let my fingers close on the bra clasp, and deftly flicked each of the four tiny metal hooks out of their loops, freeing the elastic material to snap around her body. Now that was smooth. She whispered quietly. Uh-huh. I answered as I slid my hands back to her hips, gently pushing her body away from mine a few inches so that the dress was no longer trapped between her big tits and my chest. I pushed down on the red satin, sliding it easily over her hips and tugging the whole top of the dress down at the same time. The dress suddenly slid of its own accord down her body, pooling around her legs. She tilted her face up toward mine and leaned in, pressing her now bare tits against my chest and her soft lips against mine. I felt her kiss, nervous at first, become more sensual as the seconds passed, her lips almost hungrily sucking at mine each time she withdrew her tongue from my mouth. My hands wandered her back, sliding over the bare skin from her neck to her waist, where the elastic band of the pantyhose got in the way. I slipped my fingers into the waistband of her pantyhose and gently pushed down, sliding the thin material over her hips and catching her panties with my fingers at the same time. I eased both layers of material down as far as my arms could reach, using my fingertips to push them as far down her thighs as I could. I slid my hands back up to her back and slowly turned us, almost like two dancers in an incredibly tight embrace, working our feet in tiny steps until I could feel her desk chair against the back of my legs. I turned her her mouth still eagerly devouring my lips, until her bare thighs were pressed to the edge of the wooden desk. I moved my hands around from her back to worm between us, gently cupping both her breasts where they pressed against my chest. I gently pushed back, forcing her to release my neck as I started kissing my way down her jaw and neck. Oh God! She whispered as my kisses worked slowly over her collarbone and began inching down her left breast. Oh my yes! She hissed gently, letting her arms slide from around my neck and reach back to prop herself on the edge of the desk, my kisses having reached her hard nipples. Her tits were full and round, sagging somewhat, but not unattractively so. She had large, dark brown areola with fat protruding nipples centered in each one, each nipple easily as big around as my pinky finger. I closed my lips around the whole front of her left breast and sucked, drawing the soft flesh into my mouth and swirling my tongue around and around her nipple. Oh God, that feels good. She moaned as I gently closed my teeth around her nipple and pulled, stretching it before it snapped through my teeth, allowing her whole tit to snap back to where it wanted to hang, the rock-hard nipple pointing up toward me. I gently kissed my way across to the other breast and sucked it into my mouth flicking her nipple with my tongue as I gently eased her back onto the desk, my hands sliding down her nude body to cup her bare ass and lift her slightly. Her high heels fell to the carpet as I gently used my face glued to her tit to push her back, her legs coming up and trying to wrap around me, but still restrained by the pantyhose. I let go of her tit with my mouth, her body now leaning more backwards than sitting up, and stepped back to her chair, sitting down heavily in it as my hands reached for her thighs. With me no longer between her legs I slid my hands to where I had left the pantyhose and slowly peeled the clingy material down her legs, pulling the red satin and lace panties down her legs at the same time. She stuck her knees up for me, her legs bent so that I could roll the material over her knees and then down her calves, finally pulling it from her feet. She stuck her feet in the air, her legs still pressed together as I dropped the pantyhose on the floor by the chair. I rolled the chair closer to the desk and lifted my hands back to her legs, closing around her thighs and pressing to keep her legs together. You know, you have a very, very sexy looking pussy. I told her softly as I admired her fat outer lips and the protruding soft inner lips sticking from between her legs. I'm not sure if I want to lick it or just pull my pants down and slide my cock into it. Oh hey there, but choose one please. She practically begged. With a little grin to myself I slipped my hands around her legs, continuing to slid my hand between her legs until I could spread them wide, my arms looping around her thighs as I eased my face down to her wet pussy. I gently stroked my tongue across her lips, tasting her tangy wetness before pressing my tongue between her soft pussy lips. I pressed my tongue deep into her pussy, driving the tip into her tunnel opening before slowly dragging it up her pussy, running the tip across her pubic bone and then sliding it out the very end of her pussy, flicking across her hard clit. Oh God! She gasped as my tongue found her clit again and began to circle around it slowly teasing it with just the tip. I let go of her thigh with my left hand and slid it back around, pressing my palm against her ass with my finger gently stroking the very bottom of her pussy and the tiny strip of sensitive space between there, 
and her puckered anus. I continued to tease her pussy, my tongue working across and around her clit while I stroked the other end of her tunnel, her body withering on the desk at my touch, her moans growing louder with each passing minute. Suspecting she was growing closer to climax, I slid my finger up higher and slowly pushed it into her tunnel, her soft confines squeezing around my finger as I pushed it deeper, not stopping until it was to the last knuckle. I rotated my hand over and curled my finger up, reaching for and finding the top of her tunnel. With my tongue still assaulting her clit, I began to stroke my finger in and out rapidly, curling my finger up with each stroke to rub along the top of her tunnel in places even a cock has trouble really teasing. Using the one arm I still had wrapped around her thigh, I tried to hold her down as she began to urgently buck her hips against my face and finger, her moans and cries growing in volume and urgency. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. God, I'm going to come. She squealed loudly. Oh fucking A. God, here it comes. Her whole body bucked against my face, her hands gripping the edge of the desk so tightly her knuckles were blanched white. I finally pulled my wet face from her pussy, her chest heaving to catch her breath as she lay there, little tremors and spasms still running through her body from time to time. Oh lord, how did you do that? She panted. I said you had to make me come, but damn did you make me come. Glad you liked it. I said as I leaned back in her chair, wiping my hand across my mouth to wipe off the copious amount of her juices still clinging to my chin. She pushed herself up on the desk and then slid off the edge, a little wobbly before she dropped to her knees. Her hand went to my pants, pushing my jacket aside to get better access, and undid my pants. She pulled my hard cock out of my pants and quickly closed her mouth around it. Oh he yeah. I groaned as she began sliding her hand and mouth up and down shaft. I felt her tongue sliding around my shaft at the end of each stroke, her tongue teasing the underside of my head. Oh fuck this. She said after only a few short minutes of her oral attentions to my cock. Come on, get these off. She practically demanded as she started pushing my sport coat off my shoulders. I stood up for her and helped her work my sport coat off. She tossed my coat across the room and then started pulling on my turtleneck. It only took a few moments for her, with a little help, to work my shirt off, which sailed across the room in a different direction. You know, I think these blue boxers are really sexy. Edna cooed as she squatted down in front of me and pulled my slacks down to my knees. She untied my shoes and jerked them off, working my pants over my feet and throwing them across the room, leaving me in nothing but my socks and blue silk boxers, my rock-hard cock sticking out of the fly. She looked up at my face, rather than my cock as she pulled my boxers down. I hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed what you did to me. She said softly, working my boxers down to my ankles. I lifted my feet in turn and she tossed the boxers over her shoulders. She reached up for my hands and pulled me down to the carpet with her, coaxing me to lay on my back. She swung her leg over my body and worked herself up my body until she was straddling my hips, her big tits hanging down toward me as she leaned forward slightly. Oh! I groaned softly as she reached behind herself and aimed my cock at her pussy, pushing herself slowly down over my shaft. You can say that again. She moaned as she wiggled her ass, trying to work the last couple inches of my length into her hot wet pussy. I felt her ass press against my bare thighs before she leaned forward, resting her hands on the carpet on either side of my head. She began to rock herself, sliding her pussy on and off my rock-hard shaft. Now it's your turn. Don't worry about making me feel good, you already did that better than I've had in years, this is your turn. Just ask me to do whatever you want. You ask and it's yours. She said breathlessly as she rocked faster, driving me deep into her with each stroke. Oh I think this is just fine. I grunted as her tunnel stroked up and down my shaft, caressing my engorged head and slowly driving my already excited state even higher. I reached up and cupped both her big tits, swinging in front of me, squeezing them and using my thumbs to stroke back and forth across her rock-hard nipples. You like those, do you? She panted as she continued to rock, her strokes growing more and more energetic as her ass slapped loudly against my thighs. Uh-huh. I grunted back. They're very sexy and enticing. I kind of wish I'd pulled the top of your dress down out at the windows. I bet they'd look spectacular sticking over the top of that dress. Oh, you do have a naughty mind. Maybe someday you'll get that chance. Maybe my Christmas present next year? Maybe sooner. She squeaked as she arched her back and slammed down on me harder, driving my head against the end of her tunnel. Oh fuck your cock is going to make me come again. Your pussy isn't doing a bad job at getting me there either. I grunted, curling my toes to try and keep my orgasm from firing off too soon. God you feel good around me. Ditto. 
She squeaked as her arms started to tremble. Fuck, I can't wait, any longer, she said in a squeaky little gasp. Oh, fuck. I felt her pussy contract around me, her bouncing becoming erratic as her whole body tried to spasm and convulse. To her credit, she continued riding me, her body bouncing up and down as she moaned out her request for me to come with her. Come on, baby. Give it to me. Oh, fuck yes, come with me. She really didn't have to ask. As soon as her pussy started contracting around me, the sudden change in sensations pressed the magic button within me. My body bucked up into her as my cock surged a huge hot gush of cum deep into her pussy. Fuck why SSSS? She squealed as she felt the copious amount of hot cum force itself into the tight space between my shaft and her tunnel walls, her pussy seeming to spasm all the harder with the new sensations inside her. The two of us lay there, jerking and shuddering for long minutes before she slowly lowered herself down, her tits smashing against my chest as she aimed her mouth for mine. She pressed her lips hotly against mine, whittling her hips slowly side to side, moving my slowly softening cock inside herself. You know, she whispered, her lips so close to mine that I could taste her hot breath as she spoke. I was worried about doing this because you might want some kind of long-term relationship. That's kind of funny, because after this, I'm not sure I'm ready to just let you walk away and not get to feel this again. You've given me two incredible orgasms in less than half an hour. I can't remember having two orgasms in the same day, let alone two mind-blowing ones this close together. I wonder how many times you could bring me off in one day? Three, four? Probably. I whispered back. But wouldn't it be dangerous to do this again? I mean we wouldn't want to be discovered. Honey, if you can keep a secret I can guarantee that I can keep it quiet. I have a nice little hotel up on the ski slopes in Colorado. How about a weekend getaway? My private suite has a glassed in balcony overlooking the slopes, a hot tub, a huge bed and a huge shower. How about it? Up for a fuck me crazy date. I wasn't exactly planning on dating married women. I answered softly. So it won't be a date. Just a hot sexy little getaway. You'll be my guest for some skiing. And your husband won't care? My husband won't know. She whispered before pressing her lips to mine again, her hips wiggling again to grind her clit against the base of my semi-hard cock. Feels like you like the idea. She whispered after breaking the kiss. You can have two whole days to fuck, kiss, suck or touch anything you want. I'll be your sex toy. Anything you want, you ask for. You sure you want to do that? Maybe I'd ask for something really naughty, like skinny dipping in the pool, or fucking out on the ski slopes. Em, now that is a wonderfully dirty, naughty and playful mind. If you're willing to be naked with me at the pool, then yeah, we'll go skinny dipping. Strip each other naked, ride the elevator down to the lobby, and walk stark naked to the pool. I've had a pretty conservative life, but somehow, being just a little naughty sounds kind of tantalizing. I had kind of expected her to shy away from being that obvious about sex, especially in her own hotel, but it seemed the tables were getting turned on me. So how about it? Or do I just keep you locked in here with me the rest of the night until we make each other come at least one more time? You might be missed at the party, then what? She chuckled softly. Honey, I bet you're missed before me. How many girls did you say were trying to get you to take their panties off? I honestly don't know. I answered truthfully. Only Denise and Betsy know that. Denise? Denise fencing? She asked quizzically. Yeah, why? Oh, nothing. I've met Denise. Not exactly the kind of thing I would have expected her to arrange. Well, Betsy might have had some input too. A friend? Him interesting. Well, just the same I suppose we should get back to the party. Yeah, we should. I agreed, a bit nervous that her husband might show up, since he was just down at the party. It took us a few minutes to get dressed again and return to the party, Edna wearing her party dress and heels, and nothing else, the hose and bra still back in the office. On the off chance that she would get to give me that sexy little view I had suggested. With her panties safely tucked in my pocket I entered the party again, expecting her to follow a few minutes behind me. Hi ladies. I said as I found Denise, Betsy and Evelyn all sitting around one table, drinking and chatting. Well, well, look who's back. Betsy said. So you've been off playing? Or just ducking our attentions? She finished with a little giggle. Um, just took a breather. I answered blushing. Evelyn looked at me seriously a long time and then smiled, almost as if she were looking past me. I turned my head and saw Edna stroll in, her tits wiggling noticeably in the dress a lot more than they had when we left. I turned my head back to see a crooked little smile on Evelyn's lips, as if she had already figured out exactly what I had been up to. Michael, why don't you ask me to dance? Evelyn finally said. 
Um, sure. I answered, holding my hand out to her. I led her to the dance floor where far fewer couples were dancing than before, the crowd starting to thin a bit as the hour got later. So, Michael. She whispered, slipping into my arms and pressing her body against mine. Have you been saving up a little energy for the rest of us or has Edna drained you completely? Huh. Oh, Michael. I'm a woman, and I'm a very intelligent woman who can add simple numbers. I've never known Edna to stray, but I suspect if she were going to, you might be the one. So did you? Isn't it supposed to be bad for a gentleman to talk about things like that? I see, that's as much an admission as anything else you might have said. She said with a soft chuckle. But that's okay. I'm not bothered. I know what you're capable of and to be honest, it's about time she experienced a real fuck. I stared at her, the crude language surprising me. What? It's true. Okay. I answered noncommittally. So here's the real question I wanted to broach. I know you came with Betsy and Denise, and yes, before you say it, I know you think it's important to go home with the same date you came with, but would you be open to changing that up a bit if it was something that wouldn't hurt them or their feelings? I don't exactly know how I cannot go home with them and have that not hurt their feelings. I rather think both of them hope that they're going to be on the short list of dates. And with good reason. That didn't answer the question. I know for a fact that they drew straws, and Betsy won. Denise was going to drop the two of you off at Betsy's place for you to spend the night with her. Knowing that, can I interest you in a different arrangement? One that doesn't exclude her but does include me? What, like sleeping with both of you? Something like that. I don't know, I haven't ever slept with two women at once. I'm not sure I know what to do. Oh, I don't think that'll be a problem. I think you know all too well what to do, with any number of women in bed with you at the same time. So what do you say, wanna include me in your evening harem? I don't know. I really don't want to hurt either of their feelings. I answered quietly. She looked at me for long seconds, her lips set in a tight line, almost as if she were contemplating an unpleasant choice. Michael! She whispered as she leaned herself closer to me, her lips practically brushing my ear as she spoke. I want you again. I want to spend the night playing and feeling and enjoying your attentions with your hands and your mouth, ending up with your wonderful cock buried deep inside me. I want to taste you and suck you and kiss you and feel your bare skin pressed against mine. I'd like to have all of that to myself, and maybe one night I will, but for tonight I'm willing to share, and so are Denise and Betsy. Come with me, us, and let's, the three of us, have hot passionate sex the rest of the night. Just ask and if it's within my power, I'll do it for you. By the time she finished her breasts were pressed against my chest so tightly I could feel her heart pounding in her chest, or was it mine? She pulled her face back, looking at mine, her bottom lip gripped between her teeth as she waited. They agreed to this? She nodded slowly, her head barely moving, her dark red lips still trapped between her white teeth. So if I asked you to take your dress off right here, and go naked to whoever's house you decided this was going to happen at, you'd do it? She hesitated before answering, looking into my eyes as if there was some message there she needed. Finally her head nodded ever so slightly. I'd prefer not to be quite that obvious. She whispered as we stood stock still amid the few couples still dancing to the slow waltz-like tune. Don't worry. I wouldn't want your job in jeopardy any more than I'd want mine at risk. Tell you what. If Betsy and Denise agree then yeah. But I want you naked in the car. I'd kind of like to see what you look like sitting in the car completely nude. If you only knew. She said quietly, stepping back from me and looping her arm in mine. She guided me from the dance floor over to where Denise and Betsy were sitting, both of them looking anxiously at me. He said yes, she said simply, picking up the small white purse from the table. She led me, her arms still looped into mine, toward the elevators. Where are we going? I asked, expecting to head to the parking lot. I got us a room. Evelyn answered quietly as she pushed the button on wall. Ladies, he did have one request. He asked that I go naked in the car. Betsy grinned at me. Oh sweet. That sounds totally naughty. I'm gonna enjoy that. I looked at her in confusion as the elevator door opened. Evelyn led me into the car and turned us to face the front as the doors closed on the four of us. We agreed that whatever you asked of me we'd all do. Evelyn said as she unzipped the back of her gown, wiggling so it slid down her body. She stepped out of it leaving her standing nude except for her stockings and high heels. Betsy was quickly dropping her own dress. Denise was moving a bit slower, having to untie the ties up the side of the dress, finally freeing it. She took a deep breath and then allowed the dress to slide down, revealing her whole nude body, no underclothes of any kind on. I looked down at her pussy and grinned, 
her own face breaking into a smile at the realization of where I was looking. The brown curls were gone and her mound and pussy was shaved clean. Nice, I said quietly as the elevator slowed. The ladies picked up their dresses and lead me down the hall to a room where Evelyn pushed the plastic key card in. She opened the door to a large suite, a huge king-sized bed, a sofa, couple of chairs, a small table, all the comforts of home. The door clicked closed behind us, and I felt hands slide around me as Evelyn began to undress me. Michael, time to see just how much fun you can have in one night. Evelyn said from behind me as Denise kicked off her shoes and climbed up onto the bed. She spread her legs and leaned against the headboard. I have one request. I want to feel your tongue on my pussy. I want to feel you make me climax and then stuff your big fat cock into me while I'm orgasming. Denise said quietly. Then I'll be happy until morning. You heard her, Michael. Betsy said quietly as she climbed onto the bed equally nude. Come and enjoy. I looked at the bed as Evelyn climbed on, the three of them as naked as I now was, and wondered if even after the years of not having sex I had enough energy and capacity to keep three of them happy for the night. Oh well, one way to find out. I crawled onto the bed and up between Denise's legs, planting a soft kiss on her shaved mound. Looking up at her, I pressed my tongue between her lips and gently stroked up between them, drawing a long slow moan from her lips. I've been waiting all night for this. The four of us are going to have so much fun tonight. I had little doubt of that, but I wondered just what would happen tomorrow or the next day. Suddenly dating had turned into a whole different ball game than what it was when I was young. I had a list of ladies looking to get into my pants, and that included Evelyn and Edna. Life had just become very, very complicated. Well, it seemed the thing to do was to enjoy the attentions of these three tonight, and let tomorrow take care of tomorrow. I'd never spent a night with two women, let alone three. While Denise, our department's senior secretary, had expected and planned on only having sex with me one more time, Evelyn, being the true to her promise to the two of them, kept Denise involved throughout the night. By the time I'd finally unloaded my final shots into Evelyn at about 2.30 in the morning, each of the three of them, Denise, Betsy and Evelyn, had climaxed at least twice and in Betsy's case, four times. Denise was the most reserved of the group, but Betsy was able to coax even her into one of the many girl-on-girl positions that helped make the night such a resounding success for all of us. When morning came, Evelyn ordered room service, and Betsy, being the most daring of our little group, didn't hesitate to answer the hotel room door completely naked, giving the guy delivering the food a good look at not only her but the other girls as well. While we ate breakfast, Evelyn played twenty. Questions with me, coaxing all of my Christmas plans from me, including which days I was doing what and what days my two girls were coming to visit. I was surprised at how comfortable I had become with her, being as high in the company as she was. But after spending a whole night enjoying her body, I suppose I should be comfortable. I answered her questions as I would for any good friend, even though I had no idea what she had in mind, and she didn't seem about to tell me. By 7.30, we were all clean, but dressed in the same things we'd worn to the party, riding down the elevator together. The guy at the desk gave me a grin as I walked by with the three of them, Evelyn dropping the door key card off on the way by. Betsy made some comment about being the first time she'd ever had to make the walk of shame, which I didn't understand until she explained it on the drive to my house that I finally walked into work at nearly nine o'clock, almost an hour and a half later than usual. I got a few looks from some of my people as I walked in and settled into my office. Good morning, Michael, Amanda said as she walked into my office half an hour later. I see you finally made it in. Yeah, it was a late night. I agreed evasively. I don't wonder. I would have thought keeping Betsy occupied all night would have been job enough, but you took on three. Says a lot. Took on three? I asked, trying to play innocent. Oh, come on. It wasn't a surprise that you went up the elevator with Denise and Betsy, but Miss Jenkins too? I didn't think you had it in you to play with the big girls, she said with a smile. Word was that the ladies were each completely naked when they got off the elevator. I groaned and rubbed my face in embarrassment. Well, well. It was true. I thought he made that part up. I'm impressed. Good lord. Who else knows about this? I asked quietly. Oh, a few people. She said with a grin as she moved around my desk. Now that I have you completely embarrassed, maybe we should talk work? Good idea. I answered. You want to pull up that file we were working on yesterday? I made those changes you asked for and I think we ought to take a look at them. Yeah, sure. I answered turning to my computer. It didn't take too long for me to get the CAD program opened and the file loaded she was talking about. She stepped around the side of the desk so she was standing next to me. 
She reached down and pulled my right hand to the back of her bare leg below the hem of the gray skirt she had on, and as she bent over to look at my computer screen, pulled my hand up, pulling the hem of the skirt up as my hand slid up her bare thigh. Now that I know you like to play, she whispered, pulling my hand up until my fingers, wrapped around the inside of her left thigh, pressed against the surprisingly bare pussy. I think you should know that I never wear underwear with a dress. Amanda, this isn't appropriate, I whispered, wanting to pull my hand from under her skirt, but also, not wanting to at the same time. She held my hand against her lips until I gently started to move my fingers, stroking her pussy slightly, working the side of my pointer finger between her round outer lips and the small bit of protruding inner lip I could feel there. That's better. She cooed softly. You know, from now on, when I come in, I expect you to tease me. She whispered. Unless you want to do more than tease. I take that too. Amanda. I whispered, looking past my computer to the door, to make sure no one was coming. Why would I want to get into that kind of trouble? Let's just say that if you don't, Evelyn might be disappointed. Evelyn? Why would she be disappointed? She looked back at me and wiggled her butt. Who do you think has been keeping her informed about you? Informed about me? I asked, stopping rubbing my finger on her pussy. Why would she even want to be informed about me? And just exactly what have you been informing her of? Well, sometimes girls talk. She got a bit curious a few months ago and started asking about you. She was more than a little surprised and even somewhat excited when she heard about you and Miss Fencing in the conference room. Why would you tell her something like that, even if you didn't know about it? She can be very persuasive. She whispered back. Especially when she has me oh so close to climaxing. You? And Evelyn? I'll just leave that to your imagination. She grinned. But don't you love that little heart tattoo right next to her pussy? If I needed any proof that Amanda was telling the truth, that seemed to be enough. She did have a very little heart tattooed on her pubic mound, ever so close to her pussy. I'd seen it the night before and briefly wondered who the lucky tattoo artist was since there was no way it was done without her completely exposing herself to him. It's cute, isn't it? I dared her to get it last year. She had to take off all her clothes and lay there while he tattooed it on her. Oh, well. I answered a little stunned. I have one just like it, she whispered. You can see it anytime you want. And you dared her to do it. I did. I also dared her to take you to the ladies' room and have sex with you at the party. Did you enjoy that? I know she did. Very much. Wait. You dared her to do that? It wasn't her idea? I can be very persuasive, especially when I have her so close to climax. Amanda grinned. She was tired of dating those stuffed suits and wanted something a little different. I couldn't resist daring her to play with you, especially not after I heard about you and Denise in the conference room. You both needed a little push. All I did was push a little. The rest, the night in the hotel? That was all her idea. I wouldn't have expected her to be so bold as to invite Denise and Betsy along. Well, she did. I hope you all had fun. I would say we did. I answered her. I slid my hand around her thigh a little further and rubbed her pussy lips with my thumb, and then gently pushed it up at her, slowly spreading her lips and forcing it up into her vaginal depths. I might have to find a way to thank you. If you're into guys, that is. Oh, fuck yes, I'm into guys. She moaned as I started to work my thumb in and out of her pussy fucking her slowly with it. I think every girl loves the feeling of a nice big cock in her pussy, even the ones that love a girl's lips on hers. Well, since you like to be daring, let's see if you can find someplace naughty to finish this. If you're naked, I'll let you not only see it but put it right here. I said wiggling my thumb. Oh, how about right here, right now? She moaned. Uh, I said, going back to teasing her pussy, rubbing my finger across her clit as I pushed my tongue back up into her. Not with a mostly glass door. You can do better than this. You're the daring one, right? You'll come if I call? Anytime tomorrow. I think my dick needs a rest today, and that gives you all kinds of time to think about it. You are so bad you're going to make me come, aren't you, dot? She moaned as I rubbed my finger harder on her clit as I stroked my thumb in and out of her pussy. In and out I pushed it, using it like a little dick, my finger rubbing across her clit with each stroke. It didn't take too many more minutes before I felt her pussy clench around my thumb, her legs trembling and shaking. Oh fuck yes. She moaned softly as she climaxed. She pulled my hand from between her legs, lifting it to her mouth as she turned to face me. She sucked her juices from my thumb and then smiled. I'm not so sure your dick really needs much of a rest. 
she said as she bent over and reached for my lap, squeezing my surprisingly hard dick through my pants. Be sure I'll come up with something, she said before fixing her skirt and then walking from my office that I was a little surprised not to see Betsy at all Thursday. Not that I needed to see her, but I honestly expected to. She almost always stopped at least once a day. When quitting time came, I headed home, planning on going to bed early. It was Friday, my last day at work before the long holiday week of Christmas and New Year's. I planned on taking a whole week and a half off. I still had to finish Christmas shopping for my girls and put up the tree. For the last three years I hadn't done a tree. I just didn't feel like it. It was always something Marie and I did together, and it just didn't feel very happy thinking about doing it without her. My girls had given me a hard time about it, so this year I decided I had to do it one way or the other. I had a long list of things I needed to get done before I was out of the office for that long and was buried in that list when Betsy walked into my office. Michael, she said as she walked in with a huge smile on her face. Merry Christmas. Betsy. Hey. I miss you yesterday. I was busy. She said as she walked to my desk and set down a brightly wrapped box. Too busy to see me? She sat down in the chair across from me. To be honest, after the other night, I kind of got the feeling that maybe three people interested in you was pushing you a bit too hard. Three people? I asked curiously. Uh Uh-huh. Me, Denise, and Evelyn. Evelyn? She isn't interested in me. Hell, I'm not even in her class. She's an executive. I'm just an engineering manager. All she was interested in with me was a quick fuck because of some dare. The dare doesn't have anything to do with it. Betsy said quietly. I watched her with you in that hotel room. When she was sitting on you, riding you? That was more than a quick fuck. She was getting very emotionally into it. It was becoming more than just sex. She was trying to please you, not just make you come. That's silly. I'm not even on her radar. I said with a frown. You can tell yourself that. But I don't believe it for a minute. Anyway, I thought that maybe three women trying to date you at once might be a bit much. I'm glad that you're opening up, but for the moment, I think I need to take a step back. I'd rather you didn't. I answered her. I like our time together. I know. I'll still come by and tease you, maybe even flash you a little something now and then. But if you're dating two other women, you need to concentrate on them. So I want you to take that box and put it in your drawer. Don't open it unless you want to date me for real. And I don't mean as one of three. If you open it, you'll know what to do with what's in it, and I'll know that you really want to date me for me, not just because you like having sex with me. Okay? I guess so. I answered as she got up and stepped around my desk. She pushed my chair back and climbed into my lap, straddling me. She wrapped both arms around my neck and pulled our faces together, and gave me a very long wet kiss that had my dick hard as a rock by the time we broke the embrace. Just something to think about. She whispered before pushing off my lap and walking away. I couldn't help but be disappointed. She was quite a bit younger than me, but I did enjoy her company. It was lunchtime when Amanda walked into my office wearing one of the most unprovocative outfits I'd ever seen her in. It was what I'd heard called a sack dress. It didn't highlight any of her curves. If anything, it seemed designed to hide them. Come with me, she said, stepping around my desk and pushing my chair back. She held a hand out for me and waited. Where are we going? I asked as I took her hand. You'll see, she said, taking my hand and pulling me toward the office door. She led me by the hand through the work area, halfway across the building, upstairs using an elevator, and then down a wide hallway with large opulent-looking wooden doors. I recognized the executive office suite when I saw it. I'd only been here once. She led me past the desk, pushed a door open and pulled me inside one of the offices. She closed the door behind us and walked to the large floor-to-ceiling office windows. She pushed the curtains apart until the entire office wall was exposed glass windows. Inside the office was a large desk, several sitting chairs and a sofa. She took my hand again, pulled me over to the sofa and pushed me down onto it. She stood in front of me and quickly skimmed the sack dress off, leaving her in a metallic look bikini. Ever had a lap dance? Once. I admitted as she turned on some music on her phone and set it on the corner of the desk. She turned to me and started to sway and move to the music. Did she let you take her top off? She asked as she turned around and settled her butt on my lap, rubbing side to side and back and forth teasing my hardening dick through my slacks. She did. You can take mine off I know you'd like to see my tits, wouldn't you? I would. I agreed, reaching up and pulling the strings on the bikini top, pulling it off and setting it aside. She stood up off of me and turned to face me. 
Her breasts weren't that large, maybe a nice full B-cup with small round dark, almost black, areolas and two hard perky nipples that were equally dark. She crawled onto my lap, straddling me, rocking her hips to grind her pussy against my crotch, her bare chest inches from my face. I bet she didn't let you suck her nipples, did she? Actually, she did, for a rather hefty tip. I won't even charge you a tip, she whispered, still moving her body to the music, but pushing her chest closer to my face. I took the invitation and slid my hands up her back, pulling her closer and drawing one of her rock-hard nipples into my mouth. She moaned softly as I sucked and teased one nipple, and then moaned again as I moved to the other. Tell me, did she let you take her bottom off? She did, I said as I moved back to the first nipple. But it was a very expensive tip. Well, you can take mine off, but it'll cost you. She groaned softly. Yeah? What? I asked. You have to let me do this on your bare lap. Nothing between your hard-on and my pussy. She said as she rocked herself on my lap, grinding herself against my hardening cock. I wouldn't mind that. I agreed with a grin. I reached for the ties on her hips and pulled, untying them and pulling the bikini off of her, leaving her in nothing but high heels. Her pussy was completely shaved, her outer lips dark, but not nearly as dark as her protruding inner lips, which were almost black. She ground her bare pussy against the front of my pants for several more minutes and then slipped off my lap, reaching down to undo them. In a few moments, she had my pants undone and was pulling on them. I lifted off the sofa enough to let her pull them down, and then she was turned around, grinding her bare pussy against my dick. I wasn't sure who she was teasing more, me or her. Her grunts and moans grew as she danced and ground herself against me, finally reaching between her legs to guide my rock-hard cockhead between her wet lips. You want this? She moaned, rocking side to side with just my head between her lips. As if I'd say no at this point. I groaned. Yeah. Me too. She said as she stopped moving and held herself over my head. She slowly pushed down on me forcing her body to expand around my fat mushroom head. Ever so slowly she forced more of me into her incredibly tight vagina, her body squeezing me as she worked me deeper. Oh my god! You're so big. She moaned softly as she finally pressed her firm little ass cheeks against my thighs. Up and down she started to bob her butt, twerking herself on and off my cock faster and faster with each passing moment. Her ass slapped loudly against my legs, the music forgotten, her motions nothing but fucking with abandon. I slid my hands up her body and squeezed her nipples, drawing a gasp from her, her pussy clenching around me even harder. Oh god! Gonna come. Gonna come. She moaned as she pumped herself wildly up and down my cock, my own climax close in her heels. Oh, damn. I groaned as my body stiffened and spasmed, pumping shot after shot of come into her. I let my head rest back as my body continued to occasionally jerk, panting for breath after the intense climax. Maybe next time you should ask before using my office. I heard Evelyn say from behind us. Amanda and I jerked out heads around and saw Evelyn and another young woman standing in the now open office door. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Amanda said quickly, covering her breasts and looking around on the sofa for her bikini top. That'll be all for now, Darcy. Evelyn said, clearly dismissing the young woman. She closed the door and walked over to us. She had on a cream-colored button-down blouse and a dark gray pencil skirt that came nearly to her knees. She stood in front of us and unzipped the skirt and dropped it to the floor. She stepped out of it while she was unbuttoning the blouse. You know I can't let this go unanswered. No. I don't suppose so. Amanda said as Evelyn tossed the blouse toward her desk. She reached behind herself, undid the bra she had on, and tossed it to her desk as well. She had on black silk-looking panties, a garter belt and stockings. She pushed the panties down, leaving her sexy body framed in just the stockings, garter and heels. Evelyn stepped to us and then knelt down in front of us. She pushed on Amanda until she leaned back, my softened cock slipping from her lips. I usually like to take this from the source, but I'll make an exception this time, she said as she leaned her head down between Amanda's legs. Oh God. Amanda moaned softly as Evelyn began to lick her pussy, collecting my leaking cum from her. She stayed on her knees for several minutes before standing up and backing up to her desk. Okay, young lady. Now it's your turn. Amanda nodded and slipped off my lap. I watched her step to the corner of the desk and kneel down in front of Evelyn. She began to lick and play with Evelyn's pussy, sliding one finger into her pussy while I watched. In and out her finger moved, clearly working with experience to push Evelyn quickly toward an orgasm. Oh yeah? Right there. That's it, sweetie. Right there. Oh yeah. Oh my. 
Almost. Almost. Evelyn moaned loudly, her body starting to tremble and shudder. I watched Evelyn climax on Amanda's face, almost as if it were a normal occurrence. Mmm. That a girl. You know just how I like it. Evelyn whispered as Amanda pulled her fingers from her and gently kissed over and around her pussy. You look confused. Evelyn said as Amanda stood up from between her legs. A bit. One of my dates took me to a strip club one time. It turned out to be an amateur night. After watching several young ladies struggle to get naked gracefully, or at all, Mandy came on stage and gave a fantastically erotic strip show. Even going as far as to put her butt toward my date's face and spread her lips when he tipped her a tense spot. When she was done my date called her over and convinced her to give us a private lap dance, fully nude. She even let him pull his pants down to grind her pussy on his dick, though she didn't go nearly as far as she did with you today. Anyway, it wasn't until several weeks later that I saw Amanda in the hallway here and made the connection between Amanda and Mandy. And she's been having sex with you since then? I asked curiously. Oh lord no. Nothing that dramatic. Only once when she was trying to teach me how to lap dance, and maybe a few more times since then. Nothing planned, just a little surprise now and then. She was being an exceptional student that night. Amanda said with a grin. One of these days you'll have to let her show you how good she is. I don't know that I'm all that good. I haven't even done it for a man yet. You'll be great. Amanda answered. Maybe. Now, lunch is over, and while I don't mind my employees being playful during lunch break, I can't tolerate that kind of behavior on company time. Can I? I'd think not. I agreed, getting up from the sofa to pull my pants up and fix them. Amanda pulled the sack dress on again, leaving the bikini off completely, and Evelyn didn't bother to dress. She did walk up to me and wrap her arms around my neck and pull us together. With her face inches from mine, she asked, A little birdie told me that you haven't finished your Christmas shopping for your girls yet, and you're having trouble trying to find the right things for them? Maybe. I answered hesitantly. Would you mind terribly if I took you shopping and helped? You want to go shopping with me? I'd love to. I thought you'd never ask. She said with a grin. I'll pick you up tomorrow around oh tenish. Tenish? Perfect. See you then. She said, leaning her face to mind and giving me a short wet kiss before stepping back and turning me toward the door. She gave me a sweat on the butt to send me away and stood in her office, naked except for her stockings and heels, watching me go. Taking you shopping? That's interesting. Amanda said quietly as we walked past her secretary's desk, who was looking at me almost like a carnivore sizing up a steak. Taking an interest in you like that? That most definitely is not just quick sex. That's interest. Interest? Uh-huh. As in she likes you. Maybe more than a little bit. Not even. What do I have to offer her? I'm not in her class at all. All I am is a plaything for her at the moment. I wouldn't be so sure. Amanda said with a grin as we stepped into the elevator. But I know a way to find out. Oh? How's that? Just leave it to me. Amanda said with a grin. I returned to my office and got down to work again. It was mid-afternoon when Denise slipped quietly into my office. I almost didn't notice her until the office door clicked shut. I looked up startled and saw her standing by the door. Hi. She said quietly. Hi. I answered as she walked toward my desk. She seemed more than a little nervous. She had on a festive-looking red dress that came down to the middle of her thighs, the top molding to her C-cup breasts in such a way that I doubted she had a bra on at the moment, though I would have been surprised if she had gone all day showing as much nipple through the dress as she was at the moment. She walked over toward me slowly, stepping around my desk and pushing my chair back. She reached for my pants and I let her unzip and undo the front of them. I wanted to stop her, afraid of who might see me though the glass door, but the look on her face told me stopping her would be difficult. At least my monitors and desk blocked most of what someone might see walking past. Denise tried to work my pants part way off but clearly hadn't ever tried anything quite like this. I helped by lifting myself off the chair a little, letting her pull my pants and briefs down to my knees. She licked her lips nervously and then lifted the hem of her dress to expose her completely shaved and bare pussy. She stepped across me and settled herself on my lap, trapping my hardening dick between us. Hi. She said again. Hi. I answered, letting my hand settle on her hips and then start to stroke up and down her sides. She leaned toward me until her cheek pressed to mine and then whispered in my ear. There's a zipper in the back if you're interested. Trust me. I am. I whispered back, letting my hands roam up her back to the zipper. I pulled it down and then let my hands slide down to her hips again. 
This time when I pushed up, I pushed the sleeveless dress up, slowly working it up her body until she had to raise her hands. I lifted it above her breasts, which were indeed bare, and then up her arms. I dropped it on the floor next to us and let my hands reach for her back, pulling her toward me, aiming my lips for one of her nipples. Oh. She moaned softly to me as I closed my lips around her right nipple and teased it. I've been trying to work up the courage to do this all day. I'm not used to doing things where someone else might see. There is that possibility. I whispered between kisses as I worked my way to her other nipple. I felt her fingers find my head as my dick hardened enough to push out between her lips. She lifted herself slightly, being careful to move slowly enough to let me keep sucking and licking her nipple. I felt her lift my head and push it between her lips until she had it settled into her vaginal entrance like she had the night in the hotel. She slowly lowered herself down, her very wet and already excited pussy sliding down my shaft. Oh God, yes. She moaned softly. You feel so big inside me. I thought maybe it was just because of all the sex that night, but you still feel just as big. I'm glad you like it. I answered quietly, moving my lips to the other nipple. I'm going to miss seeing you for a week and a half. She began to slowly lift and lower herself, sliding her wet pussy up and down my shaft. Mmm. I hope you miss more than just this. I think that's a safe bet. I whispered. You know, you don't have to do without me for a whole week and a half. No? Uh, I can come over if you want. Maybe even spend the night if you'd like me to. You think we're ready for that? I think I'd like to find out. She whispered as she slid up and down my shaft. Not that I'm trying to convince you or anything. I chuckled softly and leaned back, moving both hands to cup her sexy tits. I squeezed and massaged her firm breasts as she worked herself up and down my dick faster. I could tell that she was pushing herself toward an orgasm as well as me. I think you're doing a great job of convincing me. I groaned as my hard dick started to declare its urgency to me. And real soon you're going to feel just how convincing you are. Good. I want it. I want it all in me. She moaned as she bounced faster, her bare ass slapping my bare thighs with each drop onto me. Oh God. Oh God, yes. She moaned as she clearly came closer and closer to orgasm. Come for me. Let me feel it. You were so worn out that night that I didn't really get to feel it all. Oh damn. You ready? I gasped trying to hold back as long as I could. Do it. I want to feel you come as I come. She moaned as her legs started to tremble and her strokes began to become slightly erratic. Oh shit yes. She gasped as my body spasmed hard under her, my cock swelling and sending a surge of come up into her pussy. Over and over my body jerked as I pumped my cum deep into her while she sat on me trembling and shaking. Slowly she leaned toward me, leaning her head toward mine, kissing my cheek at first and then my lips as I turned my head to let my face meet hers. We sat kissing like that until my cock softened, each of us teasing the other's lips softly. You want to help me put up my tree? Maybe after we can talk about when we can be together over the holiday. I'd like that. She whispered. When? Tomorrow night? Evelyn is taking me shopping in the afternoon. Something about helping me find things for my daughters. I said softly. But if you want to help me with the tree, and then maybe stay the night? I'd really enjoy that. Can we be naughty? She asked with a giggle as I helped her pull the dress back up, while she sat on my lap with my shrinking dick in her. You want to be naughty? I asked. You know, I have to admit. It's kind of been fun being naughty. I wouldn't have ever thought that having sex in a conference room was a good idea, but that was probably one of the strongest orgasms I've ever had. I wouldn't mind having a few more of those at your hands. Then we can definitely be naughty. Maybe we'll put up the tree naked and leave the drapes open. That naughty enough? It's horribly naughty. Just like now, doing this here, where anyone walking by could look in and see us, or even walk in. I didn't lock the door either. She grinned. You weren't worried that someone would walk in and see you naked? Of course I was. But that's kind of what makes it exciting. What would they see? My back. But they'd sure as hell know what we were doing. She whispered. But right now, I don't mind letting people know that I'm interested in something more than a quick fling with you. No, don't say it. Don't say anything. She said as I opened my mouth. I'm not asking for you to say a word. I don't want you to tell me what you aren't sure is true and I definitely don't want to hear what you think I want to hear. I want you to just enjoy what we're doing and see what happens. Okay? All right. I answered quietly, knowing all too well that I didn't feel like I was anything close to ready for a serious relationship. Hell, I'd only been having sex again for a week. 
And was what I was doing even considered dating? It felt good. But to be honest, if I had to say I had an emotional attraction to any of them at the moment, it would be Betsy, and she just walked out of the game. What are you thinking? She whispered, looking concerned. Did I misjudge what you wanted? No, you didn't. I answered, letting the frown that had apparently appeared disappear. I love what we have done and how attentive and concerned you are for me. I think you're right, though. I'm not quite ready for a long-term relationship. But that doesn't mean we can't explore each other a bit. Learn about each other. Who knows what will happen along the way, right? She smiled back. I can live with that. She whispered. Now. I better get dressed before someone really does come in here. She lifted off me, our combined come leaking onto my lap as she lifted off of me. She tried to clean up the mess with a couple of Kleenex from the box on my desk, more of my cum leaking down her legs as she stood, still with her dress pulled up to her waist, trying to clean me off of her. I finally had to stand up and fix my pants back in place after which she leaned against me, pressing her body to mine, and gave me a long wet kiss. Tomorrow night then. She whispered before she turned and left. I remember dating being fraught with stress. Somehow I didn't think it had changed all that much, other than now I was the one being chased instead of the one doing the chasing. Oh. It was funny. The older I've gotten the harder it is to sleep in, even on Saturday. I was up at six, as usual. I ate breakfast, got down the Christmas decorations in the tree, assembled the tree and then sat down to ponder what to do next by the time the grandfather clock chimed 7.30. I had several hours to kill before Evelyn was supposed to show up. When my wife passed, my daughters insisted that I find something to keep me busy. I'd always loved working with wood and was fairly talented at it. My current project was a cedar chest for Jennifer, my youngest daughter. I stood in my workshop planning down the cedar boards, making a huge mountain of shavings, wearing a t-shirt and athletic shorts. I had my hearing protection on so when a hand touched my back I damn near jumped out of my skin. Holy shit. I cried, dropping the piece of wood in my hand and spinning around to see who or what was behind me. Oh God. I'm sorry. I couldn't figure out how to let you know I was here. Evelyn said, standing behind me looking almost as startled as I was. I reached for the switch on the planer and turned it off and then took off my ear protectors. God damn. I panted, still trying to get my heart back under control. You scared the hell out of me. I'm sorry. I stood there a while waiting for you to notice me and you didn't. She said quite meekly. Couldn't hear you. I said before looking at my watch. You're early. I said, realizing it was only nine o'clock. Yeah. She said with a shy shrug. I wanted to surprise you. And your front door was unlocked, so I just thought you left it open for me. Well, you surprised me. I agreed, setting the wood aside. I still need to shower and get dressed. She stepped closer to me and wrapped her arms around my neck, pulling me toward her. She had on what I would call an off-the-shoulder sweater dress, the gaps of the knit allowing just a hint of bare skin to show through, except where there was obviously black lace under it, in the shape of a bra and a very small black panty of some kind. She pressed herself to me and pulled my face toward hers as she wet her lips and then pressed them to mine in a very soft, very erotic kiss. You don't have to dress on my account. I don't mind. She whispered after breaking the minute-long kiss. Yeah, but you probably don't want me full of sawdust. I answered, giving her a little squeeze, pressing my growing hard on against her pelvis. Well, I could shower with you, she suggested, and we'd never go shopping. I answered. Can I at least watch? I chuckled. Sure. Can I tease you? You want me to get all horny and turn on? Like you aren't already? She asked with a soft giggle, pushing her pelvis back against me and my now fully hard dick. Maybe. I agreed. But I do need to shower. All right. She whispered. If you insist. She added before pressing her lips to mine again in a quick soft kiss. I led her up the stairs to the bedroom, and she watched as I stripped. I walked to the large walk-in shower in the master bath and turned on the water. When I turned around she was seated on the counter, her dress pulled up to her waist, and her tiny black underwear around her ankles. She lifted her black stocking-covered legs and black six-inch heels, up to spread her knees apart, and expose her pussy. While I showered she sat there and teased me, stroking her pussy and pushing one finger in and out slowly. I finally turned off the water and walked across the bathroom, still dripping, to where she sat. I pulled her panties down off one leg, one of her high heels falling off in the process, and then lifted and spread her legs. I stepped between them and aimed my engorged head at her wet lips. I rubbed my head up and down to wet it with her juices and then slowly pushed several inches into her. 
Oh God, yes. She moaned as I pulled back and pushed again, using her juices to lubricate her lips and more of my hard shaft. In and out I stroked, slowly at first, and then faster as her wetness grew and my cock became lubricated. You know. It's a good thing you wore panties today. I grunted. Yeah. Why is that? Because in about ten seconds you're going to need them to keep from running your sexy stockings. I answered breathlessly as I plunged in and out of her, trying to slide her dress up further to reach her tits. What if I tell you to stop? She asked while she rocked her hips slightly with each stroke I made into her. You really want me to? Oh hell no. She moaned. I want you to make me come. I moved one hand from her brow-covered boob to her pussy, reaching my thumb down between her leg and her hips. I rubbed my thumb up and down her slit, rubbing it over her clit as I stroked in and out of her. Oh god. Oh god. Oh. Oh fuck. She screamed as I made her climax, her body jerking hard and spewing her come out at me around my dick. Over and over she jerked, pumping her girl come out at me each time. My own body finally let go, pumping shot after shot of my come up into her sopping wet pussy. I stood there, jerking and twitching, while I panted for breath. I'm gonna have to get into the shower again. I said quietly. It's your own fault for making me come so hard. She giggled. That's what you wanted, wasn't it? I asked as I pulled my shrinking dick from her pussy. Oh hell yes. She said as I walked back into the shower, and she slipped off the counter to pull her panties up to her leaking pussy. She stopped before pulling them all the way up and dipped her finger into her own pussy and pulled it from her, covered in our cum. She looked at me seductively and licked her finger like a popsicle. Mmm. Such tasty cum. I turned the water back on and rinsed before stepping back out of the spray again, this time grabbing a towel to dry with. She walked out of the bathroom while I was drying and when I came out of the bathroom she was in my closet, looking at my clothes. She came out moments later, her dress still pushed up above her little lace bra, holding a button-down shirt and a pair of slacks. We are going to have to do something about your clothes. What's the matter with my clothes? I asked, a bit surprised. Nothing, if you want to look like a 60-year-old grandpa, and not the super sexy man that you are. I'm far from super sexy. I answered as I walked to the dresser. I pulled out a pair of socks and underwear and stepped to the bed. I sat down and pulled on the socks and then picked up the white cotton briefs. Not on your life. Not if you're dating me. She said, taking them away from me. Is that what I'm doing? Dating you? She turned to look at me and then stepped toward me. She pushed me back on the bed and then climbed on the bed, kneeling over me and holding her face inches from mine while her wet panties pressed against my flaccid dick. I don't know. Is that what you want to do? Date me? I thought about it for a few seconds. I'll be honest. I'm not in your league. You date rich guys. Me, I'm just a boy toy that you hooked up with on a dare from Amanda. Is that how you see yourself? As a boy toy? Isn't that what I am? When you walked across that dance floor and asked me to dance, your intention was to dance with me a few times, see if you can get me turned on, and then take me off somewhere for a quick fuck. Right? She frowned down at me. Right. She whispered. So, how is it different now? Because even when you were having a quick fuck in the ladies' room, you were more concerned about what I was feeling and that I was having a good climax than your finish. The guys I associate with, they don't think like that. They use women as a means to an end. You want to know why I spent the night with you at the hotel? Because you intrigued me. You were different than any other man that I'd ever let fuck me. I wanted to see if it was real, or just some game you played. So I invited both Denise and Betsy, figuring that once you got in bed with three pussies, you'd become a typical man, a user. But you surprised me. You spent most of the night trying to please us, not yourself. Oh, you got yours too, but you let us please you. Your focus was on making sure that what you were doing for us was what we wanted. You let us decide what we wanted to do, and believe me, we wanted to do a lot for you after all the climaxes you gave us. You weren't demanding, you weren't selfish, you didn't put yourself first. In my circle, that's unheard of. So I ask you again. Do you want to date me? I'm not ready to be exclusive. I answered quietly. If that chases you away, I'm sorry. I went to that silly party because I was kind of forced to. I didn't really want to go. I still miss Marie. I miss the sound of her voice, I miss the scent of her perfume, I miss the touch of her skin against mine. This sex thing? All this that has been happening. I'm having a hard time with it. Right now I'm just taking it as physical. I'm letting myself accept the attentions and trying hard not to feel emotionally attached to any of you. I don't want to lose the feeling of Marie. 
She was silent for long seconds before laying down on me and giving me a long, slow, wet kiss. God, do they even make men like that anymore? She whispered. What do you mean? It's going to be hard for you to let go of the love you still have for her, even though she's gone. I think you can. I hope you can because I would love the chance to try and have you for mine. I don't care if you're not rich. Money isn't everything and I have all the money I need. What I need, what I want, is to be loved for the woman I am, not the money I have. The way you look at me, the way you touch me. I know you're looking at me and touching me. Not thinking about what I can get you or how much I have. Let me date you. Let me enjoy that for a little while. Even if we don't work out. Even if we're not being exclusive. I know that when I'm with you, you're with me. For now, that's enough. So will you let me date you? I don't want to replace her. I just want you to find room in your heart next to her for me. That's an awful lot to take in. But yeah, I'll let you date me. Good. But you have to do one thing for me if this is going to work. Okay. What's that? Well, two things actually. Please let me treat you the way I can. I'm used to things on a different level, financially, than you are. So I tend to throw money around a little more than you do. So let me. Let me share what I can with you. Okay. The second thing? Don't change yourself. Be the way you have been. The way I know you were before we met. You're playful, sweet, considerate, and sometimes a bit naughty. Your wife was a wonderfully lucky woman. Stay that way. Treat me the way you would have treated her. I can try. I whispered. But sometimes she refused to do some of the things I wanted. I won't. She said with a grin. I promise to try to do whatever you toss my way, as long as it isn't made to intentionally embarrass me. I'd never do that. I whispered back. I know. But I needed to say it. Trust. You don't trust me. You still look at me and think of how those other men treated you. She stared down at me. You're right. I should have trusted that you wouldn't do that. If I ask you to do something, trust that if it goes wrong, I'll be as embarrassed as you are. Oh? Such as? You'll just have to wait and see. I grinned. I can do that. She answered. So, we going to get dressed, or lay here and have sex again? You want to lay here and have sex again? We could, but I really do need to shop. Christmas is only three days away and I haven't gotten anything for my girls yet. Then we should do that. She nodded, pushing herself back up. I reached up and wrapped my arms around her back and pulled her down again. I kissed her softly. Then I let go. Now you can get up. If that's you having the last word, you can have it any time you want. She whispered before giving me a quick peck before climbing up off of me again. I made her take her underwear off too, since she was making me go commando. I dressed in what she chose for me, and we headed downstairs for our coats. There was a light coating of snow on her Mercedes and light fluffy flakes were falling as we walked to her car. I climbed into the passenger side, a little disappointed that her coat hid as much of her as it did. I had to admit, she was a very sexy-looking woman, even if she didn't have big tits, which I always found attractive. We wound around the outside of town, with her refusing to tell me where we were going. We eventually pulled into a large western apparel store. A western store? I asked curiously as she parked. Yep. Trust me. She smiled. I shrugged and got out, meeting her in front of the car and allowing her to clasp my hand as we walked to the front doors. Inside were racks and racks of both men's and women's pants and shirts. A young lady came up that clearly worked there, based on her attire and asked if she could help us find anything. Yes. We need a whole outfit for my friend here. Pants, shirt, boots, the works. She said. Something nice and rugged and sexy at the same time. I think I can help you with that. We're not talking jeans here. Let's go over here. She led us quite a ways across the store to a rack of pants that were anything but denim jeans. These were what I would call western cut dress slacks. She picked two or three things off the rack and then asked us to follow her. She led us to a changing room and suggested that I try her selections on for size. If the color wasn't to my liking, that was fine for now. We just wanted to try the size and cut. I went into the curtain changing room and took off my shoes and pants, standing in only my shirt, my half-hard dick sticking out as I pulled on the first pair of pants. I think these are a bit snug. I called out. Well, come out and let us see, Evelyn said, pulling the curtain aside. Oh my. Yes, I think those are just a little snug, she said with a grin as she stared at me, the half-hard dick of mine bulging the front out so far I could barely get the zipper up. Wow. That was all the salesgirl said. I think maybe try on the next larger pair. Or two sizes.
I answered back as I closed the curtain. And lose the shirt, Evelyn said through the curtain. You want to come in here and change me too? I asked as I struggled to get the two tight pants off. That's a tempting offer. I wouldn't make it too many times. Or what, you'll come do it? I asked as I finally got my feet out of the skin-tight pair of pants. I stood there, pulling the second pair off the hanger. The curtain door pulled back and she stood there with the sales girl right next to her, staring at my heart on as I stood half naked. Oh, P.S. She cried, pulling the curtain back closed again. I thought you already changed. Not quite. I answered, feeling myself blush a little at the sudden exposure. I worked the pants on and after some difficulty, was able to tuck my heart on into them before working the zipper closed. I opened the curtain and let her look. I think we need to go a couple sizes bigger. I thought you were going to take off the shirt. She said. I frowned and unbuttoned the shirt, tossing it back into the changing room on top of my coat, leaving me in nothing but the pants and socks. You're right a bit tight. But damn, it's a hell of a view. She said as she stepped closer and rubbed her hand up and down the bulge my dick was making. What size were these? I don't remember. I answered honestly. Well, let me look at the tag. She said, stepping closer. I turned around to face away from her, looking at myself in the mirror in the back of the changing room. Yeah, they were too tight all right. I can't get the tag. No? Here. I said, unsnapping and unzipping them. My hard on pushed out the now open pants and I could see the salesgirl's eyes as big as saucers as she stared at my hard on in the mirror. I'll go get a bigger size. She stammered before turning and walking away blushing. I turned to face Evelyn again, my dick hanging out of the two tight pants, and grabbed her arm. I took her coat from her, tossed it onto the chair across from the changing room and pulled her into the room with me. I pushed the curtain closed and then turned her to face the mirror. I leaned her against it and pulled up her dress. It only took a few moments to get my dick between her lips and slide it slowly into her, drawing a long deep moan from her. Oh my god. She moaned as I stroked my dick in and out of her. Um, I have those pants. The salesgirl said through the curtain. No problem. I said, pulling from her pussy and turning around. I pulled the curtain back just enough for the salesgirl to see that Evelyn had her dress pulled up and my dick was glistening with her juices. Try these. When you get done, um, finished, um, when you're done, find me and we can look at some different colors. She said, blushing brightly. Thank you. It'll take me a minute or two to try these on. I answered her before pushing the curtain closed. Evelyn watched me pulling the two small pants off, leaving me naked, and quickly pulled her dress up and off. She undid the small bra she had on so all that was left was her stockings and shoes. She turned around again and pushed her butt out at me. I quickly slipped back into her and the two of us stood there, fucking as quietly as we could. I slid my hands up and watched myself in the mirror playing with her nipples as I teased her closer and closer to climax. Oh, hey, shit. She moaned as I quietly plunged in and out of her, holding my stroke just short enough that we didn't slap our bodies together. Gonna come. She whispered. Uh-huh. I agreed, knowing we were both on a short road. What are you going to do to clean up? She whispered. I grinned just before the two of us started to climax. That's what you have a mouth for. Oh, shit. She grunted loudly, apparently surprised by my idea. Surprised enough that it triggered her orgasm. Her suddenly spasming pussy around my sliding cock was all it took to push me over the edge as well. I stood behind her, pulling her by her tits back toward me while she quietly gasped and shuddered. I could feel my cock pumping what cum was left in me, after the last tryst, into her pussy. Holy shit. She whispered as we stood there, looking at each other in the mirror. I don't believe we just did that. I grinned. I think it was great. I answered her. You would. She said as I pulled out of her. She squatted down in front of me and looked at my dick. You know, with all the times I've fucked a guy, I don't think I've ever done this. She said before opening her mouth and putting as much of my dick into it as she could. She licked and sucked quickly and then stood up and grinned. So you gonna try on those pants? She asked as she slipped her dress back on. Sure. I answered as I started stepping into the larger pair of pants. I'm going to go get the salesgirl again. She said with a really wicked little grin, pushing the curtain open all the way while I was still standing mostly naked, the pants only up to my thighs. She left the curtain open as she walked away, the woman standing outside the changing room, who I suspected might have heard us fucking, by the look on her face, staring at my dick. I turned around to at least point away from her, but it was pretty obvious that the mirror really didn't help my situation. I pulled my pants up as quickly as I could, 
tucking my dick into them and carefully zipping them before turning back around. The woman still stood there with a disapproving look on her face, not really sure if she should look at my crotch or my face as she frowned. I shrugged but didn't say anything, glad that Evelyn was coming back with the little sales girl. Okay, so I guess a shirt next? The young lady said as she approached. Most definitely. Evelyn said with a smile, looking at my crotch. Even with my dick mostly soft the snug pants still showed quite a bit of bulge. You sure we don't need a slightly larger pair of these? I asked, tugging on the snug pants. I'm really not used to wearing pants that are this tight. Well, they are supposed to be tight. That's the style. But if you want to go a little looser, we can. The young lady said. But if you want an honest opinion, I think those look really good on you. So do I. Evelyn agreed. Maybe, but how about just one size bigger? We can do that. Do you like that color or do you prefer a different one? I like the brown. Evelyn said quickly. Brown it is. I'll be right back. She said as she turned and walked away. Why don't you take those off while she gets the new ones? Evelyn coaxed. Sure. I answered, starting to wonder just what she was intending to do next. Not that I could complain. I mean, I did start it by pulling her into the dressing room and stripping her. I closed the curtain and started pulling the pants off, almost peeling them down my thighs until the legs got loose enough for me to step out of them. I tossed them onto the little bench on the side of the changing room and then stood there, in nothing but my socks, waiting. I couldn't help but notice that my so recently used dick was already getting hard, though I couldn't quite understand what was driving it. Oh, why don't you just take them in? It'll be fine. I heard Evelyn say moments before the curtain opened and the young sales lady was standing there with the pants in her hand, looking quite stunned. Oh goodness, she said quickly covering her mouth with her free hand, staring at my now mostly hard dick sticking out at her. I could feel myself blush as I reached for the pants. Why don't I find you a shirt? She said backing up, but having trouble tearing her eyes away from my exposed dick. Yeah, I could use a shirt. I mumbled as I bent to step into the pants, Evelyn holding the curtain open so that the woman who had seen me before also had a clear view of me. Evelyn, do you mind? I finally asked her as she looked into the changing room, still holding the curtain open. Oh, goodness. What am I doing? Sure. No problem. She said, letting go of the curtain so it could swing back at least partly closed. I gave up trying to even cover myself, the gap of the curtain leaving me completely visible to the woman standing outside, no doubt intentionally. I pulled my pants in place just as the man in the changing room next to mine finished and stepped out, taking his wife with him as they walked away. Evelyn opened the curtain again, not bothering to ask if I was covered, but fortunately I was. Here comes our salesgirl with a few shirts she said with a grin. Having fun? Embarrassed. I answered quietly. Don't worry. You'll have a chance at turnabout. She said with a grin before the salesgirl stepped up to my changing room with several shirts. I think this might be the best. She said, holding out a button-down shirt on a hanger. It was white with light brown stripes and pearlized buttons. It was definitely a trim fit, making me glad that I still worked out and didn't have a beer gut, or it would look ridiculous. I don't have anything resembling a six-pack, but my stomach is at least still flat. I took the shirt and slipped it on. I think just a little wider in the middle. I said as I buttoned it. I agree. Let me get one just a little bigger. She said, smiling at me. She turned and walked quickly away with the other shirts still in her hand. She seems taken with you. Evelyn whispered with a grin. I don't understand you. What's not to understand? Showing me off like that? Why? None of the men I have ever dated would even consider letting something like this happen. And you know what? I'm having fun being naughty. You'll have a chance later to do the same to me. But why? Because having you strip me and take me in here she said as she stepped into the changing room and wrapped her arms around my neck, has made me so fucking horny, and being naughty is making me even hornier. I had no idea this could be so much fun. Maybe I should just take your dress off again and let every guy in the store see you naked. See if it's as much fun then? Trust me, you'll have a chance to do just that, and maybe more later. Oh? What would it be worth to have me walking through a mall with nothing under my coat but the lingerie that you picked? Anything you picked? Anything I picked? Anything? She whispered before kissing me. The short kiss was interrupted by the sales girl coming back. Here. Try this one, she said, holding out an identical shirt to the one I had on. Evelyn stepped back and undid the shirt, took it off of me, and then pulled the new one on me, buttoning the pearl buttons. Now we need to tuck it in, don't we? 
She asked as she moved her fingers to the waistband of my pants and began unbending them. You're determined to do this, aren't you? I asked quietly. Do what? Flash me to the sales girl again? She grinned. Tell me it isn't getting you turned on. She whispered as she unzipped my pants. She pushed them down to my thighs and then used her hands to smooth the shirt down over my butt as she pulled the waist back up again, my heart on sticking out from under the shirt in full view of the sales girl. Sorry. I said, feeling a little embarrassed for her. No problem. I don't mind. She answered, looking at my dick as Evelyn stepped back and wrapped her hand around it and stroked it slowly. It is a pretty nice cock, isn't it? Evelyn asked the young lady. Okay. Enough is enough. I said pushing her hand away and tucking my now rock-hard dick into the front of my pants as I pulled them up. Let's see. Boots and a belt? She said, turning to the salesgirl. What do you think? Definitely. The young lady said, waiting for me to finish bunning my pants. Bring your stuff and we'll go over to the boots side. I moved my wallet and keys to the new pants and hung the shirt, pants and coat over my arm and then picked up my shoes while Evelyn picked up her coat and purse. I followed them across the store in my stocking feet, finally making our way into a huge section of all kinds of boots. The girls looked at literally hundreds of pairs of boots before selecting a style that they thought was right for me. After fitting and trying them on, all that was left was a belt. The salesgirl selected a nice black leather belt with a large rectangular buckle depicting a picture of a cowboy on a bucking horse. So, what do you think? She asked the salesgirl. Is that sexy or is that sexy? I have to admit. He looks damn good. If I ran into him in a club I think I'd be asking him to dance. She said with a grin. Perfect. Evelyn said with a grin. I couldn't ask for a better recommendation. Evelyn said. You know, you've been such a help, I'd like to thank you. Is there a particular shirt you've been eyeing? Me? The salesgirl asked. Uh-huh. Well, there's one, but it's kinda expensive. Well, let's see it. Evelyn said, winking at me and taking me by the hand to follow the salesgirl back to the lady's portion of the clothing side. She led us to a rack and pulled down a blouse that had lots of lace and frilly little dangles on it. Oh, that is nice. Would you put it on for us? She looked at Evelyn and then at me with a hesitant look. Evelyn leaned toward her and whispered something I couldn't hear. She looked back at me and then took my hand and pulled me to the row of changing rooms identical to the ones we'd used before. She took my clothes and coat and set them on a chair and then pulled me into one of the changing rooms, closing the curtain behind us. You can only look, she whispered as she started to undo the front of her shirt. She unbuttoned it quickly and pulled the shirt off. She reached behind her and pulled her brow off, releasing a pair of very nice-looking D-cup breasts with nice large round areola and two very hard erect nipples. She pulled the new shirt off the hanger and pulled it on, pulling the front closed over her boobs. She buttoned it up and then pushed the curtain open for Evelyn to see. Oh, that I a sexy. I can imagine that would tempt any man to dance with you, she said with a grin. Is there a skirt you think goes with it? The young lady looked at her a little suspiciously. Trust me. It's my treat for you being so helpful. You're sure? As long as you're willing to try it on for us. Evelyn grinned. The young lady looked at her and then at me and then down at my heart on bulging the front of the pants out. What the hell? Why not? She said, walking down the aisle. She came back a few moments later with a heavily embroidered denim skirt. She stepped back in with me and closed the curtain. She unzipped the skirt she had on, pushed it down and stepped out of it. She pushed her white bikini panties down and stood there for a few moments letting me look at her half-naked body, the small tuft of blonde curls on her mound neatly trimmed into a wide triangle. She took the skirt off the hanger and pulled it on before opening the curtain. Oh yes. I think I can see why you like it. Those two go together very nicely. If you want to change back, I'll be more than happy to get both for you. She looked at Evelyn as if she had said something strange and then closed the curtain. She took the skirt back off and then undid the shirt, leaving her in nothing but her boots. She stepped toward me and reached for my pants. I'm not going to fuck you or anything, but if you want to touch anything, you can. I don't understand. I whispered as she worked my dick out of my pants and started to stroke it. Your wife. She said if I wanted to play with you she'd make it worth my while. All I had to do was get naked for you. But I'm not having sex with you. Not for a skirt and shirt. I wouldn't expect you to. I agreed. But thank you for the view. After the one she gave you of me earlier, I suppose it's fair. It is. Evelyn said as she pushed the curtain back and stepped inside. She closed the curtain back and lifted her dress up, pulling it up and off. 
she undid her bra and tossed it to the bench with her dress. She finally slipped off her wet panties so she was as naked as the young lady. Would you like to fuck him? She asked the young lady. I think my boyfriend would object. She answered, not letting go of my dick, her hands slowly stroking it. That wasn't the question. Would you like to? She looked at Evelyn and then at me. Sorta. Have you ever licked a woman's pussy? Once or twice. The girl said, clearly getting nervous now. She stepped around me so that she was between us and the mirror. She set her purse down and reached into it. I'm going to set some bills on the bench. If you think it's worth it to lick my cunt while he fucks you, you pick up the money and we do it. If not, you pick up your clothes and we'll all get dressed and go check out. Either way, the skirt and blouse are yours. Evelyn whispered. What do you think? I think you're crazy. She said. Maybe. Evelyn said as she pulled a hundred dollar bill from her wallet and set it on the bench. I could see the girl's eyes grow larger as Evelyn set down a second one on top of the first. She stood biting her tongue as Evelyn set a third and then a fourth down. He doesn't come in me, right? Uh, I want that in me. Evelyn agreed as she set down one more bill. Okay. As long as he doesn't. She said, apparently making up her mind. Evelyn smiled and then looked at me. Make her climax and then come in me. She whispered. You're really going to do this? By sex? I asked, a bit offended. Why not? I shook my head and pulled the young lady's hand from my dick. You go ahead. I'll wait at the registers. I said, closing my pants up. I pushed out of the changing room, closing the curtain, more for the young lady's sake than Evelyn's. The two came out of the changing room only a few short minutes later. Evelyn paid for all the clothes I had on, as well as the two items for the young lady. She looked at me after checking us out, almost apologetic. I hope you know, that was an expensive decision. Evelyn said as we walked out to the car. Good. I said sharply. I gave her the whole five hundred. You should have. You're mad. Nope. I lied as we reached the car. I climbed in, tossing my clothes in the back seat and settling into the bucket seat. She climbed in and started the car. You can take me home. I said testily. You are mad. No disappointed. I answered. She looked at me while we sat, going nowhere. Disappointed? That girl didn't want to have sex with us. She had a boyfriend. I know if she was my girl I'd be really pissed if I found out she had sex with someone else just for five hundred bucks. You think it wasn't enough? I groaned and shook my head. Some things aren't supposed to be bought. I said with a scowl. You know. I was kind of having fun. Right up until that part. I could get you being playful and showing me off, teasing her and you at the same time. But trying to buy sex? I don't even know what kind of person does that. Apparently one that doesn't realize that everything isn't available for money. Oh really? Seems to me you bought her just fine. I did. I found her price. That wasn't what I was referring to. No? What then? You. She said quietly. I'm sorry. I should have realized that you wouldn't be that kind of person. I should have realized that the way you made love to the three of us that night. Nothing was taken for granted. Nothing was taken without permission. I guess I really stepped on it, as they say. You think? I know. She answered. I'm glad you're the caring person you are. Why is that? Because I'm going to ask you for a second chance. She whispered. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have assumed things that weren't my place. I just assumed that because you are as turned on as I was, you would want to have sex with her. I mean, the other guys I've dated would have bought her without a second thought. I guess I'm not like those guys. I said, still frowning. You're not. And I need to get used to that if I'm going to be part of your life. It was my turn to look at her startled. If you'll let me. No, I don't mean that we're going to run off and be married or anything. I know that isn't you either. But I really would like the chance to know you a lot better. Maybe someday you'll look at me as more than a friend. But for now, I'm hoping you'll give this friend a second chance. I was silent for long minutes, letting her statement sink in. She seemed perfectly willing to wait as long as it took for me to formulate my response. I'll admit, I had several flows through my head, finally settling on the last one. As a friend. Maybe friends with benefits. But I'm not ready for anything more than that. I'll try to do better. She whispered. Can I still take you shopping? Okay. For the girls. I agreed. She smiled and settled back into her seat to drive. It took us almost four hours, and lunch at the mall food court before I had half a dozen gifts bought for my two girls. 
things I was fairly sure they were going to like. Evelyn wanted to pay for much of it, but I refused. I told her that a gift should come from the heart. It wasn't about the money. I guess that too is a new concept. As we shopped we talked, some about my wife, some about my life, a lot about my girls and even some about her life and upbringing. It wasn't a huge surprise that she was born into money and has had it in exorbitant amounts all her life. We got home and we walked into the house. Michael, I know I kind of messed things up today, but would you mind if I stayed? Are we going to be friends? I asked quietly. Yes. Then I can be honest, right? The friends I need are going to be honest with me all the time. You can be honest with me. As much as I might like that, Denise is coming over after dinner to help me finish decorating the tree. Oh, that kind of sounds like fun, she said, looking at me hopefully. Evelyn, I've kind of invited her to spend the night when we're done with the tree, I said quietly. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense, she said quietly, even though I could see the look of disappointment on her face. I stepped closer to her and put my arms around her waist, pulling her toward me. I enjoyed today. I really did. Other than that one thing, it was fun. If I hadn't already promised Denise, I'd be asking you to stay for dinner and help me with the tree. You would? I would. I told you I forgave you for what happened. I like you. I like you a lot, and not because you bought me clothes or flashed me at that sales girl or even got her naked in front of me. I like you because you can be funny and playful and when you want to be, you can be very sweet. I don't think anyone has ever called me that. Well, I've seen it. When we were looking at those necklaces and you were trying them all on, you looked so at ease and happy. It was very sweet. I hope I get to see a lot more of that part of you. I hope you do too, she said before leaning toward me and kissing me. I'd love to rip your clothes off right now and fuck your brains out, but I'm going to leave that part for Denise. She deserves to not have you worn out, she said with a soft giggle. Trust me. If she wasn't coming over, by now you'd be laying naked on the floor getting pounded. I chuckled. Do you really find me attractive? I mean, for real? I don't have big boobs or anything. I'm skinny. I have a little girl-looking vulva. Trust me. You are attractive, and you are sexy. I answered her. Okay. She whispered before kissing me one more time. I better go before I start ripping those clothes off of you. It's been a long time since I've had to go home and satisfy myself with a toy, but that's what I'm going to do. Do you want to know why? Okay, I'll bite. Why? I hope you don't bite too hard. She giggled. Because until you tell me there isn't any chance for us, I'm off the market. What? I asked in surprise. You heard me. Until you tell me that there isn't in U.S. and not going to be in U.S., I'm going to be just yours. That sounds like quite a commitment. I know you said no commitments. And you don't have to commit to anything. But it's how I want it to be. I don't want you to ever wonder who I'm sleeping with, because it's going to be only you. Anytime you stop by, the door is open. No exceptions. She whispered. I don't even know where you live. We can fix that another time. She said with a grin. I just wanted you to know that before I left. And if I find out that you held back and didn't give Denise the best night you could, I'm going to come bust your butt. Yes, ma'am. I whispered before she pulled away. She pulled on her coat, blew me a kiss and walked out the door. I showered and changed before dinner, switching to a pair of sweatpants and a t-shirt. I didn't want Denise to see me in a new pair of clothes someone else bought for me. I was suddenly feeling guilty about seeing two women at once, but the honest truth is that I wasn't sure what I wanted. I was enjoying the attention and the physical stimulation, but at the same time, it felt a little hollow. I didn't want to lead either of them on, but I wasn't ready for an emotional relationship right now. Oh. When I answered the door I was a little surprised. It was Denise, as expected, but it wasn't. At least not the Denise I'd seen at work and in bed. Her hair framed her face in a myriad of curls, and her makeup was every bit as prepared as it was for the party. She looked absolutely incredibly gorgeous. So, you going to ask me in? She asked me as I stood there with my mouth hanging open. Oh, sure. I'm sorry. I was just, um, stunned. You look incredible. She smiled as she stepped past me, setting a small bag down in the hallway. And you haven't seen the best part yet either. She said as she took her coat off. Well, I said quietly as I looked at her. She was dressed in red high heels, red fishnet stockings with a red garter belt holding them up, a tiny, and I do mean tiny, thong panty that was barely big enough to cover her lips and a bra, if you could call it that, that was less there than what was not. 
It had a lace band around her body holding to partial cups under her sexy C-cup breasts, and basically the outer framework of a bra the rest of the way around her boobs, leaving them almost completely exposed except for a tiny bit of support under each one. You said we were going to do the tree naked, but I thought you might enjoy a sexy Christmas outfit just the same. Oh, trust me. I am enjoying it. Good. I have one for you too. She said, bending down to dig into the bag. She pulled out a tiny little red, well, I wasn't sure what it was. It looked more like a little stretchy tube with some strings than anything else. She held it out for me. I can put it on for you if you want. I chuckled. The way you look, I doubt it'll fit. She smiled back. I hope not. She stepped toward me and lifted my shirt. I put my arms up and let her pull it up and off of me. She pushed my sweatpants down and grinned at the lack of underwear. Someone was expecting me? It would seem that way. I agreed as I lifted my feet to let her pull them off. Yes. This is definitely not going to fit. She said. I was hoping that my attire would generate that response. Oh? Uh-huh. It means that we'll have to find a way to make it go down. Can you think of any way to do that? Hmm. Let's see. I could read a math book. That should be boring enough. I see. Any other way? Well, I have some dirty movies someplace. I suppose I could use one of those. She rolled her eyes. Any other way? Well, there is one. But I'd hate to mess up such a sexy outfit. Oh? What's that? I stepped to her and scooped her up in my arms. She was more than light enough for me to lift, and I carried her to the sofa. I set her butt on the arm of the sofa and then pushed her back so that she fell back on the sofa, leaving her butt on the arm, her pussy pointing up at me. I pulled the tiny red thong panty aside and pressed my engorged head between her lips. I could make love to you. I whispered as I rubbed my head up and down her lips. Oh God. I thought you'd never get around to this. She moaned softly as I pushed my head slowly into her. Oh yes. I've been waiting for this all day. Yeah? I asked as I pulled back to let her juices lubricate her lips again before pushing in again, deeper this time. Oh yes. I'm afraid I'm addicted to your dick. She moaned as I pulled back and pushed in again, even deeper. I lifted her legs and let her rest her calves on my shoulders as I started to stroke in and out of her slowly. In and out I pushed, wrapping one arm around her thigh and resting my thumb on the end of her slit. I pressed against the juncture of her flowery outer lips and rubbed my thumb in small circles, drawing another groan from her. Oh my. You know exactly what to do, don't you? I try. I answered a little breathlessly as I pumped my hips, driving down into her with each stroke. My engorged head felt every ridge and ripple of her vagina, teasing me closer to the tipping point with each stroke. I closed my eyes and moaned softly as the sensations of her body around me pushed every button. I stroked harder and faster, driving deep and hard into her with each plunge. I opened my eyes and saw her tits rolling and moving in circles on her chest with each impact I made into her bare ass. That's it. So good. Oh God, so good. You're going to make me come. Oh yes. Oh God, getting so close. Don't stop. Please don't stop. She moaned as she tried to lift her butt off the sofa arm to match my strokes. In and out I plunged, feeling her legs begin to tremble and her pussy squeeze tight around me. Oh God. I'm coming. She cried loudly as her body was racked with shudders and trembles. I felt her pussy squeeze around me, providing just enough change and sensation to send me over the edge. My body bucked hard into her, and I grunted loudly, as my cock surged the first gush of cum into her. I stood there, watching her body shudder, the look of pure ecstasy on her face as she climaxed around my surging dick. Oh Michael. God, I love feeling you come inside me like that. It feels so, so, oh God, I don't know what I'm saying. I think I do. I answered, coaxing her legs off my shoulders. I reached for her hands and pulled her up to sit on the arm again, my softening dick still buried in her. I scooped under her butt and lifted her. I stepped around the sofa and gently lowered us both onto it, ending with me laying on top of her without losing my softening dick. She looked up at me with a smile, gently stroking my hair and staring into my eyes with her dark green, almost mesmerizing, eyes. I told myself I wouldn't push you. I wouldn't say those words. Yet here I am, laying under you, feeling a surge of emotions every bit as powerful as the sex we just had. I could love you so easily. I could make my life fit into and around yours just as easily. She whispered. I can't ask you to feel the same way. I know you don't. I really do. But maybe someday you will. Maybe. I whispered back, not wanting to say anything either of us might regret later. 
Before I could say anything else, she pulled my face to hers in a long, soft, loving kiss that lasted several minutes. God, I could kiss you all day. Every time we do it makes my belly tingle. Oh? I give you indigestion? I joke softly. She slapped my shoulder lightly. So bad. She whispered. But I understand. But we should start decorating. Otherwise, we'll lay here until that thing doesn't fit again. Oh? Uh huh. I can already feel you getting hard inside me again. Not real hard, but definitely growing again. I'd like to say that it's because I'm such a hot sexy woman you can't help but get a hard on when you're with me. But I think it's really because you haven't had a woman in three years and your body is trying to make up for lost time. You really want me to wear that thing? Actually, I'd rather play a game. Yeah? What kind of game? How about I take my underwear off too, and any time I bend over in front of you, you push that sexy cock of yours into me. I wouldn't mind that game. I answered with a smile. Denise made sure to put on all the lower ornaments, bending over once or twice every minute. It was probably the slowest and longest fuck I've ever had, sticking my dick in for one stroke every time she bent over. The tree was only half done when I'd had all the teasing I could handle. I pulled her down onto the carpet, and she eagerly climbed onto me and began bouncing wildly on me, turned on every bit as much as I was. I suppose someone could have seen in the front window and seen us, but neither of us cared at that moment. Not that it mattered. It was snowing hard enough that we couldn't hardly see the houses across the street, and no one was walking down the sidewalk in the snow either. We climaxed together very quickly, and after several long minutes of kissing and touching, we went back to work finishing the tree. When it came time to put the tinsel garland on it, Denise playfully wrapped herself with it, and she had to spin herself slowly as she walked around the tree, feeding me the garland as we moved, until it was all transferred from her to the tree. I had to admit, it was the most fun way of putting the garland on that I had ever done. With the tree done, I took the rest of her outfit off, so she was as naked as I was, and we settled in my recliner, all the lights off except for the tree, the two of us snuggling naked, watching the snow fall. It was comfortable to cuddle with her, her bare skin soft and warm against my body. We touched and kissed softly, not always on each other's lips until it was long past bedtime. We retired and made love gently one more time, this time in the bed, in the dark, before falling asleep in each other's arms. What are you thinking? She whispered when she woke in the morning, realizing that I was awake and just lying, holding her snugly against me. I'm thinking that you're the first woman that has ever been in this bed besides my wife. Is that difficult? It wasn't last night when we were making love. But it is now. I whispered. I know when I lost my husband, I had trouble just going to sleep in the same bed we'd shared for so long. Eventually it got better. But I never quite got comfortable with him not being there. So why now? Why me? Why now is the easy one. You're finally available. She whispered. Why you is a lot harder. Have you ever wanted something but knew you couldn't have it? You accept that you can't have it, but that doesn't stop you from wishing you could. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we've been friends at work for how long? Oh gosh. Since I started here, what, ten years ago? Uh-huh. Just after I lost my husband, actually. You may not know it, but Betsy is very taken with you. She is always gushing about how sexy you are, how sweet you are, how much she wishes she could get into your pants, that kind of thing. You might have noticed how many times she makes trips to your office. She does make a lot of trips. I agreed. She told me once that she intentionally forgets to bring things, just so she can make another trip. She said with a chuckle. Anyway. She got my curiosity up. I started thinking about you way too much. More than a woman should think about a married man. You can imagine what I was thinking of myself. But Betsy was only what, 25 or 26? Why would she have been so taken with me? That I can't answer. You'll have to ask her. But she was. She still is. She hasn't found a guy she can date for any length of time because she measures them up against you. In her rose-colored glasses, you are a high bar to meet. I had no idea. Did you know she took herself out of what she felt was a competition for me? Yes. You knew? She told me. She didn't think she could compete with Evelyn. She could offer you everything you've ever wanted, and what could Betsy offer you, besides herself? She shouldn't underestimate herself. I said quietly. You should tell her that, not me. I twisted my head enough to look at her. I thought you'd have preferred not to have more competition. I'm not afraid of competition. If you develop the feelings I'm hoping you do for me, it won't matter who else is throwing themselves at you. I watched you, talked to you, let you cry on my shoulder more than a few times after you lost your wife. 
I know what kind of man you are. I know what kind of emotions you are capable of. If those don't develop for me, you'd never be happy being with me. No, I'm in the game to let you have time to see where this all leads you. I want to keep reminding you that I am here, that I am ready if you ever are, and to keep feeling your gentleness and kindness. I'm not out looking for anyone else. You don't have to worry that I'm off in someone else's bed. There are only two beds I'm sleeping in. Mine alone at home, or yours, wherever that happens to be, as long as you're in it. I don't deserve any of that. I whispered. Here I am having sex with, well, more women than is proper, and you're saying that it's me or nothing? Don't put any pressure on yourself. If it happens, it will. If it doesn't, then we'll know, right? I'm not in a hurry. To be honest, I'm just going to absorb everything you give me and take it as a gift. If it keeps coming, that's great. If not, I'll understand. That sounds, I don't know, lonely? Honey, I've been alone a long time already. Something like this is, like last night and today, it's just something special, like a vacation from loneliness. You never want to go home from vacation, but eventually you have to. I feel like a heel. I whispered. Why? I feel like I'm using you or leading you on or something. She pushed herself up and looked at me. She slowly lowered her face to mine and gave me a soft gentle kiss, breaking it when I sipped my arm around her to pull her closer. Don't. She whispered. We're dating. That means that we're kind of both using each other. Trying each other on for fit, so to speak. No promises, no commitments, just enjoying each other to see if maybe, sometime in the future, there could be more. I'm not bothered by that. I don't want you to be either. Who knows, I may decide you aren't what I want either, right? I suppose. I answered. Good. Now you want to have sex before I make you breakfast or after? She asked, sliding her hand down to my soft dick and grabbing it gently. Why not both? I like how you think. She whispered, letting me pull her down toward me to kiss her again. I knew my girls would be showing up later in the day, so after breakfast and one more slow gentle fuck, she headed home. I went about cleaning the house up, putting away the decoration boxes and such. Late in the afternoon, Jennifer, my youngest, showed up. Jennifer was thirty now, though still single. She had dated a guy for a long time and I had expected them to tie the knot. I guess she had too, but he had other ideas. I helped her bring in things for under the tree and her clothes, moving them into one of the bedrooms. We were just settling down to chat and catch up when my oldest daughter, Sam, and her husband Richard arrived. It felt good to have them both home for Christmas. I felt like I was smiling more this year than in the past few. It felt good. Oh. Hey, Dad. Can we talk? Jennifer asked as she walked into my bedroom the next afternoon, while I was putting away clothes that she'd washed for me earlier that day. Sure, honey. What's up? I asked. That's what I was going to ask you. She said as she stood with her hands behind her back. I don't understand. I said feeling confused. What's up about what? She pulled her hands out from behind her back. I found this in the laundry. She said holding up a lace bra that I recognized as being one that Betsy had accidentally left here after the Christmas party. I'd thrown it into the laundry without even thinking about it. 38 double D? I don't suppose you want to tell me where it came from? Just a friend. I answered. Uh-huh. And these? She asked, holding up the red thong panty that I'd taken off Denise the night before and a small black one that I knew damn well belonged to Evelyn. Where did you get those? The red one came out from between the sofa cushions. The black one off the closet floor. They aren't the same size, and the red one? The red one is still damp. You have something you want to tell me? I looked at her and shook my head. Not really. Come on, Dad. You're clearly seeing more than one woman. Why else would you have at least two different women's underwear in the house? For that matter, why do you have their underwear at all? Okay. I'm seeing someone. Is that a crime? Hell no. I think it's great. But two women? Or is it three? Or more? I found at least two different shades of lipstick on that white turtleneck. What the hell is going on, Dad? The turtleneck was from the company Christmas party. I danced with a few people. I said quickly, Dad, you don't get lipstick all over your clothes unless you are dancing really close. So you want to tell me about it? Not really. Dad, come on. I don't care that you want to find someone. I understand being alone. But multiple women? And having them over for sex? Who said I had them over for sex? Dad, come on. Why else would their underwear be here? Okay. So I have a couple of women that are interested in me. Are they good? What do you mean good? Are they good to you? You know, women we'd approve of. 
Women who'd approve of. Sam asked as she walked into the room. Us. What women? She asked. The women dad's dating. Or more correctly having sex with. Jennifer said holding the panties and bra up for her sister to see. Oh dad. Really? So cool. Cool? Jennifer asked. Hell yes. He's got a right to be happy. If it's banging a bunch of women, who are we to complain? Mom wouldn't think it's okay. Mom would want dad to be happy. Doesn't matter how he goes about finding that happiness, does it? But screwing around with multiple women at once? Go for it, dad. How many? At least three. Maybe more. Jennifer answered for me. Go, dad. Sam said with a laugh. It's not funny. Jennifer said angrily. Yes, it is. Sam said. It's none of our business who he fucks. It's his business. If he finds someone important, I'm sure he'll let us know. Oh, really? Like what? Having her walk in naked and say, here's your new mom. Oh, Jen. Don't be so dramatic. Sam took the underwear from her sister and stepped to me. She handed them to me. At least they all seemed to know what's sexy. She said before leaning to me and kissing my cheek. It's fine with me. Do what you want, as long as it makes you happy. She said before turning away. She grabbed her sister's hand on the way out. Come on, Jen. Let's leave him alone for a few minutes. Why? So he can go jack off silly. Didn't you see the hard-on he was sprouting? Hard-on? God, you can be so dense. It's not like what you're wearing is helping at all. I mean that shirt damn near shows off your boobs, and you're standing there making him think of sex? Oh. Jennifer said as Sam pulled her out of the room. I sat down on the end of the bed and groaned, feeling my warm face from blushing. As we usually did, we went to church for Christmas Eve service. I always enjoyed the service with all the Christmas carols and then the candlelight singing of Silent Night. With the snow on the ground from the night before, it really felt like Christmas this year, unlike the last few. Hey there. I heard from behind me. It was a voice I knew very well. I turned around to see Betsy standing there in a very stunning dress, her hair deep auburn hair curled so that it framed her pale freckled face and huge smile. Betsy. I said in surprise. I didn't want to let Christmas go by without you knowing I was thinking about you. She said as she stepped closer and used her free hand, the one not holding her purse, to pull us tightly together. I could feel her pelvis push against mine, trapping my suddenly hardening dick between us as she kissed my cheek. She broke the hug after a few moments and stepped back, letting her hand slide down my arm to my hand. She slipped her hand into mine and squeezed it. So, these are your girls? Um, yeah. This is Samantha and Jennifer. Girls. This is a friend of mine from work, Betsy. So nice to meet you. Sam said, stepping up and giving her a little hug, at least as much as she could with the huge baby belly. I couldn't help but notice Sam take a long up and down look before turning enough to smile at me. Jennifer reached a hand out and Betsy shook it. You know, we're going to go to the house and have hot cocoa before bed. Would you like to join us? Sam suggested. I wouldn't want to intrude on family time. Betsy said quickly. Besides, I just wanted Michael to know he was in my thoughts. You really wouldn't be intruding. Honest. Sam said quickly. Besides, Christmas is a time for sharing. Well, if you're sure you don't mind. She said looking at me. I couldn't tell if she wanted me to say no or yes. I said yes. You know where the house is I take it? Sam asked with a little grin. Uh. Um. Uh, yes. I think so. Betsy stammered. Good. We'll meet you there. Sam said, looping an arm in mine. Won't we, Dad? Uh. Yeah. I agreed, looking at Betsy as my daughter led me away. I take it that's the bra lady? Sam whispered as we walked out the door into the night. Um. Yeah. I agreed quietly. Good. I thought so. How? I asked. The way she looked at you. She wanted to just grab you and kiss you but she didn't. I suspected with those boobs that she was the one who left the bra. You'll have to tell me how that happened sometime. Seems like it's going to be hard to get anything past you. Oh, mom taught me well, she said with a laugh. Richard can't get away with shit. Just like mom never let you get away with anything. Who said there was ever anything to get away with? I asked as we reached the car and I unlocked it. Trust me, dad. Mom told me about the time you and Mrs. Wilson went skinny dipping. How you thought she didn't know. But she did. She did? Oh, yeah. She never told you she knew, but she knew. She didn't want to make a big deal out of it because it was just looking. Nothing happened. 
Now if you'd have done more than look, I'm sure she'd have let you have it big time. I'm sure she would have. I agreed as we got into the car. It was a stupid bet. I shouldn't have let Jerry get me into that. Oh? Wanna tell me about it? Mom never knew exactly what it was, but she said it had to be something stupid for you to do that. It was. The losers of the bet had to jump into the lake naked. Only two of us lost, me and Sylvia. So we had to strip on the shore in front of everyone and dive into the lake. It was damn cold. What kind of a bet? You had to hold your breath for at least one minute. I answered. I figured I could. Turns out I couldn't anymore. Dad? Yeah? You do know that Mrs. Wilson was a swimmer in college, right? Sylvia? No. She was? Uh Uh-huh. She told me once when she was giving me swim lessons in our pool out back. She could hold her breath for like five minutes. She could? Oh yeah? But she, wait, she lost too. Sam chuckled. God, Dad. You are such a boy scout. That's why Mom loved you so much. It never occurred to you that she lost on purpose? But she'd have to get naked in front of the other guys too. Dad. She wasn't going to lose if you didn't lose. Oh. I answered as I started the car. Jennifer and Richard had climbed into the back seat while we were talking. Who wasn't going to lose what? Jennifer asked. Nothing. Just a bet Dad lost a few years ago. Sam said. We drove home, enjoying the Christmas lights on the houses reflecting off the snow yards. We pulled into the garage and just made it into the house when Betsy pulled into the driveway. I walked out to her car and watched her climb from the car, a lot of leg showing as she did so. Probably on purpose. I think you should know. The girls found your bra from the other night. They did? She said in surprise. I thought I lost that at the hotel. Apparently not. I found it and tossed it in the laundry without thinking. Is it a problem? I can leave if you want. No. Um. No. I'd like you to stay. I answered, almost too quickly. Come on, we can go through the garage. I led her by the hand into the garage and then stopped us before getting to the door. I turned to her and pulled her to me, pressing my lips to hers. She kissed me back eagerly as we held each other, sucking each other's lips and teasing with our tongues before finally breaking the minute-long kiss. I told myself I wasn't going to do this. She whispered. I just wanted to come to your church to see you. I wasn't even going to let you know I was there. Why not? Because of what I said. I don't want to make it hard for you to decide. What if you're part of the equation? Me? You don't want me. I'm too young. From what Denise told me, you've been saying a lot of things about me. About how much you'd like to get into my pants and such. Well, you've been there. Do you want me any less now than before you did? Oh God, no. I want you even more. Then be part of the equation. Let me decide if you're too young. You really want to be with me? I want the chance to find out. I'll be honest. Sex with Evelyn is interesting. Sex with Denise is good. But sex isn't what it's all about. I miss seeing you come to my office. I miss hearing your voice every day at work. I also miss feeling you like this. So don't stay away anymore. Let's just let nature work its magic and see what happens with who. You sure? I'm sure. I agreed. She nodded and let me lead her into the house, the garage door opener putting the door down as we left the garage. I have the milk heating, Sam said as I walked into the kitchen. She looked over at me and grinned. She grabbed a paper towel and stepped toward me. Someone left lipstick, she whispered, rubbing the corner of my mouth with the paper towel. I guess she's a better friend than you let on. Yeah. I agreed, squeezing Betsy's hand, which I was surprisingly still holding. Dad's a good man. Treat him right and he'll always treat you right, Sam said before turning back to the stove. Go sit down. I'll bring it out when it's ready. I led Betsy into the living room and I was going to sit in my recliner, but wanted to sit with Betsy. Unfortunately there wasn't room on the sofa or anywhere else for the two of us to sit together. I let go of her hand and let her sit on the sofa while I ended up in my recliner. So you've known Dad for a while then? Jennifer asked. Oh, a few years. Betsy answered. So you're what? Thirty-five or so? Thirty-eight actually. Kind of young for my dad, aren't you? Depends on if you think age matters. Betsy answered. So have you been fucking him long? Jennifer asked boldly. I saw the look on Betsy's face change to shock and then, moments later, defiance. She stood up and for a moment I thought she was going to leave. Instead, she turned to Jennifer and smiled a crooked smile. 
She reached up under her skirt and pulled her panties down her thighs and then pushed them down her legs. She stepped out of them and then took the few short steps to me. She lifted the back of her dress up clear of her butt and sat down on my lap. She twisted herself around until she was sitting on my lap with her legs over one arm of the recliner. Long enough to feel comfortable doing this, she said as she pulled one of my arms around her shoulders so she could lean herself against me. She found my right hand and pulled it down between her legs and pushed it all the way up under her skirt until the bright red material was barely covering her pussy, but there was no doubt exactly where she had my fingers. I think I missed something, Sam said as she walked in with a tray of cocoa cups. Just your sister trying to embarrass Betsy by asking how long she's been fucking your dad, Sam's husband said with a chuckle. Sam looked at Jennifer and then to Betsy on my lap. Yeah, looks like that worked out, she said as she moved toward us. Here, Betsy. You might need to share one with him, given his hands are both busy. Sam, how can you stand there and just let this happen? Jennifer asked her sister incredulously. Jen, he's a grown man. He can fuck whoever he wants whenever and wherever. But it's not right. Sam laughed. If it wasn't right, you wouldn't be here. What the hell does that mean? It means that mom got pregnant with you a month before they got married, in a movie theater. The only place grandma would let them go alone before the wedding. How do you know that? Mom told me, years ago. Sam said. Grandma didn't want them having sex before getting married, like they hadn't already been doing it. So she wouldn't let them go anywhere alone. Except for the movies one time. They had sex in the theater, and again in the bushes behind a house on the walk home. Result you? Oh shit. Jennifer said, letting out a long breath. So stop being a prude and let dad be happy. If sitting here with a younger woman on his lap makes him happy, let it be. I sat there and let Betsy take turns taking a sip and giving me a sip, while I let my fingers gently tease her pussy. I knew I shouldn't, but I couldn't help myself. Dad. Why don't you go get your suit off before one of you spills cocoa on it? Probably a good idea. I answered, sitting with even my suit coat and tie on yet. I didn't really want Betsy to get off my lap though. You can show Betsy that thing I showed you earlier too. Sam added. I'm sure she'd love to see it. That thing? I asked in confusion. Yeah, dad. You know. That thing? In your bedroom? She said with raised eyebrows before making sure Jennifer couldn't see her pretend to stroke the dick she didn't have. Oh. Yeah. You're right. I agreed, finally understanding. You wanna come with me, Betsy? Won't take long. Sure, if you don't mind me in the bedroom while you change. You've seen me in my underwear before. I said as I pulled my hand from between her legs. Betsy slipped off my lap and stood waiting for me to get up. I did, and we walked hand in hand down the hall. I could hear Jennifer hiss at Sam that she had to know we were going to fuck. Damn straight. Betsy whispered as we walked to the bedroom. I pushed the door closed and started taking my suit off. Before I could get my tie and jacket off Betsy had her dress off and was moving to the bed. She pulled her bra off and tossed it on the bed before sitting down. Better make sure I take this one home. Yeah. I think so. I agreed as I pulled my shoes off and then my pants. She lay, her legs spread, teasing her pussy, waiting for me as I took my shirt off and then finally pushed my briefs down and off. I stepped between her legs and rubbed my engorged head up and down her lips. Oh god yes. Betsy hissed softly as I pushed into her depths, feeling the hot wetness envelop me. I wasn't sure I'd ever get to feel this again. Not after what I told you in your office. Yet here you are. I whispered as I started to slide in and out of her pussy. Oh damn. You are so tight and hot. I love how you feel around me. I'm glad. I hope you aren't too disappointed if I climax quickly. Not as long as you don't mind if I come fast too. Where do you want it? In me, please. You sure? Your underwear is out there. Don't worry. I'll take care of that. You just enjoy it. She moaned softly. In and out I stroked, feeling my engorged head slide deep into and bump against her cervix. I could feel her pussy start to quiver, her climax rushing closer and closer as I pumped into her. I knew I was getting close to and smiled to myself as she started to climax around my hard shaft. Her legs trembled slightly and she bit her lower lip to stay quiet as she climaxed. Her spasming pussy changed the sensations just enough to send me tumbling over the edge with her. I came hard, jamming deep into her and pumping shot after shot of cum into her pussy as I stood there, panting. I don't suppose we should stay in here too long. She said softly, pushing on my stomach to pull my still half-hard cock out of her pussy. Probably not. 
I agreed as she stood up, wrapping her arms around me and pulling us tighter so her hard nipples pressed against my chest. She pressed her lips to mine and we kissed for almost as long as it took for us to have sex before she broke the kiss breathlessly. God I love kissing you. She whispered. Almost as much as fucking you. I'm glad. You are? Really? I am. Really? I answered. I was very disappointed when you said you wanted to not do this anymore because I knew damn well that I did. Is sex with me that good? That special. I answered. Mmm. I like that. She whispered. Now what are we going to put you in? She asked as she walked into my closet. She came back out a few moments later with the western pants Evelyn had bought me. Um, these look new. I don't remember seeing these when we dressed you for the party, or I sure as hell would have put you in them. I blushed a little. Evelyn. That was all I said. Ah. I see. Okay. We won't use those right now. She said, turning back into the closet. Can I pick anything? Anything? Hell, I don't even remember some of what's in there. She came back out a few moments later with her hands behind her back. Just say yes. I can put you in anything my little heart desires. I chuckled. Is it going to make a difference if I say no? Not likely, she said with an impish grin. In that case, anything your little heart desires, I said with a laugh. She grinned and pulled her hands from behind her back. Where did you find those? Way on the end, she said as she held out the silk bedpants that my wife had bought me on an anniversary, trying to get me to not buy lingerie for her. Oh lord, my wife got me those years ago. She hated that I bought her lingerie and made me wear those to prove just how useless something like this was. She didn't like you to buy her lingerie? Nope. Said it was a waste of money. If I wanted to have sex naked was as good as anything else. Silly woman. You can buy me any kind of lingerie you want, and I'll be more than happy to wear it for you. She said with a grin. But that means you need to wear these for me now. Honey. There's no way I can wear those out there in front of my daughters. You sure about that? I think you'd look so sexy in them. Why not let them see just how hot and sexy you are? I sighed and took the bed pants from her. I pulled them on, glad that I didn't have a hard on any longer because these were designed to show every bit of it. They were almost, but not quite see-through, but there was no doubt about what was being looked at. See, I show way too much in these, I said quietly. I think you look spectacular, but if you're worried about how much you show, I'll just sit on your lap some more to cover you up. I rolled my eyes, feeling like I'd already lost the argument, sure I was going to regret it. I nodded my assent and stood waiting while she pulled her dress on, leaving her bra off, her still hard nipples poking prominently out the front of the dress. I let her lead me back out to the living room. Oh good God, Dad, Jennifer exclaimed. Whoa, Dad, now that's definitely getting comfortable. Sam said with a grin. I made the mistake of letting Betsy pick. I answered my daughter, trying hard to cover myself as best I could as I moved to my chair, suddenly feeling very exposed. Betsy quickly settled on my lap again. So, Betsy, I have to ask. Sam said quietly. How did you ever get my dad to agree to start dating again? Well, Denise and I had been trying for months, and he just wouldn't. You could tell he wanted to, but wouldn't let himself. So in the end we tricked him. You tricked him? Yeah, I invited him to escort me to the Christmas party so I didn't have to go alone. I got him to tell me what would make it not a date, and he said not going alone with me. I kinda expected that so I already had it set up with Denise. So he took both of us. Nice move. Dad always was an easy one to trick into stuff when we were kids. We were just always a lot more devious than he thought we were. But that kinda explains you and one other pair of underwear. Where does the third come in? Evelyn. Betsy said, looking at me with a little frown. Denise and I wanted to make sure that Michael didn't think we were trying to just fix him up with one of us. We wanted him to have plenty to pick from. So we made up a game with all the single girls at work. If they found him at all interesting, they were supposed to dance with him at the party and get him to take off their underwear. The idea was that he might get lucky with one or more at the party, but by the end of the night he'd have a collection of underwear that was all the single girls that were interested in letting him date them. The game was, well, he doesn't even know this part yet because of Evelyn. The idea was that all the girls he had underwear for would have a chance to collect them back. They could either get him to take them home and have sex, or they could find a place at work to have sex, but they had to get naked in front of him and get him off, one way or another. Oh damn. That sounds like a great game. Well, one of the girls, Amanda, is apparently friends with Evelyn. She's the chief financial officer for the company.
She's also single. Anyway, Amanda dared Evelyn to seduce Michael and take him off somewhere naughty to have sex right there at the party. She ended up taking him to the ladies' room and stripping and having sex. She was so taken with him that she wanted to spend the night with him. He said no, because he'd brought us, Denise and me. So she got the two of us to agree to spend the night together, the four of us. Four of you? You mean he had sex with three of you at the same time? Jennifer asked in surprise, a shocked look on her face. Do people even do that kind of thing for real? Not only did he, he did it for a whole night, satisfying all three of us multiple times. He was really damn good, but now, he has three girlfriends. I hate to think what's going to happen when the rest of the girls start wanting their underwear back. Oh yeah? She said looking at me. I got three more pairs after the party that didn't have a chance to dance with you. So that makes, I think seven pair you're going to have to give back. You mean I have to have sex with seven other women? Holy shit. I can barely keep up with three of you. I complained quietly. I think it's wonderful. I've been on dad for over a year to start dating again. I think this is just what he needs. No dipping an oar in the water, just dive in all the way. Sam said with a smile. I think it's disgusting. Jennifer said quietly. How could you set up my dad to have sex with so many women? It's not like he's married or anything. He's single and just between the two of us, he's a damn incredible man. He's gentle, sweet, considerate, smart, good-looking, sexy, and great in bed. What the hell else could a woman want? Betsy snapped back. I'm sorry. I don't mean to spoil your Christmas. I should probably go. She said quietly to me after snapping at my daughter. Actually, I think you should stay. Sam said quickly. In fact, it's getting pretty late. No point in you driving home this late with the slick roads. Why don't you stay the night? Sam. Where is she going to sleep? We have both rooms tied up. With dad, of course. Sam said. Come on. It's not like they haven't already, right? She asked looking directly at her younger sister. Yeah, but... Jennifer started to protest. But what? If it makes dad happy, you're going to tell them no? Seriously? Sam said, standing up from the sofa. Come on, Betsy. Let's see if we can find you something to wear. You can't be going to bed in a dress now, can you? I suppose not. Betsy said hesitantly before looking at me. Why not? I answered. All right. Betsy answered, taking Sam's offered hand and sliding off my lap. Oops. She said, looking at my lap and the huge wet spot where our combined juices had leaked out onto my PJ pants, making them damn near translucent right over my half-hard dick. Oh, damn. I said, covering myself with my hands. Don't worry about it, Dad. Sam said. You just relax. I'll get you something. Come on, Betsy. Let's see what we can find. I watched the girls head down the hall toward my bedroom, wondering just exactly what they were planning on finding. Jesus, Dad, I can't believe you're doing this. What? Sleeping with Betsy? No. Sleeping with three women at once. I only did that once. I said. And it wasn't even my idea. But you agreed. That or walk home. I said with a shrug. Besides. It really was kinda interesting. Do you even like these women? Or are you just fucking them for fun? I sighed. I do like them. Betsy and Denise both, a lot. I've liked them for a long time. They were good friends before your mother passed, and they both helped me through it all. So yes, I like them. But Betsy, she's a lot younger than you are. Doesn't that bother you? I think it bothers you a lot more than it bothers me right now. Hell, honey. You have no idea how hard it has been for the last few years. Being with Betsy has been like a breath of fresh air. She makes me feel good inside. She makes me laugh. Hell, you have no idea how many times she's come into my office and flashed me something, just to make me smile. You let her flash you? At work? Really, Dad? Aren't you going to get in trouble with HR or something? Isn't that sexual harassment? Technically, it's only sexual harassment if I find it to be offensive. And quite honestly, I don't. Besides, one of those pair of underwear I have to return belongs to the head of our HR department. Oh God. You're impossible. Jennifer groaned. You make a joke out of everything. I wasn't joking. I answered her quietly. Dad. Shit. That's even worse. I couldn't help but laugh. Honey, you definitely got your conservatism from your mom. You sound just like I'd have expected her to sound. I took a deep breath and slowly let it out. Your mom made me promise to find a way to be happy again. She and I were exclusive to each other, 
but she's gone. If I'm going to find someone compatible, I'm going to have to go shopping. Betsy just provided a very unique way to go shopping. I've already stopped arguing. In fact, she wanted to take herself out of the picture to give me a better chance to find what I wanted. I want her in that picture. I want her to have a chance to be that person. I actually think she could be. Oh God, Dad. No. Not someone that young. What are you worried about? How does it matter to you? You mean introducing my new mom, who just happens to be the same age as my older sister? I laughed again and then stopped laughing when I saw Betsy and Sam walking down the hall. Oh my. I whispered to myself as I saw Betsy. She had on a red she-robe-looking thing that went to the middle of her thighs, and was almost completely see-through. Under it, she had on a pair of very skimpy red lace panties, which I happened to know were crotchless, because I bought them. Holding her huge breasts was a red lace brow that was a little too small, though it didn't matter, since the design held them up, but covered none of the front so that her bright pink areola and rock-hard pink nipples showed over the undercups of the brow. Richard was staring at her as much as I was as she walked into the room. Oh damn. He whispered. You just keep your eyeballs in your head there, sweetie. I'll give you plenty to look at later. Uh. Um. Sure. He answered awkwardly, unable to rip his eyes from her big tits. Sam walked over to me and held a hand out. She pulled me up from my chair and then pushed me down the hall, Betsy taking my hand and walking with me toward the master bedroom. See you two in the morning? And Betsy, feel free to wear anything you want in the morning. We all usually do Christmas in our pajamas. Okay. Betsy called back, squeezing my hand. Damn, you look sexy. I said as we stepped into the bedroom and closed the door. Sam wanted me to look good for you. She thinks that maybe you like me a lot more than you let on. I hope she's right. She may just be. I answered, pulling her to me. I wrapped my arms around her and pulled her against me. We leaned into each other and shared a long soft kiss before she pushed away. She turned the bedroom light off, leaving the bathroom light on so we had some light, and then moved to the bed. She crawled onto it and settled onto it. She untied the single bow near the neck of the robe and let it spread apart. She pulled it so both nipples were exposed and bare and then spread her legs. You know, I've never made love in anything like this. How would you feel about making love to me just like this? I pushed the silk bed pants off and stepped out of them as I crawled onto the bed. I moved up over her body and she reached down and guided me between her legs. I felt my engorged head find her wet lips and then pushed into her. Oh yes. She hissed softly as I slipped deeper into her. I felt my dry dick catch her lips and pulled back until only my head was inside her and then pushed in again. It took several strokes to get me fully into her hot wet confines. Oh God, Michael. I love how you feel. She moaned softly as I pumped myself in and out of her, her hot wet pussy caressing the length of my shaft with each stroke. In and out I slipped, reveling in the sensations her tight little pussy gave my cock. Much tighter than Evelyn. Probably with a lot less mileage as well. In and out I continued to stroke, feeling her hotness, her hips rocking in time with my strokes to push her clit against the top of my shaft with each stroke. I was beginning to wonder if I was going to be able to outlast her when I finally felt her start to climax. Her pussy clenched tighter around me and she moaned deep and long as her orgasm washed over her, her hands reaching for my hips and pulling me to her. She wrapped her legs around mine, stopping me from stroking into her as she moved her hands to my back, pulling me down on top of her. She held me with my rock-hard dick moments from erupting, deep in her pussy while she pressed her lips to mine and kissed me deeply. Her soft long erotic kiss was filled with desire and pleasure as she climaxed around my fat shaft. Finally, she broke the kiss, only as her climax faded sufficiently. Can I ask a favor? Sure. Take me from behind and after you come, hold me until I fall asleep with you inside me? If that's what you want. It is. It's something I wanted since that first night. She whispered as I pulled my raging heart on from her. She rolled on her side and I lay down behind her. She lifted her leg and guided me back into her, and then I snuggled tightly to her, rocking my hips enough to slide in and out of her. The changed position made her already tight confines even tighter. I reached one arm around her and cupped her right breast while she pulled my left arm under her head as a pillow. In and out I slid, slowly working my recently prevented climax back to full blossom. I felt her hot wetness caress me softly as I worked in and out slowly, the pace pushing me up the slope equally slowly. You feel so good inside me. I love feeling you like this, inside me and holding me at the same time. You didn't get to hold me nearly as much that first night as I wanted. I could have let you hold me and make love to me all night like this. Yeah? Uh-huh. 
God, you feel so good. I think I'm going to come again. Touch my clit. Play with it just a little and make me come with you. If you want. I whispered, sliding my hand from her breast down to her soft thighs. I slipped one finger between her legs, stroking her lips and working the tip of my finger between her lips. I felt her gasp and jerk as my finger found her sensitive clit. It only took a moment for her to relax and start to move her hips in time with mine, making my strokes into her ever so slightly longer. That's it. That's just right. I'm going to come. Come with me. Fill me up as I come for you. She moaned softly. It wasn't too many more moments before I felt her once again spasm around me. I continued to tease her clit, making her gasp and moan loudly as she climaxed around my fat stroking shaft. The extra tightness pushed me quickly over the top and I felt my body struggling to push hard and deep, jamming my cock hard into her for half a dozen strokes before my body stiffened. I groaned deeply as my body jerked and spewed a massive shot of cum deep into her. F-U-C-K. She cried as she felt me surging into her, filling her vagina with shot after shot of my cum. I pulled my hand from between her legs and once again cupped her breasts, pulling us together, my hand squeezing her tit each time my body jerked and spasmed behind her. Slowly my climax passed, as did hers. We lay there, cuddling against each other, her hand holding mine against her breast. We held each other that way until I heard her breathing slow to the gentle rhythmic breathing of sleep. I felt my dick slip from her, and with it the wetness as her pussy squeezed our come out to run down her thigh to puddle against mine. I too soon fell asleep. When I woke, morning was already starting to push through the open bedroom curtain. I briefly wondered what the neighbors could see, and then decided I didn't care as I looked at Betsy, her face inches from mine, a contented smile on her face. Her hazel eyes almost looked blue this morning in the dim light, but there was no missing the desire and caring in them. She tilted her head slightly and kissed me softly before gently pushing on my shoulder to roll me onto my back. It's my turn to make you feel good this morning. She whispered as she rolled herself on top of me. She shifted herself while she worked her panties off, sliding them down and off before settling herself astride me. She pushed up and took the little shelf bra off, leaving her completely nude. With a wicked little grin, she lifted herself and I felt her guide my surprisingly hard dick up to her wet lips. She settled herself gently on my head and then closed her eyes as she let herself slide down my pole, her tight little pussy stretching around my fat shaft. She smiled again as she settled her ass on my thighs, shifting her weight to her knees as she rolled her legs under herself further. She began slowly lifting and falling, pushing my hands away when I reached for her tits. Just watch and let me do it all. She whispered as she began sliding up and down faster. I could feel her vaginal wall stroking over and around my engorged head. From the look on her face, I would say my dick was doing as good of a job on her as she was doing on me. She pounded on me more forcefully, jamming herself down fast with each stroke, slapping her ass loudly against my thighs while she moaned and gasped loudly. I could feel my head smashing against her cervix with each stroke, just like it had that first night in the hotel room. The only thing different this time was that instead of having a pussy on my face, I could watch her huge sexy tits flying wildly on her chest with each plunge down, and the look of ecstasy on her face as she drove both of us toward climax, though I could tell she was going to be there long before I was. I felt the first spasms of her pussy around my dick as she slammed down on me over and over again. Each spasm seemed to be tighter and harder than the last until she slammed down on me, sitting unmoving as she shuddered and trembled in climax. Oh fuck fuck fuck! She cried loudly as she came around my fat dick. I reached for her and pulled her toward me leaning her far enough that I could shift my legs and pump my hips up toward her climaxing pussy. I started to jam myself up into her, stroke after stroke, driving myself toward my own climax to join hers. Her orgasm seemed to go on forever, her gasps and moans loud as her body shuddered. Almost. I groaned as I felt the urgency rushing through me. I don't think I could have stopped right then if I'd wanted to. My body was on autopilot, the sense of release building in me by the second. Oh fuck. I grunted as my body jerked and jammed up into her. I felt the first surge of cum lance deep into her as she pushed back against me pushing my butt back to the bed to trap me deep inside her. Oh God, yes. Oh God, yes. She moaned over and over as my cock surged inside her. I lay my head back and closed my eyes as the orgasm fled my body. I didn't open my eyes as she lay down on top of me, shifting her legs to lay fully on top of me. She pressed her lips to mine in a long, slow, loving kiss. God, I love feeling that. She whispered after a few minutes of soft kissing. Someday I hope I can let you do that without anything to keep it away. Keep what away? Being pregnant. 
I'd love to have a baby with you. I hope that doesn't scare you too much. A little. I'm getting old. I don't know how much longer I can chase little kids around. Instead of answering she lowered her face to mine again and kissed me softly. It's okay. You'd do fine. She finally whispered. That is if you want more children. I hadn't really thought I'd have any more. I answered. I don't know how I'd handle a baby the same age as one of my grandchildren. I don't know if I can do that. It's not what I want to hear, but would you at least think about it? I'll think about it. I whispered back. It was certainly something I hadn't contemplated having to consider. I thought my baby-raising days were over. It was certainly another piece of the equation. Would you think less of me if I didn't want to do that again? No, she answered, but I could tell by the look on her face she was disappointed. We lay for several more minutes before we got up. I put on the blue silk pajama pants, at her urging, and then dug into the drawer that I knew she'd gotten the other lingerie out of. I wasn't worried about her wearing things that my wife had, because there were only two outfits she'd ever worn, of the nearly a dozen I'd bought her. I took those two aside and drew out a semi-sheer spaghetti strap nightgown that just barely came to the middle of her thighs, if that, and allowed her nipples and areola to slightly show through. She looked a lot like I would have expected Marie to have looked if I could have ever gotten her to wear it. With both of us dressed, we headed out to the living room. Jennifer was wearing a flannel nightshirt that came down to her knees, showing absolutely nothing, which was appropriate for the occasion. Sam, on the other hand, had on a semi-sheer cream-colored nightgown that was pulled tightly across her round stomach, her dark areola and nipples showing prominently through the thin translucent gown material. I was a little surprised that she hadn't worn a robe or something over it. Despite being my daughter, I couldn't help but look at her sexy tits, which reminded me so much of her mother's when she was pregnant. I should have been shocked that Sam was showing off as much as she was, but it clearly seemed intentional, based on the little look she was giving me to see if I was looking, which I was, frequently, as I sat with Betsy on my lap. Richard finally joined us, wearing a pair of bedpants not unlike mine, only not nearly as revealing. Sam got up and pulled the presents out from under the tree, crawling around to do so, her short nightgown not hiding anything at all as she bent low enough to nearly lay her head on the floor while on her hands and knees. The view of her bare butt and pussy was making my already mostly hard dick push up hard against Betsy's thighs as Sam distributed the packages to each of us. By the time she was done, the wiggling and bouncing of her tits in the thin material, and the frequent views of her clearly wet pussy had my dick hard as a rock but fortunately hidden by Betsy's butt. I was also sure that Betsy could feel just exactly what she was sitting on as well as she leaned her shoulder into my chest and softly kissed my cheek. It took far too long, as far as I was concerned, to pass around the presents, but Sam seemed to almost revel in the attention she was getting from both myself and her husband. Richard should have been objecting to everything she was showing off but was instead just smiling and staring at his wife flash the five of us. With Sam's work finally done, we took turns opening, starting with Jennifer first. She opened the pearl earrings and the silk kimono robe that I'd gotten her and then opened a dress that her sister had gotten for her along with a new pair of furry driving gloves and, to my surprise, and Jennifer's, a small vibrator. No amount of coaxing and teasing by her sister would convince Jennifer to try it out in front of us, instead it just made her blush even more. Sam opened the silk robe I'd gotten for her, and then the large package behind the tree, which was a brand new stroller she could use to jog with. Richard opened his new set of cordless power tools from me, a new hat and gloves from Jennifer and a pair of really sexy bedpants from his wife, along with a coupon book that she had created that included all kinds of sexual favors. He read through them, surprising some of us with the choices she had included. It was pretty obvious that Sam had embraced some riskier behaviors, offering to give her husband a blow job in the park and another in a store changing room. The most surprising was doing naked yoga with a friend, in front of him. That could only lead to more than just a little visual play. She told him it was her way of making sure he still was taken care of after the baby arrived. I could so easily picture her doing those things, especially now that I had gotten more of a view of her than I'd ever gotten before. None of this would have ever been done if their mother was still around. I had to get up to open my single present, which was way too heavy to pick up. I felt damn awkward trying to hide the raging hard-on that was pushing out the thin material of my bedpants, showing not only its shape but also a lot of detail through the thin material. Jennifer, of course, gave me a disgusted look, while Sam wore a smirk on her face as if it was exactly what she had intended to have happen. The present turned out to be a brand new DeWalt planer to use in my woodworking shop. Sam pulled out one more present and handed it to me. I stood there and opened it in front of her, 
almost immediately blushing as I held up an assortment of very skimpy men's briefs. I was hoping to use these to coax you to start dating again, but it seems that instead, you can wear them for your new girlfriends, instead of those old man briefs. She said with a grin. So, you going to try them on? I don't think so. I answered embarrassed. I think you should. Betsy said. I think you'll look really sexy in M. In front of my daughters? Why not? It's not like you're not already showing plenty. Sam said. Nice stick, by the way. You should talk. Sitting there half-naked in front of your dad. Jennifer said. You should be ashamed of yourself, showing off like that. I did it on purpose. I wanted him to feel comfortable wearing or doing whatever felt good. Clearly last night it felt good to wear those pajama pants. I just thought I'd join him. Yeah. Right. Jennifer said with a scowl. Well, if you're smart, you'll use that little vibrator and maybe you'll be a little happier. You're always such a sour puss. I think it's because you don't get enough sex. If you got off once in a while you might not be so frustrated. That's not fair. I get enough sex. Jennifer snapped back. Yeah, right. When was the last time you got any? Six months ago? That's none of your business. That long ago, huh? I'm surprised, sis. I'd have thought you'd have found a guy worth spreading M for by now. That's mean. I go out with guys. Uh-huh. Go out. Do you even let them kiss you? Sometimes. She said with a shrug. Uh-huh. I bet you don't even let them cop a feel, do you? Damn Sam. That's not fair. Just because I don't drop my pants for every guy that comes along. Have you even been fucked yet? Sam asked boldly. Or are you still a virgin? Hey. That's not fair. That's what I thought. Still a virgin. Well, Richard can take care of that if you want. What? No way. Then maybe dad? Sam asked, causing Jennifer to look down at her lap and blush. Oh shit. You don't mean? I was just kidding. But yeah, makes sense now. You've got the hots for dad. I do not. Jennifer cried out. Oh yeah? You got it bad, little sis. No wonder you're so upset about him showing it off. You want it in your hot little twat. Well, don't let me stop you. But if you want to tease him into doing it with you, maybe you should choose something besides flannel. God, Sam. You're horrible. Like I'm just going to whip my pants off and do it in front of you and flash dad and everyone. Sam laughed. Anyone notice she didn't tell me I was wrong? I dare you to. I dare you to just take it all off and let him see what you have to offer. Sam said. Not likely. What? Afraid to let dad see your body? You know, when you were little he used to bathe you. It's not like he hasn't seen it before. If you want to get him to fuck you, you're gonna have to let him see. Wait. What? I gasped when what she said sunk in. Not that they stopped arguing or even listened. That's different than now. I'm not a little girl anymore. Jennifer snapped back at her sister. You act like you are. A spoiled little girl. Sam said as she stood up. She reached for the hem of the nightgown and pulled it up and off, leaving her completely naked. She turned to me and stepped in front of me. Come on, Dad. Let's see if those are as sexy on you as they are on the models online. She said as she reached for the waist of my PJ pants and tried to push them down. I must have been stunned at her stripping in front of me, as well as the conversation the girls had just had because it took me several seconds to realize what Sam was doing. Hey! I practically shouted as my hard-on sprung out into the open. I tried to cover myself with my hands, one still holding the tiny underwear, as my PJs slid all the way to my ankles. Don't be such a prude dad. Hell, you've been checking out my tits and pussy all morning. And don't think I don't know it gave you that hard-on. She said taking the underwear from me. Now let's see. Betsy? Which ones? Betsy, who had settled in my chair when I got up to unwrap my present, stood up. Oh, these for sure. She said, reaching to pull a pair of mesh see-through underwear from the set Sam was holding. I agree. Sam said, turning back to me. Here, Dad. Put these on. Hell no, those don't cover anything. I said as I bend over to try and pull up my PJs. I know. Sam said with an impish grin. Now you're going to put them on, or do you want me and Betsy do to it for you? And trust me, if I do it for you I'm gonna do a lot more than look at that dick. Shit, Sam. You wouldn't. Wouldn't what? Play with your dick? Maybe even suck on it? Come on, Dad. If you're gonna start playing the field you better get used to having women want to play with it. It's a hell of a sexy dick and women are going to want to do more than just look. 
Right, Betsy? Well, I can't argue with that. I know I'm getting pretty turned on just looking at him trying to hide it. I bet you want to fuck it again, don't you? Betsy blushed a little, the first time I'd seen her blush. I wouldn't say it's not an attractive prospect. I was kinda hoping we'd get a chance for one more time before I had to leave. Well, see, Dad? She wants to fuck you, so why not just go ahead and put these on? What does having sex with her in the bedroom and putting those on in front of you have in common? Because I'm naked, and if you don't, I'm going to kneel down right here and play with you until you come all over me. That is what you were thinking about, wasn't it? Squirting all over my tits, just like you used to do to mom when she was pregnant? I looked at her like she had three heads. How the hell do you know what we did? Mom told me years ago, she said with a grin. When I found the Polaroid pictures you took of her with your come all over her prego belly and tits. Oh God. Where did you find those? I asked incredulously. In your dresser drawer, right next to the little memory card of naked pictures and videos of mom and you having sex in all kinds of places. She said with a devious little grin. It was surprising the things I found when I was helping her clean out the drawers when you got the new dressers. Oh shit. I groaned. I have to admit. They were pretty sexy. I never thought mom was into that kind of thing. But well, you never know, do you? What kind of thing? Jennifer asked quickly. That was a long time ago. I answered quickly. And it was only one time. What was a long time ago? Jennifer asked again. What are you two not telling me? Well, that little memory card had all kinds of things on it. Mom and dad having sex on a picnic table in the park. Mom and dad having sex in the middle of the river. Mom and dad having sex in a changing room at the beach. And one of them in a changing room in some store. But the best one was when mom tied him up on the bed and blindfolded him. Sam said with a grin, looking at me. You want to tell her the rest or should I? That was private. She doesn't have to know. Hell, you shouldn't have known. Okay, I'll tell her. Sam said turning to look at her sister. Mom said it was to teach him a lesson about being careful of what he asked for. Mom tied him up and blindfolded him. He thought she was going to have sex with him, but instead, Sylvia came over and sucked his dick and then ground herself on his dick while Mom took pictures. Then Mom sat on his face and made him lick her to climax. They didn't let him come until after they'd both satisfied themselves several times. Then Sylvia jerked him off and left before he could even see her naked. It wasn't what I expected. I said quietly. Nope. She said you'd suggested trying a three-way after a party where a few couples were talking about doing that. She wasn't exactly interested and thought she'd teach you that wishing for something wasn't exactly the same as having something. So, you got your three-way, just not quite the way you expected. No, it wasn't at all what I expected. I answered. She made her point. But I never expected her to ever tell you guys. That was supposed to be private. Private enough that you saved the pictures? Yeah, well, it was as close as I was ever going to get to seeing Sylvia naked. I chuckled. Not that I didn't try over the years to convince your mom to let me get Sylvia naked for me again. Mom could be a little devious when she wanted to. Kind of surprised me that she did that too, but she said it wasn't a big deal because you never saw Sylvia naked in person and she never actually put you into her. No, she didn't. I agreed. Well, now you get to dip it in as many as you want. She said with a grin. So you might as well get used to doing it. I'm getting used to it just fine without having to have my daughters flashing me. Ah. You mean you don't like looking at me? Sam asked. Well, then you better put these on or you're gonna see a lot more of me than you already do. Fine, I said, taking the underwear from her outstretched hand. I pushed my bed pants back off and then stepped into the mesh underwear. There. Happy? Much better, she said, stepping back and sitting on the sofa. She pushed her legs apart so I could see her whole bare pussy again. So, you wanna fuck Betsy again? Now that we're done opening presents, and you didn't get her anything, the least you can do is give her a little lovin' for a Christmas present. Really? That's what you want? You want me to fuck her right here in front of you? Sure. Why not, Dad? Show us what you got. I think not. I said. You got me to put on the underwear, so you got to see my dick, which is what you apparently wanted. But as far as using it, what I do with Betsy is between the two of us, just like what I did with your mother was always between the two of us. It's just not your business. Now unless you're planning on throwing down and getting fucked, I'm taking Betsy and going to share a shower with her before she has to leave. It'd be nice to have breakfast before she has to go. I added as I took Betsy's hand and then led her from the room. I'm sorry about all that. I had no idea that Sam could even be that way. 
It's alright. I got the impression she was looking for an extreme reaction. She got it, maybe just not what she expected. I did share a shower with her. A nice long gentle shower where the two of us made love standing up, both of us enjoying a well-timed, mutual orgasm, only mine squirting on her instead of inside her. After breakfast we dressed, Betsy putting on the dress she wore to church the previous evening. I wished I had something else for her to wear, but she was comfortable wearing it home. She changed before heading across town to her parents' house to meet up with the rest of her family. Sam was still but naked as she worked in the kitchen, cooking some bacon and eggs. I still wasn't sure why she seemed to need to be naked, but I wasn't going to make a big deal out of it. I ate what she made, and kissed Betsy goodbye, okay, so it was a long kiss, and watched her walk away into the cold morning. You know, I really would have preferred that you find a different way to make your point. I said to Sam quietly as she stood by the door, watching her walk away. I guess you were trying to shock her or something? Or something, she said. I doubt you can. She's come into my office and dropped her dress already. If she's confident enough to do that, I doubt much will shock her. Maybe so. She seems like a good woman, Dad. I hope you know enough not to lose her. She tried to walk away already. I told her I wanted her to have her chance with me too. Partly because, well, I really do feel a lot for her. Maybe more than Denise, definitely more than Evelyn. I just don't know if I can handle having little kids again. It wouldn't be fair to her to not let her have that chance. I asked that the problem? Why you don't want to do more with her? I hadn't really thought about it until last night when she told me she wanted to have my baby. I'm no spring chicken. I don't know if I still have it in me to chase a toddler around. Sam turned me away from the door and stepped against me. She wrapped her arms around me and hugged me tightly. I could feel her hard nipples pressing through my t-shirt into my chest, and my dick almost immediately started to get hard, much to my embarrassment. She pressed her cheek to mine and held me tightly as I let my arms slide around her and hold her against me. I think if you love her, you'll find a way to give her exactly what she wants. That's what you were always good at with mom. Finding out what she wanted and doing your best to give it to her. She loved that about you almost more than anything else. Except maybe your dick. She said with a giggle, pushing her pelvis against the bulge in my pants. She did like your dick. That's not appropriate. I whispered. It's a hell of a lot more appropriate than what I'm thinking right now. She said with a giggle. If Richard wouldn't object I'd, what did you call it? Throw down and let you fuck me? It might be worth it either way, given how big you are. I always wondered why mom was so loud when you two were going at it. Now I know. What do you know now? Shit dad. It's big. Any girl would give her eye teeth to ride you. It's not that big. It is. You want me to measure it to prove it to you? I don't think that'd be appropriate either. Maybe not. But you have to admit, it'd be fun. She said before releasing me. She gave me a quick peck on the lips. I'd better go put some clothes on before I really do what I'm thinking. And just what is that? Letting you push that dick into my very wet pussy, just to see how it fits. She said with a grin before walking away. I shook my head in dismay and watched her ass wiggle its way away, wondering just how determined she was to sample dad's dick.